<clears throat> Did you think it's on? Okay, good. Uh, all right. Uh, love. Okay, I'm going to dedicate this next song to my favorite um, Marvel team, the Fantastic Four. Um, so this is for the Fantastic Four. You can do it. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. I'm the Human Torch and I turn into flames. I fly around town and I hang out with the Rock Monster. My name's Reed Richards and I stretch a lot. I got an invisible wife. And I think she's hot. Yeah. Fantastic Four. That's the team. There you go. Can we start over? I think I missed it. Can we start over? Cool. All right. Thanks. Episode 102. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a wall. It's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftovers. And the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Are, are, are you ready for the only podcast hotter than a human torch? It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. I'm Animal. Domesticated Dave, and they are the leftovers. You son of a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted it this week. See what he did I there. wanted us to say it in unison. Yeah. I was ready this time yeah. for once, too. As what a team. Inconsiderate fuck. <laughs> inconsiderate fuck. Yeah, we're starting this one off with a bang. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Dave. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> like your laugh of happiness there. <laughs> All right, we're going to be talking about Fantastic Four. That's going to come up later in the episode. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll probably give you maybe, I don't know. I'll probably give everybody a timestamp. Yeah. So when they can expect it. Heads up. Later so on. if they want to skip all this nonsense and just go straight to the Fantastic Four review, you shouldn't let them do that. I, I did it for Ant-Man. Oh, nice of you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them, I don't know. There might be like new listeners that don't want to fucking hear emails and shit. Yeah. They, they don't get all the fucking like our, our little inside jokes that we've had over the last 101 episodes. And they're like, oh, that's funny. Oh, 
Jake, Jake, uh, you think movies go on too long if they're older? They're, they're longer than two hours. And, We're so clever. And Dave loves <laughs> Dave loves these empowered females and Jake Butcher's names. <laughs> these these classic callbacks to all these past pop culture leftovers episodes are so funny. Anyway, so you know what I mean. Like they just might want to skip ahead and like listen to the. Fantastic Four review. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, all that continuity we have. You're just like fuck them. Make them listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm like. I know. I get what you're saying. <laughs> Fucking waterboard these goddamn yeah. listeners. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault for downloading the fucking five six hour episode anyway. Yeah. You have only yourselves to blame. <laughs> All right. So, you know, last week you talked a little bit and, and you teased us, Jake. You said uh, <laughs> you were going to tell us what, you know, who your favorite listener was. Yes. And um, I, I, I'm really wanting to like do kind of like a like a Hunger Games kind of scenario with all of our favorite listeners. <laughs> I saw like, that, that you had like planned like some rules and everything. I don't I haven't planned anything. I, I kind of like want to turn it into like a thing where like we show up and we're fucking like, like rolling dice and shit. And then... <laughs> Next thing you know, like Ernesto's fucking, you know, like eating Chelsea's heart out in the fucking jungle and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like somebody's putting an arrow through Finn Dietz Creek's back and shit. I, 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 you know what I mean? I don't know. And then it's just like I, I want a story to unfold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sean LaHose, it's like ripping somebody's spine out of the back. <laughs> so you're going to write some fan fiction once we get all our favorite listeners? Possibly. I don't know, man. I mean, we can go there if you want to. I can do this. Ah, nice. Nice. You know, I'm thinking about maybe like putting a bunch of names in a fucking sack and then like pulling them out and then being like, okay, this week it's fucking, uh, I don't know, it's fucking Dennis Asparrow versus Sean Lahazet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys, what are you guys thinking? It's Dan West versus Tom West. Fucking, you know, Civil Whoa. War. <laughs> family versus family. It's like shit. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart back in the days. <laughs> don't encourage Dave with wrestling. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. You ready? You want some listeners? I'm looking at you, Chief. All right. I, I've got two. Two favorite listeners. I went with a male are, and a female. Now, are these like your favorite listeners as far as like their contributions and like their comments? Or is this just go down strictly to like their physical attributes and what they can do when they're out in the jungle? My male is is my champion. Like who's gonna like destroy your favorite listeners? You fucking bastard! <laughs> you don't even you know you know it's not about their personalities with you. My female is the is, is a, a listener I appreciate. She might die first though. Oh, so you had to be you had to be Dave and pick an empowered female. <laughs> well, she's not empowered, or she wouldn't die first. Did, was, <laughs> well, hold on. So, so she's like the sacrificial lamb. Unfortunately. Okay. Provocative. So, so basically, like... I'll feel bad when she's taken out by, like, Finn Dinscreek. So, like, your main guy's gonna, like, use her as a shield, is what you're saying. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. That could be a strategy. Jeez. I don't know. At, at first, I was thinking, like, there was correspondence. Like, you and Dave were texting back and forth, and you, like, text him, hey, should I have an empowered female? And Dave was like, oh, yeah, brother. Why are you asking me that? <laughs> no, no. Just I make would... sure she's not out there dressed provocatively. No snowsuits. <laughs> No, that's that's not what I did. Are you okay. ready? You ready? All right, talk to me, Chief. All right, for my mail, I am taking Fuzzy Press from Twitter at Fuzzy Press. Okay, he sent me some great attributes. Okay, talk to me. What, what's he What's he got going for he, you? He's been through a lot. Let me uh, Let me find his tweet here. He um app, he gave me an application for best listener. Oh, wow. wow! Yeah, he's uh blind in one eye, carrying ten pounds of titanium from a car wreck, and he's also survived divorce court. 
So I think he might have the stamina to hold out in our Hunger Games like. Honestly, I think he's like one fucking Hunger Games battle away from just kicking the can. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I you think, think he's, he's like a wounded warrior. And yeah. He's, just gonna go yeah down. He, he's barely hanging on by a thread. So, yeah. <laughs> I think Ernesto is going to be tearing this guy up. I don't know. I'm I don't sorry. Know. <laughs> fuzzy Press is going to be fuzzy fucked out there. Sorry, Jeffrey. Yeah, sorry, That's Jeff, it's Jeffrey Tuhig, right? Is that who it is? I, I, I only knew his Twitter name. I think it is. Okay. Damn. Fuck. Yeah. All right. I, all right. I'm going to... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to take another week of applications for the mail. Oh, my God. And, and I'll get back to you. You're fired already. <laughs> A nice try, though. Come again. It got you a year's supply of uh, turtle wax and rice aroni coming your way. So. Bobbleheads. That's funny. Some bobbleheads. <laughs> and speak, right. speaking of bobbleheads, that leads to my uh, my female listener. Oh, so we're not going to go. You're, you're going to give us. Okay, so you're going to give us a different male listener next week, right? Yes. Okay, so yes. we're going on your female listener. Yeah, I'm erasing the chalkboard right. of who's the your, male listener. <laughs> who's, who's your sacrificial lamb? <laughs> my sacrificial lamb is Brooke Smith for my. My favorite, my favorite female listener, and I don't. Th- I think she's a scrapper. Absolutely, I, I think she. She may not win, but I, I don't think she'll be the first one out. She survived this round of elimination, apparently. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> she's always got my bobblehead back when it comes to that kind of stuff, too. And I and I appreciate that. She's always got my bobblehead back. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for defending my stupid fucking hobby of collecting plastic figurines that fucking have heads that bobble. Oh, you took Great. the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> the only bobblehead I would ever buy would be an insensitive one. It'd be like a Catherine Hepburn bobblehead. Oh, Michael J. Fox bobblehead? Yeah, exactly. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Give me a Parkinson's bobblehead. Oh, no. <laughs> they do make a Marty McFly bobblehead. Uh-uh. My God. (laughs) Woman looks like she's eternally on a fucking helicopter. So Brooke makes the cut, though. We'll we'll stick with her. So I'll I'll, I'll look into the mail thing better. Everyone, tweet me your applications if you you want in on this. If you think you can take down the likes of Ernesto. (laughs) (laughs) Let me, let me. Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. The likes likes of Ernesto. I've got Ernesto and True Breezy out there representing. Oh, shit. That's good. Fucking Team Brian and shit. Wow. Team Brian. What's up with the rest of you guys' teams? Well, do you guys, are you guys wanting to go next week? Give it a little bit more thought. I need to think well, about this. Dave, are, are you actually going to put Chelsea out there, or are you just going to sacrifice two males out there? Oh. It'll be two females. It'll be – well, he, I don't think he wants to put them in harm's way. No. Uh, Chelsea can take care of herself. Yeah. Oh, so that's, <laughs> you've already got your one pick yeah. then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right. We'll wait until next week. You guys can make your picks. I guess, yeah, next later week. on. Yeah. All right, guys, uh, we're going to move on to iTunes reviews. Oh. Oh, I've been waiting for this all day. See, guys, I had a new iTunes bumper made. Okay. Dave, you might as well just check out now. Ah. You don't care about any <laughs> intros or bumpers that I do. <laughs> so you just check out. Unless it has to do with you and it has to do with your Natalie Dormer bumper, then maybe you'll like it. <laughs> but anyway. She is enchanting. <laughs> enchanting. <laughs> Somebody slap him. I can't reach him from Ow! <laughs> I'm going to need a drink here in a second. We got some. All right. But we're going to do iTunes reviews, and I had a new iTunes bumper made. And, you know, like, the other iTunes bumpers that I've made, guys, like, I think they're pretty catchy. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're catchy. 
Like they can get stuck in your head. You made other iTunes bumpers? Hear ye, hear ye, read all about. No, other bumpers. Oh, excuse oh okay. Me. Hear Sorry. ye, you know, like that. I the wasn't n- trying to pick at your misstep. No, I, I was confused. The news bumper, it's catchy. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. It's memorable. And, you know, it's like, and then what's, what's some of the other bumpers? The, that, the comic book corner. Comic book corner. Like they're catchy. And I think what's happened is like, I've like taken the road of like so many musicians out there. Like when fucking Metallica first came out, mm-hmm. like, like their shit was raw. And it was just like, then they became like self aware and they're like, oh, uh, now we're musicians. And so now that they're musicians, like, oh, let's incorporate some new chords. Let's do this. Let's do that. And it, actually the music suffered. Uh, and load and reload. It, exactly. <laughs> so now I feel like, have I jumped the shark? Have I, have my bumpers, have I lost my touch with my bumpers? Like, have I, are, are, you know what I mean? Am I now Metallica with my bumpers? No way, man. Don't I won't believe that. it. I won't believe it till no, I hear it. No. I don't know, guys. I'm not, I, guys. I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, if I've just listened to this like too many times to where like I like it, it but on the flip side, I also think like maybe I've lost it. Like maybe this isn't catchy. Hmm. It's one way to find out, brother. <sighs> the only way that we're gonna find out is when I play it. Uh, let me make sure the it volume can't be as bad as like Sparenberg's or Midays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's now time for iTunes reviews. It's one star five. We don't give a fuck because we really love to hear just how much we suck. Guys, Chris Dubach and your host is a jerk. I'm an opinionated asshole whose dick don't work. <laughs> yada, yada, blah, blah, fuck you too. These are our iTunes reviews. Yes. Yes. That was epic. You have not lost it. You have not lost epic. it. Did you guys, you guys didn't get to hear the end though. Oh, play it again. Play it again. Did you guys hear, understand all the lyrics? There was one moment that was unclear to me. Okay, the the lyrics are um, if there, if it's one star or five, we don't give a fuck. Yeah, got that part. Because we really love to hear just how much we suck. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, we curse too much, and our host is a jerk. I'm an opinionated asshole whose dick don't work. Yeah. Yada yada blah blah. Fuck you too. These are our iTunes reviews. So that's the lyrics, but listen to the end. It's one star five. We don't give a fuck because we really love to hear just how much we suck. Guys, Chris Dubach and your host is a jerk. I'm an opinionated asshole whose dick don't work. Yada, yada, blah, blah, fuck you too. These are our iTunes reviews. Fuck TJ Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice, nice. It's a collaboration. So. I like it. Yeah, that was I, don't, I think I lost it. No, I think I lost it. It's no. not as good as your last couple. But yeah, thank you. I knew it. I knew. It. I'm hanging it up. That no, that's that's Metallica. You got no, spontaneous applause. Metallica went from five star to two star, though. You went from five star to four. I lost it. I've lost it. I don't think it's that's, over. That's no, 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 no. To give up. Five star to like uh, whatever four star or three and a half. No, it's I didn't only going to go downhill. It's only going to go downhill. You know, there's one way to find out. Listeners, send us those iTunes reviews. Tell us what you think of the new bumper. Mm. Shut up, showrunner. <laughs> yeah, there's only one way to find out. Like us on Facebook. Like tune us on in, Facebook. Tune in next week. You know what? Unlike us on Facebook and fucking take down your review from iTunes. I don't give a shit. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, the host is a jerk. At least the theme got that part right. <laughs> All right, first review, iTunes review, comes from uh, Rob Lopez 93. It's titled Hot Sauce. Hot Sauce. This podcast is so cool that I have to rub hot melted butter all over my chest. Ooh, sexy. 
once I'm done listening to this, it makes me feel so not alone in my love for movies, TV, and newly comics. Thank, thanks to the show. <laughs> As it goes on, it makes me rub hot butter or, or oil on my chest and lick it off. This show makes me so hot. That I use it as a background noise. That I use it as background noise during sex with midgets. Oh, that creeps me out a bit. I'm, <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. And yes, they they are the ones that they are the ones who pour the hot oil and butter on my body. I'm impressed that he can lick it off his own chest. I don't think I can touch my tongue to my chest. Probably you sprain yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for all that you do and enjoy the review. So. <laughs> Was that five stars? That was a that was a five star. I mean, it has to be. I guess that was a five star review. I feel violated. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is so cool. And I have to rub hot melted butter all over my chest. Huh. Mm. Rob, stop listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be involved in this midget sexcapades. Right. <laughs> I'm not a big thing. I'm not a big fan of like food and sex. Yeah. I never, you know what I mean? Like, 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 I don't know. Like, you know, there's like people that have fetishes and shit, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of the fetishes are like, oh, like take the hot wax and like pour it on my body. Ooh, ow, that burns. Ooh, ow, ooh, let's yeah. fuck. And you know, I don't, I'm not into that. That's weird to me. And like the whole fucking American, not an American pie, but the fucking, what was that movie? The football movie? Yeah. Where she like sprays like the, like the, the, the fucking uh, whipped cream yeah. on her crotch. What was her name? Uh, L- L- Allie Larder, that actress. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was that movie called? That was American Pie, right? No, that no. He's fucking a pie in that it was movie. A fo- that, it was a football. It was a thing. football movie yeah. with James Vanderbeek. I don't remember what that was. I know I've seen it though. Uh, Varsity Blues. Oh, it was probably oh, yeah. Varsity. Varsity Blues. Yeah, Allie Larder comes out there. She, you know, like uh, Paul Walker, her boyfriend gets fucked up in the game and shit. Now he can't play anymore. He's done. His career's over with. <laughs> Who's the new quarterback? James Vanderbeek. James Vanderbeek. Yeah. James Vanderbeek. <laughs> so now, 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 now she's got, you know, she's got to get with a new, new guy. Right. And so what does she do? What's her go-to move? Whipped cream. Oh, I'm going to pour whipped cream on my tits and on my vagina. I'm going to put some couple cherries on my tits to represent my areolas. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I would have been like, you know what? Go wash yourself off. Yeah. No, we're going to fuck. Yeah. We're going to f- get that shit off yourself. I just ate. Yeah, I just ate. <laughs> You know what I mean? I had a I had a filling dinner. I don't and, like whipped cream. Yeah, I don't like whipped cream. Not a big, not a big <laughs> I tried to add whipped cream and chocolate syrup to the equation once. It couldn't have been a bigger fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah. I've never been into it. Like I don't I don't get businessmen that eat sushi off the naked women. And oh, shit. and then you got this giant fucking mess you got to clean up afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to wash your sheets again. Yeah, it was. You probably washed them before she came over. Because uh, they're a little rank. Dave is just like fuming over there. <laughs> if you're not making a big mess, you're not having a good time, John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gross. That's gross. I, I think I, I, I've never been, I can't, I've never been food and sex. No. Mixing it together. It's, it's like, and like, why are some foods sexy? Like cherries and whipped cream, but it's not like people are fucking in gravy and shit. You know? <laughs> you know I mean? some chili mac to the equation. Yeah. You know, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Coleslaw. <laughs> I'm talking about like the heavy, gross foods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some like, oh, here's some, uh, I'm going to fuck you in some bean dip, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's you know it's like it's always like there's sexy foods, yeah. sexy foods, yeah. right? Strawberries, cherries, yeah. cherries and cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's like nobody's f- f- fucking in like corned beef hash and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Let's add some fish sticks <laughs> to this equation. Right. So, God, <laughs> I'm gonna insert the fish sticks. Oh, oh yeah, baby. Yeah. 
Mm, you like them McNuggets, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Tartar sauce. Mm. <laughs> Goddamn, Luke. As usual, I'm severely outnumbered at this table. <laughs> Just saying, man. Yeah. I've, I've never been like I tried. Like I think I tried like once. I we got like uh, me and an ex girlfriend. We got like a bunch of like baby oil and shit, and got mm-hmm. like threw down like a tarp and shit. And like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, you know, I was like, "Fuck it, let's do it." You know we what I mean? Got a tarp. Yeah, there was like a, I think it was like a tarp on it's the like floor. Tarp. There was a, I think we we threw down like a tarp on the floor, and we I, <laughs> baby oil all over the goddamn thing. Yeah, and I was like, "Let's go to town. Let's play Twister and fuck." I don't know, man. Shit was great, but I'm not like fucking like. Here's some Long John Silvers. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go fucking a pile of fucking fish fillets. It's sex, not a fucking Gallagher concert. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, go get the ponchos. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking weird. How do we get off on this? I forget. <laughs> Wait, well, I was reading an iTunes review. Oh, it's because he was licking butter off his chest while he listened to our show. Threw down a fucking tarp. Oh man, I, you know, honestly, speaking of getting off, <laughs> <sighs> will someone cut Dave off real quick? <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> uh, you man. have a sex tarp. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I think. Do we need a new iTunes review bumper? No. No. Really? Yeah. I'm not. You guys aren't. Yeah. Dude, it, invo- it evoked sex tarp talk. I clapped How when it was over. What was I supposed to do? Yeah. Whip my dick out? And then you'd be no, like. No, no, no. It's like one of those things where, like, I kind of, like, go on free actions. Yeah. And, like, it, like the way it ended, it was kind of like, ah, I don't know how they feel about this one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see that. I it's listened like, to the whole thing. Oh, you didn't fall asleep. Well, thanks a lot, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't reading a notebook and whatever the fuck else you do. Hey, next uh, iTunes review. Just keeps getting better. Tupperware, this comes from Shell Zeman. So hmm. Bridget Bacala, longtime listener. And uh, I will preface this review by saying this podcast is not for everyone. We hear that a lot. Yeah. True that. <laughs> it's weird. If you're easily offended by profanity, don't bother. We hear that a lot. Yeah, yeah. That being said, I love their rating system as it's unique. I love how these guys are very casual. The banter and chemistry between the revolving hosts make me laugh. <laughs> And the work day goes a lot faster. I'm a data entry clerk, and man, that can get tedious if you don't have something to listen to. The guys are very knowledgeable and pointed me in the direction of the star, right Star Wars comics to read that feature my favorite. <laughs> hey, Shell. You know, I, I talk about how Dave is, you know, inconsiderate and doesn't give a fuck. Shell, I'm reading your review, and Dave is blowing his goddamn nose in the same room. He he, he couldn't have got up. <laughs> and blowing it in a different fucking room. I no, Jay's reaction. <laughs> Dave's got to sit here during. I'm reading this, and we got to hear him like blowing his fucking honker into the fucking microphone as I'm reading your review. <laughs> Dave gives you a one star. <laughs> your review was very helpful. Thank you, Shell. <laughs> really, really cleaned out the old passages. Did it? Dave's fucking cutting an album in his sinuses over there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh jeez! You done, Dave? You good? Can I finish your? You good? Can you? You're... All right. I'm good. The guys are very knowledgeable. <laughs> Pointed me in the direction of the right Star Wars comics to read that feature my favorite Jedi, Quinlan Voss. All I had to get through. Dave couldn't even get me there. Yeah, had to blow the nose. I had to blow the goddamn nose. That was it. That was all that, that was, was left. It. That's it. That's it. 
Dave was just like, oh, they, you know, this is a good, this is a good opportunity. This is a good point. <laughs> Blow my nose. Yeah. It is good. Yeah. Right here. Right. Dave's like, it's not, it's not like he even thought of that. He's not like waiting for a good opportunity. He's not using like that fucking app that tells you to like, like when you can go piss during the movie. It's not like he's got like a, a snot blower app. Where in the podcast can I blow my fucking nose? Dave's just like fucking anywhere. It doesn't matter. Farmer blow all over the Farmer blow all over the table. It don't matter. I can blow my nose whenever the fuck I want to. Uh. <laughs> Crack the old knuckles during this next email. <laughs> next iTunes review comes from uh, Snot Blower 43. No, it comes from I am a camera 24. Oh. It's called Awesome. Great podcast. Update. Still a great podcast, but the guy Jay has a laugh that makes me want to stab my eyeballs. Out. <laughs> what the fuck? What is it? I don't get it, dude. What is it with the laugh? I love your laugh. <laughs> yeah, what's I the problem? My laugh was the obnoxious one. What, what's the issue? <laughs> I'm sorry. I wouldn't have read that one had I known it said that. That's okay. It's I'm a five a, star, though. It's a five star. Uh, he, so he puts up with Jay's laugh. So fuck him. <laughs> you know, the thing, no, the thing is, yeah. it's like, it's like, it's this like, is the second one. But it's this motherfucker. It's over the here. same guy. It's this, the same dude. It's Dave that's blowing his nose into the goddamn mic. I don't <laughs> care how many times fucking Jay's. He's falling asleep and fucking blowing snot on the podcast. And Jay, oh, I got a big problem with a guy having fun and laughing. He's like, Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Oh my gosh, he's reacting to humorous situations. He's laughing because he's paying attention and laughing to the exactly. Shit. Yeah. Dave's over here fucking. <laughs> <laughs> is Mike? Is it time for my comic book corner yet? Ninety <laughs> percent clear. This episode is brought to you guys by Kleenex. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Claritin D. I wish they would send me some free samples so I wouldn't be blowing my goddamn nose in the episode. Decongestant, that's all I gotta say. Antihistamine. Antihistamine. Because I need it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, hey, yeah, guys, we're bringing you some content this week, but every once in a while, Dave's gonna clear his sinuses. That's part of it. That's part Bonus of the show. Content. Yeah. Got Bonus content. Let it out. It's uh, one of the uh, Blu-ray DVD extras <laughs> for you. The Dave nose-blowing track, audio yeah. track. Blooper <laughs> reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess, hey, I guess we're moving on to emails. I need a drink. You know what? I'm going to fucking pause this shit. Get I'm a gonna, drink. I'm going to get good. a fucking drink. Yeah. I need one after him blowing his goddamn <laughs> Thanks for your reviews, everybody. God thanks to Kleenex. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Shell. You gave me the perfect opportunity to blow my nose. <laughs> Quinlan Voss. That was very Keanu of you. That was very Keanu. Oh, my voice? It was kind of Keanu. I was trying to do Dave. But, I know. Yeah. You were channeling Keanu. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Jay. <laughs> no, I thought it was awesome. <laughs> You're laughing too much. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Listeners are getting upset. I, I hate laughter. <laughs> All right. It's horrible. Yeah, we'll be right That's back. That's why you like those Superman movies. <laughs> I'm, I'm lost. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, not the TV series. Oh. He said he hates laughter. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, that's why I like it. I get it. Yeah, Brian gets yeah. it. Come on, brain. Get <laughs> with it, brain. Brain free drink. Sorry, I'm just, I want a drink. That's, yeah, what, that's all. I'm just trying to hit stop Let so I can get a drink. Let the guy have a fucking drink. Like, Dave couldn't have waited to blow the nose to where I hit stop now. Right. We need, like, you need, like, 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 little, like, little signs or something. Like I already get in trouble for being too distracting. 
<laughs> oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's do you want your notes back by the way? God you forbid. Notes? God no, he gave them to me so oh. I could like we did that thing later. Like yeah, there's your notes. <laughs> are, we, are, are we still recording? Yeah, we're recording. I didn't want to be rude and shake my water on the episode. <laughs> oh, you can shake water. It's just him fucking like seriously. Oh, do you want to hear shit like rattling around in my goddamn body? Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like, "Hold on guys, I'm going to take a piss right here." <laughs> You know what I mean? I do have an empty glass. So. Right. So, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. God, I don't know. It's, yeah. Hey, guys, I'm going to go to the bathroom, and the mic's coming with it. <laughs> Bonus. Right. Behind Stra- the scenes. Strap in. Leftover leftovers. I'm gonna, okay, stopping. We'll come right back, and we're going to read your fucking emails. Blow your blow your nose to your heart's content, Dave. When I hit stop, you can seriously you can just blow and blow and blow. Shell's got me covered. I'm good. Yeah, she's cool with it. Shell's got me covered. <laughs> what a fucking asshole! Damn it! I wish we had recorded that. What we are in a video re- that? Oh. oh no, my face. Yeah, I wasn't watching. I was. God damn it! It was good. Fucking gold. <laughs> You don't even know. I had to pull the old periscope up this episode for a minute. <laughs> we, we need like we need like Jake's point of view, Brian's point of view, Dave's point. We need all our point of views on video. Oh yeah, we everybody needs to have a GoPro on. You don't even fucking know. Dave can have one like strapped to his fucking nose. We call it a nose pro. Here I am blowing it. <laughs> Let me blow my camera real quick. Perfect. He, like he's like it's like it's like it's like when Frank's gone, like Frank will belch. Right. Oh, here's yeah, here's a good opportunity for me to belch on the show. Yeah. You're giving him a lot of shit for that though. And then like Dave is just like, oh, you know what? Shell's iTunes review. Yeah. And goodest point as any, I okay. guess, to fucking blow my nose. <laughs> at least like, like I don't believe it, but Frank has the the belch ninja line where he didn't know it was coming. And right. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can totally control whether yeah. or not you're gonna fucking blow your right. nose. Yeah, that's true. Like, that's I, true. I can buy. Maybe the belch just came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, like, <laughs> like had I had like I stopped, I hit stop. Yeah, and then Dave's like, "Oh, thank God, you finally hit stop. I gotta blow my nose," yeah. and then and then then blows his nose. But Dave's just like, "Oh, what's that show about Quinlan Boss?" <laughs> <laughs> Let me spice up this five star review. Best deal I've ever right there. <laughs> Fuck these listeners. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was good shit. Oh man, I'm gonna get criticized for that. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send, send us more emails about Jay's laugh. Yeah. What the fuck is fuck your problem? I want that guy having fun. <laughs> yeah. And this guy's fucking blowing his goddamn nose, and I get fucking emails like, "Oh, thank you, Dave, for your fucking comic book yeah. corner." <laughs> I want Jay's laugh as my fucking text tone. Yeah. yeah exactly. Fuck these listeners. Yeah, fuck these listeners that hate Jay's laugh. Go what fuck yourself. The, what is the Deal. I know. What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to have a good time. His his laugh makes me cringe. You're a fucking pussy. You're a fucking pussy. First world fucking problems for yeah. you. Jay's laugh. Jay's laugh. Go fuck yourself. And fuck your fake honesty. You don't give us five stars and then tell you tell us things make you cringe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not a five star fucking podcast if you cringe during it. Exactly. Drop us down to one if you hate Jay's laugh. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> I love his laugh. What is the problem? Oh, you know, I gotta get this off my chest. Yeah. Jay's laugh. No, I go fuck.
fuck off. I've been thinking about this. Yeah, I've been thinking about, yeah, I've been stewing about this one. I, I got some well-formulated thoughts. Not about as much as this guy over here blowing his fucking nose on my <laughs> podcast. That's what your fucking, your iTunes review is the equivalent of Dave fucking blowing his goddamn nose on my fucking podcast. That's how much your fucking review meant to me. Five star. Drop me down to goddamn one. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Nobody's paying me and fucking mattress fucking, uh, money. No. Hot sauce money. <laughs> Audiobook money. Audiobook money. Hot sauce money. Hot sauce money. <laughs> Get yourself. Stop this shit. Go get a drink. Download uh, this Audible book and use the code PCL uh, when you check out. Use the code Jay's Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> use, use the code Dave Snot. <laughs> Dave Snot. You're going to get a bonus book. At checkout, you'll get a, yeah, we'll send you a fucking uh, Kleenex uh, packet too. So if you're listening, give us an iTunes review. Five stars. Maybe we'll abuse you too. Absolutely. Most likely we fucking will. If they give us five stars and then tell us what makes them cringe. Yeah. If they're dishonest, lying fucking oh, yeah. D-bags. Yeah, fuck, the, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy having fun. Yeah. Fuck this guy laughing and reacting to shit. Five stars. But you know what I hate? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> Jay, I love your laugh. I th- thank yeah, you. Yeah, and, and Jay loves you fucking blowing your goddamn nose, Dave. <laughs> Jay, love Jay, it. That's, hear that yeah, laugh? Yeah, yeah. Well, if, if I shoot snot out all over the place, I'm looking right at Jay. You've so been I, careful. I, I bet, I bet he's, he is thankful. He has been careful. There's no extra what snot. What's going through your head? Other than snot snot at 50 miles a goddamn hour Most in the fucking snot. tissue. <laughs> This is a good opportunity, as any, I guess, to blow my nose during Shell Zeman's fucking uh, five-star rating of our show. That's how you pay respect every fucking week when I play an intro, too. Yeah, blow your nose during the five-star review that's talking about cringing during Jay's laugh. Exactly. Then maybe I won't mind so much. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Get a drink. Stop this shit. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'm stopping it. We'll be right back. Greetings, Leftover Army. Pop Culture Leftovers is the people's podcast. They're always looking for new writers and YouTube reviewers to join the team because they themselves aren't talented enough to write them. In all honesty, they're not even sure Frank can read. But their listeners can. So send your reviews to popcultureleftovers at gmail.com and if the leftovers like it, they'll contact you and you could see your article featured on popcultureleftovers.com. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Leftover Army. You should follow the leftovers on Instagram at Instagram.com slash PopCultureLeftovers and on Tumblr at PopCultureLeftovers2.tumblr.com. If you get a few shots of vodka in you, it's almost as sexy as my voice. That's gangster. Hey, we're back. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. We're back. <laughs> Jake and Dave are still out in the porch. They have no idea that we've yeah. started the episode. Right. I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to start without them. I'm sick of waiting on them. Dave's probably out there clearing the sentences anyway out in your front lawn. <laughs> out there fucking blowing his nose and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Prometheus. It's <laughs> <laughs> out there fertilizing your lawn. That's okay. Fucking sinuses and shit. I was looking like shit. <laughs> God damn it, waiting for these guys. Yeah. What are they out there doing? Yeah. Jake's looking at his phone, talking about something. Chit-chatting. Dave's, now who knows what the fuck Dave's saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Some kind of controversy. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Pause and wait for those fuckers to come back in. <laughs> it's not like Jake will ever listen to this. No, he doesn't care. Oh, here comes Dave. Oh. 
power, yeah. power female. How's that? How's that news working? Oh, he's gonna go to the bathroom. Just gonna re- take a new D. Sinuses are good now. He's gonna clear out the other end. Yeah, clear out the other <laughs> end. <laughs> <laughs> Prometheus. Is that what it went like? (laughs) Yeah, this is the episode. (laughs) I'm going to pause. All right, whole crew's back. Yeah, everybody's back. Jake and Dave. Hey, buddies. How you feeling, Dave? How's uh Clear? Clear and clean. You good? I'm good. What podcast are you listening to? <laughs> I mean, what? No, seriously. What podcast are you guys listen to where they clear their fucking sinuses out on the fucking episode? Pop culture leftovers. <sighs> but should that be happening? On <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, we, I mean, there's a lot of shit that we do that we probably shouldn't do. But is that one of them? Are we? Are we? Are we on that level now? Never again. It'll happen again. I think this is like the second or third time you've done it. Honestly, I think you've done it before. Third time's a charm. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's time for some emails from the leftover army. So oh. we're going to be here for the next three hours. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking emails. Here we go. <laughs> Actually, we're going to be here for the next three hours listening to this bumper from Kevin Sparenberg. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Sparenberg. <laughs> You've got mail. It's not spam. <laughs> I got mail! Yay! I got mail! Yay! Master, I have mail for you. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. <laughs> it's now time for the leftovers to dig way, way down deep into their sack of mail. <laughs> what? Huh? What? That was the first time I ever fell asleep on the show. <laughs> Not new territory for Dave, but he actually had to fucking wake me up there. Where are we? Oh, Jay's house. Wake me up. First email comes from Finn Dietz Creek, and this is in response to you last week, Jay. No, when I called him a tough guy? When you called him scrawny. (laughs) Oh. And that he wouldn't be able to compete in the PCL Hunger Games. Mm. It's titled Fuck Jake. Is it really? I like that title. It's titled Fuck Jake. <laughs> you, you Basically, you know what I mean? A 15-year-old titled his first email to you, Jake, specifically to you as Fuck Jake. Who's raising this kid? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not us. Dave's like, he needs, sounds like he needs an empowered female in yeah. his life. <laughs> For once, I agree with Dave. <laughs> Says, hey, leftovers and Frank. Jake, go fuck yourself. Whoa, goddamn feet. Finn. Seriously, though. <laughs> Jay mispronounced his name. What did you call him? <laughs> Fee. What did you call him? I called him Fee, god damn Fee? <laughs> yeah. Fuck Fee? you, Jay. Coming next week. I meant Finn. <laughs> I meant Finn. His name is one fucking syllable. <laughs> and you fuck up one syllable? I did. I did. How can you fuck up one syllable? I can do it. I may have, <laughs> I I may have called him Scrawny, but at least I called him by the correct name when I called Help him Help me, Brian. <laughs> Help me. Help me, bro. <laughs> You'll get that later. <laughs> seriously, seriously, though, just because I'm young doesn't mean I wouldn't stand a chance. The Hunger Games is more of a mental thing anyway. This episode, this week's episode was great, guys. Keep up the mediocre work. So, you know what I mean? Like, 
he comes out there. He says you know, he's got to get it off his chest. Yeah. And he's like, fuck you, Jake. His little tiny chest. I knew you were going to Oh. <laughs> I knew you were going to say something. His girly man chest. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then you know he finishes off and he says like this episode was great guys keep up the mediocre work and look what you do yeah. you fucking blow your nose all over his fucking email <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far with I it. know <laughs> what kind of an asshole would do <laughs> that far. I, I just said he was scrawny I didn't completely disrespect the guy <laughs> I know what, what kind of an asshole does that shit <laughs> this guy this guy <laughs> somebody seriously we need a ball gag for Dave yeah, a mute button. I got That's, one in the car if you need me to put it on. Ah, yeah, just keep those sinuses open for us. Yeah, I'm afraid of the smell. Yeah. <laughs> or I'd say yes. Next email comes from Reese from Liverpool, England. He says, "Oh yeah, let me let me okay, let me explain this email. Last week, remember uh, Jim? He was the Age of Ultron guy. Oh, how our, could I forget? On our yeah, on uh, popcultureleftovers.com. What I did not realize." <laughs> What I didn't realize, though, is that it doesn't actually give you his email address mm. on the page. But I gave it to you anyway, so yeah. fuck it. So Reese, actually, he wrote Jim an email, and he uh, CC'd us on it. Oh, nice. And this is actually to Jim. It says, hi, Jim. Nice review on popcultureleftovers.com. I would love to know your real thoughts on Age of Ultron. Because let's be honest, rants on the movie, it was crap. Even the director admitted it was shit. Literally the worst Marvel movie to date. Yes, even over Iron Man 2. Do you want to know why? Well, I am going to tell you anyway, because this film sold us with its trailers saying it was going to be dark, serious, and mean something. Instead, we got a stupid robot in Ultron and Avengers who said again and again how no one, uh, how no one is dying. But then again, the Avengers were so CGI, cough, cough, Hulk. Fuck it, I would rather watch Star Wars, The Phantom Menace again, than that pile of shit. <laughs> if you have good reason why I should buy Age of Ultron and watch it on DVD, please tell me, because God, I would rather spend my time reading the comic than watching that shit again. And that is saying something. Reese from Liverpool, England. So he hated Jim's fucking uh, comments on our page, and he also hated Age of Ultron, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. And The Phantom Menace and the Age of Ultron comic. <laughs> Pretty much everything you love. Yeah, Jake. Jesus. Wow. What, does that say? what does that say about you, Jake? <laughs> that I'm smarter than most of our listeners? Oh. Oh, <laughs> oh wait a minute. <laughs> I just said that to make Dave groan. The champion of listeners. <laughs> Do you guys remember our email last week from Sage? Yes. Mm. Who could forget? Sage, Frank thought he was a girl. Yes. yes. From the name. Right. Controversial. Mm controversial and it turned into this email <laughs> thanks for answering my email even though it just ended up being an existential epiphany about how feminine my name truly is <laughs> fuck either way i just wanted to say that i've listened to many other podcasts some for years and i've always felt like i was just an audience member not truly part of the show the quick feedback to my email is kick ass and I'm officially joining the Leftover Army. I'm going to college in Brooklyn for writing and plan on writing for you guys at some point in time. Thanks, fellas. P.S. Brian, fuck you Oh, for turning my compliment about the show length into supposed dick cravings. <laughs> the only penis I enjoy is my own. P.S.S. 
Miles Teller would be a badass Han Solo. Fuck you. Sage. Oh. Spicy little fucking audience member, isn't he? A little caliente. A little little caliente. Not even Greg Kelly. I'm not the one that fucking. I'm not the one that fucking gender confused you. That was fucking Frank. Yeah. I, when you when you said fuck you, I expected it to be towards Frank. I was surprised. I was. You know you. what? You know, like he said he enjoyed the length of the show, and then I went into like how he enjoyed the length and the girth, and it was just a little joke. But Frank was the one that thought you were a female listener. Yeah, that wasn't me, Sage. I don't know. I don't know where you're directing your anger. Of course, we all thought he was on crack about Miles Teller being Han Solo. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. I know. So, we'll talk about Miles Teller later. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, a little bit later. Anyway, fuck you too, Sage. <laughs> Paprika's better. Oh. Take that. Oh. God damn, digging deep. Next email comes from my boy, Daniel Murphy. Daniel Murphy, he likes the Raid movies. If I could get one of these guys to watch the fucking Raid movies. Dave, you've seen the Raid, haven't you? Yep. And you've seen the Raid too? Mm-hmm. God, I could, I could seriously, seriously, I could, I could hand Jake and Jay a check for $1 million and it could be like, <laughs> and in, in the fucking memo field, it could be like, this is yours. You can cash on contingent that you watch the Raid. And then on Jay's check, it will also say Ex Machina and John. <laughs> Damn and it. John Wick. Did you not watch either of those shows? I've watched some of Ek Machina. Some. <laughs> some. How did you not finish it? How could you even watch ten minutes of that? <laughs> Brian, I, I put it in, and I've I've watched the menu. <laughs> Mind-blowing. Multiple times, the menu has skipped over. <laughs> I've watched that menu. As menus tend to do. Menus tend to do. <laughs> Looping menus. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Do you own the raid? I don't own the raid. Uh, I was gonna say. Hey, have you looked for it on Netflix? I did. Oh, did you? I've seen the first raid, guys. You've never talked about I've it. I've seen the first raid. How long did it take you to watch it, though? At least a month <laughs> after it came out. People told me to watch it. <laughs> it was great. Fucking raid was great. Yeah, loved the raid. Frank would watch it if it was called Panty Raid. <laughs> <laughs> or if it was about Raiden. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Raiden. Mm. Daniel Murphy, he's my... Yeah, he remembers the episode where I got drunk and I kept calling him my boy that yeah. loved the fucking Raid. Your boy. That's a callback to an old episode. <laughs> my boy. You're my boy, Blue. He said, I wanted to weigh in on this subject from episode 100. Here are my top five current favorite comics. Number, oh. Okay. Should I go from five to one or one to five? Five, five to one. Five to one. Number five, Descender. Mm. It's a new Jeff Lemire comic. Number four, Rat Queens. Mm. So, uh, guys, yeah, uh, listen to the new Comic Slobs episode. It's titled Rat Queens. Love Rat Queens. Number three, Birthright, new Joshua Williamson book. And I love that book. Absolutely. Number two, Southern Bastards. Mm. Fucking Jason Aaron. Jason Birthright. Aaron, Jason Latour. And then number one, Saga, Brian K. Vaughn. Yes. So, yeah, great list. Honorable mentions for him are Ninjak, Deadly Class, Bloodshot Reborn, and Giant Days. Now, I'm from Ninjak, that's a valiant book. Yeah. Deadly Class, that's the Rick Remender book. Bloodshot Reborn, that's the valiant uh, Jeff Lemire book. Giant Days, I'm not familiar with. <laughs> no, I never heard of that. Huh. Top five of all time from Daniel Murphy. I'll go from number five, Hellblazer. Mm. 
Number four, X-Men Volume 2. Number three, Captain Marvel Volume 6. Number two, Batman Volume 2, Court City of Owls. And then number one, another Brian K. Vaughn, Why the Last Man. Oh, it's a solid top five of all time. Yeah. Honorable mentions, Batman in Low Gotham, Shield Volume 1, uh, Charles Soule, and then, uh, and Suicide Risk. She-Hulk Volume 1? She-Hulk Volume 1. That's the slot, right? He's saying Charles Soule. Oh, that's like Volume 3. Hmm. Get your shit correct, Daniel Murphy, if you're going <laughs> to bring it to Pop Culture Leftovers, Chief. <laughs> We got Jake over here correcting your ass. Poop all over it. Yeah. <laughs> no, those are some great comic books. All right. Uh, next email comes from Anthony Stagno. Have we ever gotten an email from Anthony Stagno? I don't remember that. No. You know what? I'm going to say Anthony Stag. Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, we haven't. We haven't. Okay. We haven't gotten. It. I'm just. Okay. Yeah, I'm just I was on board. Just fucking. Him. <laughs> Jay just doesn't recognize the true pronunciation. Yeah, of his I'm name. cool with right. it. Right. Jay, Jay, Jay called him something else. <laughs> Somewhere Stagno, yeah. yeah. Go back to episode like uh, I don't know, 43, and Jay called him uh, Anthony uh, Stagnant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good. <clears throat> I'm getting better. Yeah, I mean, you gotta admit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I suppose. No, <laughs> no. We'll... You mispronounced Finn's name this episode. So you're, Fiend. you're not getting better. Fiend. It's like, isn't that like the, like, 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 Dave thought you, but it was the end of a French movie. <laughs> if we had a listener named Bob, you'd pronounce it boob. <laughs> Boeb. Boeb. John Boeb. John Boyega. John Boyega. I can pronounce that. All right, guys. Anthony Stagno says, hey, leftovers, dot, 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 and Frank. He's back, eh, for good this time? No, he's not here. No. He's not for good. Yay, question mark. Dot, 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 and Dave, starting at the three-hour and 58-minute mark. <laughs> Talking about you not showing up from the beginning. He says, been on board since episode 75 or so and enjoying the ride. Make sure I'm recording this fucking stupid shit. Yeah, I am. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, being just up the road from you guys in Chicago, I feel a strong sense of kinship. You guys feeling that? I, yeah, I feel it. It's like I, my, he's like my brother. <laughs> I wonder. No, I wonder. Like when, like, like when Dave blew his nose. If like on the other end, he felt it. Like in a sensate moment, he, he felt a little. He felt deeper. it hit his face a little bit. Right. Like he was like, "What is that shit on the side of? Uh, what is going on here? Is this three D post effects? Right. Yeah. That was really. I feel something like rude and uh, inconsiderate going on right, right now. <laughs> yeah. Something that should not be happening right now is happening right now. I can't put my finger on it. Right. Trying to say something important. Yeah. And then just a little... Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Nice sound effect. Thanks. Yeah. I've been working something on that. <laughs> Instead of laughing, just do some random sound effect. Yeah. The <laughs> listeners would appreciate that. Right. Yeah. Like it a little better. I cringe when Jay does Foley work on people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Toss it. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> Wanted to reach out because of the love and mercy review from last week. Uh, I am at Odds Bodkins on Twitter. Don't tweet much at all anymore, but really wanted to. And mentioned the beautiful Dreamer documentary. Hopefully you had time to check it out. I haven't. I had to prepare this 
Fantastic Four review. It's something that I'm definitely going to want to check out. Uh, he says, I have yet to see Love and Mercy, which pains me because I love that era of the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Smile and Pet Sounds being two of my favorite albums of all time. They, along with the friendly rivalry they had with the Beatles, lifted up and changed music in the late 60s. The Beach Boys often get a bad rap because most people associate them with cheesy surfer pop. Then Pet Sounds hit and that upped the game. The Beatles responded with Sgt. Pepper and then the whole musical landscape was forever changed. Not sure how big of music buffs you guys are, but there are such, there was such a shift after that, similar to what happened right after Nirvana's Nevermind came out. You had everyone trying to record their version of Sgt. Pepper's, including some amazing psych pop efforts from bands you'd never think could pull off that sound, like Frank Sinatra, The Four Seasons, and Paul Revere, and The Raiders. It's one of my favorite subgenres of music. The world needs to know the musical genius of Brian Wilson and all that he did in the studio by basically inventing new ways to record and layer sound. The guy could hear a whole symphony in his head before a note was even recorded and knew where every piece should go all while recording most everything separately. Truly a savant. And they really portrayed that well in the film. Like I want to see that right I'm not bad. musically inclined at all. At all. And me watching this movie, it was like I was just like watching like you know, like like somebody at the top of their fucking game. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, I even get like the genius that is Brian Wilson and like how he fucking can see like music and hear it in his head before it's even put out. You know, it's just amazing. It was an amazing movie. Yeah, I've got that stereo remaster mix of Pet Sounds. And oh, man, I listen to that once a month still. It's one of my favorites. Anyway, thank you for providing an outlet for me to talk about this. Love the show. Brian, appreciate all the hard work and effort that goes into a five to seven hour show, which also means you can add on another half day of exporting, uploading, and posting the file. He knows what's up. Totally true. (laughs) I missed Jay on the first go around, but love what he brings to the fold. And that ends the sentence. He doesn't go on about your laugh. Right. He doesn't hate it. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, I'm going to make some fucking bullshit comments that I should probably keep to myself <laughs> instead of making myself out to be a fucking asshat and make fun of like one of my best friends for the last 30 fucking years. Laugh suck. Fuck you. I've known you for five <laughs> seconds through your fucking review, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> Drop me down to a one star. I don't give Dave's a nodding. He agrees. That listener should go fuck himself. Jake, <laughs> yeah. a fucking laugh. Get over. Fuck off. Yeah, laugh a little. Jake, glad you're back full time and have put recent shit behind you. You offer a great sense of balance to the group. I also thoroughly enjoy Dave. God damn it. (laughs) Done. I'm done. Done with your email. Credibility. Out the window. I also enjoy Dave and hearing his phlegm whip around on your fucking episodes. (laughs) That's some fucking enjoyable shit, isn't it? (laughs) Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. God damn it. Anyway, he says, I also thoroughly enjoyed Dave as I was a lapsed comic reader for 20 years. Got back in for a decade, mostly indie books, and I'm now currently on hiatus again. It's nice to hear what's going on, and in any case, I get the itch to dive back in. Oh, and you guys pimping milk and cheese recently? Fuck yes. Yeah. And Frank, you're like the green Skittle. People spend the whole time eating around them until that's all there's left, but we still finish them off and even sort of take a sick enjoyment out of it. (laughs) Glad to hear you back these past few episodes. 
Which probably means you're not there right now. (laughs) Exactly. 100% correct. (laughs) This guy's like Miss Cleo. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm writing this before I finish 101, but in case you didn't review it there, I hope you guys review Wet Hot American Summer, first day at camp soon. If you liked the movie, the show is just as good. Be well, and thanks for the hours of entertainment each and every week from Anthony Stagno. Now, Jay... I know that um, – have you been watching Wet Hot American Summer, the new the new Netflix series? Yeah, I watched the whole thing. Okay. Well, yeah. that's something maybe you can bring up on Good Pop, Bad Pop next week. Yeah, for sure. And I have a confession to make here on the podcast. Right now? I have never seen the movie. At this moment? At this moment. I've never seen the movie. I'm in the same camp. What? Yeah. yeah. I've never seen uh, Wet Hot American Summer. I've had it on my DVR before and never watched it. And I know the talent that's involved. Mm-hmm. I know it's got David uh, David Hyde Pierce. I know it's got like a bunch of people from uh, the state. Yeah. I know it has uh, Bradley Cooper. I know who's involved in this. Christopher Maloney is in it, right? Yeah. Is Amy Poehler in it too? Yeah. Yeah. And I know sure. who's involved. And I still have. N- I started it one time and never finished it. And I need to get on it. I need to watch it to, I know it's on Netflix, so I need to watch it and so at least like know if I like it or not, if it's something like if I want to watch the series. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Like, I, I think the series was way funnier than the actual well, movie. Let's talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. We will. Okay. We'll yeah. talk about it next week. I want, yeah. People be, are going to hate on me for that. Well, but. I've been hearing that from a few people. No, they're going to hate on you for your fucking laugh. Yeah. That's all laugh. we fucking hear about. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's laugh. Yeah. yeah Joe, if Jay likes Wet Hot American Summer, don't watch it with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You got you to gotta hear that fucking thing. Yeah. Oh my god! So infuriating. Oh my god! <laughs> Fucking hashtag first world problems. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's a good thing. I think that's a that's a good thing. I want I want to hear your thoughts after you've watched the series and then maybe. Well, I want to watch the movie. I should watch the movie first, though, right? I don't agree. You don't need the movie. I I think you should watch the series and then watch the movie. Well, I think it's I I I don't know. I don't I, and I, I'm not speaking from experience, but I, I like I kind of want to watch it like with the way that everybody else did because like okay, what I'm hearing like I'm not completely ignorant to it. Mm. Like what I'm hearing is like the, it's a prequel to Wet Hot American Summer, so it's like supposed to be like set like ten years before. Yeah, but like all the actors are older now, so they look older in the show, and that's what kind of makes it funny, right? Exactly. It's because they blatantly look older, yet they're trying to play that they're younger. <laughs> it, it makes no sense, and it's supposed to be kind of funny in a way. And it's like, I kind of like want that, though. You know, I want to watch, like, I want to, you know what I mean? I kind of want to watch, like, fucking, like, Star Wars. You should always watch, you know, four, five, and six first, and yes. then watch the prequels. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, but you're telling me, you're telling me different. Yeah. I, I think it's funnier once you see the setup to the original movie. But, but, but like, Underst- like, don't you think that y- you have maybe appreciated it more because you already knew the characters from the movie? No, no. Really? I, I, I told honestly, like, and again, people are going to rip me to shreds, but I did not like it as much as when I saw this series. I did not like it. So you look back fondly more upon the movie now that you now, watched the series. Yeah, now that I've seen the series and the prequel. But see, I think, that, okay, I, I, I can understand, like, that's your opinion, but, like, this movie had to have been something for them to make a series out of it. There had to be people out there that, like, watched the movie and loved it, and, like, they, they clamored for a sequel, but instead of getting a sequel, now we're getting a series. Yeah. Well, so there had to be, there has to be, like, a group of people that, like, oh, this is a cult classic, I love this. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it it was kind of like the 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 movie itself was kind of out there and yeah. like I'm kind of out there too so it wasn't like I didn't understand your, your laugh is out there yeah apparently. it wasn't like I didn't understand the humor of it like I yeah. got the humor of it that it was zany and out there but yeah. at the same time like this sets it up so well okay and I know a lot of people don't like it. <laughs> I know a lot of people that like the original and they don't like the 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 series that they've done. But to me, it's like it, it sets it up so well that it's so much more funnier when you come back and watch it again mm. as opposed to watching it the first time. Okay. I'm still up in the air on how I'm going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of great comedies are like that, though. Like the first time you see it, you're like, yeah, it was okay. Then you watch it like five or six times. Yeah. I hated Anchorman. The no, first I time, Anchorman too. The first time I watched it, I hated it. The second time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of humorous. So there, I, 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 I like it in chunks. Like Napoleon Dynamite, I like certain scenes, but like watching it as a whole, I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. But like if I just watch certain scenes, I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. I had that experience with Spinal Tap. Like when I was like 14, 15, yeah. I didn't really understand right. what was funny about Spinal Tap. Yeah. And now I think it's one of the most fucking hilarious things ever. Oh, Spinal Tap's great. Yeah. 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 I think it's kind of the same thing. Like when I when I saw the prequel, I understood better the movie itself. And mm. it, it's like again, I'm not stupid. Fucking, I've grown up on the state. I've grown up on John Stewart's show. I've yeah, grown- so it's not like you haven't been exposed to this comedy. Yeah, before. I I get that it comes out of fucking nowhere and it's fucking ridiculous. But like this, yeah, this like solidified <sighs> it for me that okay, I understand the fucking movie now. It's it's solidified as funny as shit. But it took that. It took that for me, at least. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about the good pop, bad pop next week. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to find time to like maybe watch a few episodes of the first, maybe of the show, or maybe I'll just decide to watch the movie first. I don't know. I don't know. I'm still torn on what I should do. It's a real short series, right, Jay? Like seven, eight episodes? It's eight episodes. Okay. Yeah. Are they half hour or an hour? Yeah. yeah, they're like a half an hour. That's good. That's perfect. Yeah. Next email, because they never end. <laughs> they never end. This is the segment that never ends. I don't know how Dave's still with us at this moment. Yeah. Still awake. It's unbelievable. Barely hanging. Look at him. Look at, doesn't he look tired? <laughs> no, seriously, look at him. Oh, look at him. He's trying. He's trying to. Oh, I'm alert. Why Bullshit. do those look like balls? Is that just me? Am I drunk? And those just look like balls. What looks like balls? The feet. This is not a visual medium. I'm not going to glorify it. What's going on? But those look like balls. I, I still didn't catch what looks like balls. The feet. Oh, See, it's not oh, a visual medium. Our oh. listeners have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah. They're just like, is Jay going to laugh and am I going to hate it? Or is Jay going <laughs> to laugh and am I going to love it? So I'm definitely going to laugh. All right. Next email comes from Rob Lopez. Mm. Rob says, hey, leftovers, dot, 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 and Frank, dot, 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 or Dave, dot, 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 or, ev- or whoever, dot, 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 fuck it. Oh. Just sending an email to say hi. And just make your email section a little longer. <laughs> so I'll go hi. eat a bag of dicks now. Dot, 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 bye. Dot, 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 bye. So, thank right. you, Rob. That's a good email. Thanks. <laughs> Hope you nom, nom, nom those fucking dicks. Enjoy them. Enjoy them. Gobble them dicks. Gobble them dicks up. <laughs> John Butler sends us an email. Hey, Bri. I'm driving around out here. 
Oh, yeah. This is in response. Remember last week I read the email from He's Shane. emailing while driving? Is he calling you Bry, second of all? I'm driving around out here. For, yeah, I guess he's emailing. Yes and, and yes. Okay. <laughs> wow. Damn, this guy's got talent. He's on a Bry name basis? Yeah, Bry. I don't even call him Bry. No. He's got I, – I don't know. Some people have like my personal email. It's fucked up. John's one of those people that have found my personal email. Wow. Whoa. There's a few people like every once in a while I'll get like – I published my personal email like on one of our fucking – Somewhere I did somewhere along the line. Some people have it. Every once in a while, I'll get it, like in my personal email. I'm and, saving this email for the future. And John's yeah. got like my personal email. Hey, bro. Yeah, it, like comes to my personal email. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't come to comments at popcultureleftovers.com. It doesn't come to our Gmail. It like comes straight to like my personal email. What up, bro? It's kind yeah. of yeah. You creep me out a little bit, John. I don't know yeah. how you do that. <laughs> Kind of like listen to Jay's laugh. <laughs> yeah, just, dri- just driving around trying to find your house, Bry. <laughs> <laughs> You're my guy, Bry. I feel very close to you. Like I'm outside right now. You guys remember the email that I read last week uh, from uh, Shane's anger? Yes. Yeah, and there's like there's a lot of. I mean, he ranked us. Oh yeah, that remember email. that? Remember that? that he email. ranked us. Yeah. And, uh, Frank and his goofballs. Well, see, the thing is, like, I, I thought when I read it, I thought, like, you know, like, we, you know, I didn't know, I, I thought when I read it, because, like, I want us to just be real and, like, read things and just, like, get, like, honest reactions so we can just, like, you know, maybe, like, if, if Frank wanted to fucking, like, rip on this guy, but it almost sounded like when Frank heard this, like, kind of Frank was just like, oh, whatever, fuck you, blah, 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 and, like, you know, I felt bad for reading it afterwards. No, you were trying to do a good thing. You were trying to put Sank up, Frank Frank up on his soapbox <laughs> and have Frank go to fucking town on this guy. Sank yeah, it just didn't, it, it just didn't work out that way, dude. What did you call him? Sanko I, 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 or something? I don't know what the Sanka? fuck. Sanka. Sanka. Like, that's like the caffeine-free coffee, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> it reminds every time I hear of Sanka, I, I remember that line. Wayne's World. No, it was um, it was uh, best time at Ridgemont High, and like their their fucking like biology teacher. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, you have to forgive me. I didn't drink my Sanka this yeah. morning. <laughs> Do they even make that shit anymore? No, Sanka. Yeah. They don't. They don't make Sanka anymore. Oh, wow. it's really dangerous. Dating ourselves. Very now. dated. Yeah. Made out of formaldehyde. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. But but John. John, John, he was, you know, we had some listeners and they, they, they heard that email. They heard this guy Shane and they heard him talking shit against one of the, one of the people on the podcast, yeah. Frank. And, you know, Frank's hopped up on goofballs and blah, 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 blah. John Butler says, Hey, Bri, driving around out here for work and I was listening to you read Shane's email on 101. What an asshole. <laughs> Shane, I mean, you opened yourself up for this. I mean, yeah. you you sent me an email, and you open you kind of open yourself up for this, you know. When you fucking send an email like that, and I read it, I mean, the army can respond. That's just kind of like what we do here. Yeah. And so here we go. He says, "What an asshole! Something is wrong with that guy." I, for one, would appreciate it if you wouldn't read his emails anymore. Wow. The guy is a jerk. You're all number one in my book, along with the rest of the true army. Excellent episodes. Congrats on 100. I got to get back on the road. Johnny B. Nice. Wow. I would oh, no. say that you that did. is the only email that I got regarding this, but it's not. I thought you were going to say you had another Shane's anger email. I do. Oh. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Next email comes from Greg Pagano. Hey, Leftovers and the Leftettes. There's no left ass. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah we've never. There are dancers. Yeah. Never clarified that. <laughs> All right. The girls from the porch. <laughs> I think maybe he's talking about Dave. 
<laughs> I'm a proud member of the left hats. <laughs> More like the left outs. Yeah. <laughs> Sassy. Sassy this episode. Yeah. Greg Pagano says, I always, I always enjoy the show. I always enjoy the show, but the last few weeks of your podcast have been amazing. Whoa. Yeah. Damn right, you motherfucker. I've laughed. I've cried. I've shit myself. Are you serious? The last one may not have been your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Dave blew his fucking nose in this episode. So yeah, it's like we got the full fucking spectrum. Keep the mic away from his ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, the reason for my email is because one of your three million emails inspired me to rank the leftover army. Oh no. I'm not sure how many people are in the army, so I used the best barometer I could think of. Facebook followers, which, as of this email, are 861. After I ranked all 861, I realized you probably didn't have time to read them all, so I just hit the highlights. Here it goes. Number one, Dan West. This one seemed obvious. Awesome videos and GIFs and commentary. Number seven, Jake Harmon's beard. (laughs) The coolest beard ever to tweet. Number 13, Ashley Deriveter. Glorious Pegasus Unicorn. Cosplaying badass. Nobody's got that. 19. Finn Deets Creek. Yeah. This kid is wise beyond his years. 33. Andrew Peck has contributed some great content on the show and social media. Number 34. David Isaac. See above. Number 50. Steve. League of Geeks. He says, love the geeks. Number 58, Jake Harmon. So basically, his beard's like 40 spots above. He says, not as cool as his beard. But he birthed it, so that has to count for something. Harmon shaved his beard recently on his Facebook. I disagree here. He says, number 82, Pete Neen. Oh, Pete's in the top 10. Pete's in the top 10, absolutely. (laughs) Pete Neen, fucking hilarious. He would have ranked higher, but he disappeared on us for a while. Not cool. So he's talking about when Pete sent us the email, talking about how he'd been gone for a while. Oh, that's not fair. And then how back. come Peck's so high? Yeah, Peck hasn't Where been. Where the fuck's Peck? Huh? He's not been around. It's true. Number 106, Aaron Claude Miller. I've never heard I've never heard it, but I love the name of his podcast. It's Nerd Porn, yeah. and you guys need to listen to Nerd Porn. I listen every week. so it's- It cracks me up that Facebook shut him down for a while because of his podcast name. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um and he said, remember how earlier he said, uh, this, uh, this list goes through 861. Yeah, does he have the 861th? Mm hmm. Shane's anger. Nice. He's kind of a judgmental dick, right? <laughs> that's all I got. Thanks for all the nonsensical crap, Greg Pagano. Yeah, that's interesting. <clears throat> Very interesting. A bit accurate. Yeah. <laughs> I say Dan West. He said so- yeah, Shane said something about your fucking laugh, Jay. I know. Yeah, he did. I think Dan West and Pete Neen are battling for that number one spot. Oh, I know. I know. That's the real fucking Hunger Games right there. I, I, Dan, Dan killed it with the video, though, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <sighs> but Pete's, Pete's always got my fucking back when it comes to fucking Man of Steel. Yeah. That's Every cool. time, dude. Every time you fucking get out of line and shit, Pete's there to fucking <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's got my back and shit, and I love Pete for that. And Pete. Pete's coming to the Star Wars movie? What the, where the fuck have you been? That's Dan. Yeah, that's Dan. That's why my point. That's your le- you're left out. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Well, clean up you're there. not even coming to the, <laughs> you're not even coming to the Star Wars movie, Dave. So what are you talking about? <laughs> Dan, you're number one in my book, buddy. Kiss it. Whatever. Chelsea's your number one. Shut up. 
I'm sorry, Dan, but you being Dave's number one just knocked you off of your number one. Exactly. <laughs> Pete, you're not number one. You're number one, Pete. Sorry about that, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Dave just had to open his big fucking mouth. Go blow your nose. <laughs> Next email comes from Tim Arnold. Dear Pop Culture Leftovers, I hope this reaches you all. I'm a new member to the Army. Mm. So we got a new member. Nice. Time for the hazing. I love hearing. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I love hearing from new members, though. Like, new people listening to this thing. Fresh blood. (laughs) New blood. Been listening for a few months and wanted to drop you guys a line. To get real for a quick minute, I want to thank you guys. Being in a dark place a few months ago and engaging in a war with some pretty nasty demons... I felt like I didn't have anyone and anywhere to go to. I stumbled across Pop Culture Leftovers by some weird chance on iTunes and was hooked from the first couple of minutes. You guys were there for me without even knowing it and helped take my mind off the demons so I could beat them without even knowing. You provided the ultimate distraction so I could get my life in order. Recently, I've made some friends with some members of the army by just sending a random friend request. And I was lucky enough to not have them think I was some kind of weirdo. It's nice to be able to talk to some like-minded folk. So thank you to the Army for your acceptance and friendship. It really means a lot. Just so you guys know, you're touching people. And not in the creepy way Frank (laughs) wants to touch people. (laughs) Just kidding, Frank. You're a good dude. Which brings me to business. Oh, man. Lots of Shane's, Shane's anger responses. I'd like to offer my services to defend Frank's honor in the inaugural PCL Hunger Games. Frank's a good cunt. (laughs) (laughs) And that shit sipper known as Shane's Anger crossed the line with the bullshit email last week. Really? Who is that cock-knocking cock-gobbler? That's a lot of cocks to say anything about anybody on the show. I don't give two shits how angry he is, regardless that he's apparently angry enough to give his anger some name like Shane. (laughs) <laughs> Who does that? So the gauntlet is thrown. I want a showdown with this cotton-headed ninny muggins. I, I, I fucked that up. <laughs> I, I really wanted to get through that. Cotton-figgin' niggy muggins. <laughs> cotton-headed niggy. You wouldn't have got through I, cotton. No. You would have fucked up cotton. I'd be like, Coton. You would have fucked up Tim. Yeah. <laughs> time. <laughs> the beginning of the email starts, it starts with Tim. Time. Cut picking niggy fuckings. This one's from Time Arnold. Uh, I want a showdown with this cotton headed ninny muggins. Wow. You guys are doing a great thing and you work your asses off to put out a pretty great show. So fuck him and the horse he rode in on. I appreciate you guys and what you do. Even if Brian only likes 50% of us. That's <laughs> <laughs> still true. It's still true. I, I only like 50% of the army. At least 50. The other 50% can go fuck yourself. Strong dislike. Strong. <laughs> A low Tupperware. Keep it, keep it real, and I'm super glad you guys were only fucking around about ending this bitch. Thanks for the laughs and the knowledge, army member Tim Arnold. And... Yeah, thank you for the email. I mean, dude, he starts off, man, fucking just like talking about how like we've been for them, been there for him in a dark place and shit. That's way to, cool. Way to go for the army too for accepting yeah. his friend request right. and being friends with them and everything. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that went a lot, did a lot of help for him too. So. Absolutely. 
I love the term shit sipper too. I think I'm going to add that to my lexicon. <laughs> there you go. Not 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 so much cotton headed ninny muggins. It's okay. It's okay. I don't know if I can say that very fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was tough, dude. It was tough getting through that one. I know it's from Elf. Yeah. Yeah. I don't usually quote Will Ferrell, but it was in the email. <laughs> How the sinuses doing there, Dave? Still with us? Still clear. All right. Good. Good. Still clear. Still awake. <laughs> Fantastic. I wouldn't mind if you fell asleep, honestly, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim's not done with his email. He says, P.S. Any chance I can go by Sergeant of Arms Army member Tim, seeing as I'm ready to whoop some ass on behalf of any leftover and some dude named Frank? Odd request, I know, but I feel, but I like to feel important. I say, why not? Let's I give see. it to him. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, you know, okay, fucking Ashley, she's our glorious Pegasus unicorn. Mm-hmm. And he can be our Sergeant of Arms Army member, ready to whoop some ass. I'm yeah. cool with that. As long as you're not asking for a position someone else already has, then yeah. Right. Exactly. PSS, domesticated Dave, spelled with a bunch of numbers and letters and all thrown in there. Emoticons. If there was a Grease remake, who would you cast? Do you move... <laughs> It would, God damn it! Why are you asking these questions? Now you give Dave the fucking floor. I hate this. <laughs> you gotta listen to this fucking, and he's gonna start. Well, I do need every to use time, the restroom. Every time, every, t- every time I ask, yeah, exactly. It's a good time to use the restroom. Every time we ask him a question, he starts. So he goes, well, and then he. Uh, yeah, there you go. Jake's leaving. I love it. Dave, if there was a Grease remake, who would you cast? You musical loving fuck. <laughs> I love him too. Secret shame. <laughs> Floor is yours, Dave. Yeah. Well, I believe Zach Efron well. would be an uh, excellent Daily Zuko. Um, let's see. I don't care if this guy is a new member. Fuck you, Tim. Fuck you for this shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Tim. Yeah. How dare you do Rizzo, this? Rizzo, I think, would be played by... Um, I, would, I would cast myself as Rizzo. But um, that probably wouldn't be fair. So uh, you can't cast yourself in the movie. So let's see. Rizzo is my favorite character, so she comes to mind first. Um, let's see. Maybe I'll have to think about that one. Um, oh, God. This is where the show jumped the shark. <laughs> it was like, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Here, like, listen to this guy think. You can right. actually hear like the fucking gears turning in his fucking head. Well, I, you know, I want to give him a good answer. Um, That'll never happen, Dave. Just tell him it's not going to happen. I would like to see uh, <laughs> Taylor Swift oh, uh, play uh, uh, Danny's love interest. And Fuck my life. <sighs> I hate myself now. I mean, how far do you want me to go on this? Like, Haley Atwell, I how think, far? as a uh, Frenchie <laughs> would be great. Yeah, me too. And, awesome. um, let's see. Rizzo, Rizzo, Rizzo. <laughs> Who would you be? Longer. Yeah, you should have. Rizzo. That's the hard one. Oh, God. No, hard one is listening to you. <laughs> How about... Maybe, 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 you know, maybe if you could just... Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez definitely is the uh, as Rizzo. Oh, yeah. She's an amazing actress, Dave. You've just named some amazing talent. Zac Efron, known for his singing. Known for his fucking voice, yeah. yeah. Just the musical. What? What is he in musicals? Mm-hmm. Is he a singer? He is. Jake? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I defer to I, Jake. I can't believe he cast Zac Efron in anything. No credibility for this guy. 
Yeah, he's just in started high school musical one, two, and three. Hairspray. Well, it's fucking yeah, sick fuck. that you know this. Zach, get the f out of here. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. next. <laughs> Dave's like, Dave's like, you just, Dave's like, got me that you got served moment. Like, oh shit, dude, I know my, I know my Zach Efron films. <laughs> you got served. Yeah. When did you get neutered? Jesus, too? Brian. He's in three High School of the Musical. Yeah, he's you in three. Fucking idiot. Yeah, you fucking moron. <laughs> he's in three fucking High School musicals. Get in the game, Brian. And yeah. hairspray and hairspray. Fuck! Wow. Who's Link from Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> from hairspray. Oh, oh. I do. Thanks for your question, buddy. Sorry, I didn't have more time to think about it uh, beforehand. <laughs> oh yeah, I should have gave it to you, Dave. I should have sent you that fucking email, shouldn't I? <laughs> God forbid. I'm a horrible showrunner. No, I was just telling him I'm sorry. I didn't have uh, a better list for him. Well, maybe you can come back next week, Dave, with your fucking full list for him. Just give it a whole week. Give it a whole goddamn week, and you can come back and bore us again. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! Listeners, if you want to hear me uh, dreamcast any more emails, or uh, dreamcast any more musicals, send it to domesticateddave at gmail.com, and I'll send you my response. Yeah, and if you want a dreamcast of people on the podcast, send it to me and leave this fucking guy's name out of it, and I'll make that happen. <laughs> I'd like to say a dreamcast. Can we make that happen? <laughs> Next email comes from Whale Terabishi. Basil's younger brother. Yeah, he does the amazing food reviews. Yeah, Whale Terabishi's food reviews. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you should check him out. You should like it on Facebook. Hey, Leftovers, Whale here. It's probably been a year since I emailed you guys. But I've been listening the last couple of weeks to the people emailing in about how you guys... The leftovers and pop culture leftovers had help have helped them with their problems like depression, anxiety, etc. And I just wanted to add that add to that. I'm a 20-year-old guy and throughout my whole life I've been bedridden, bunch of painful medical issues, can't move most of my body, hooked up to a ventilator and more. So you can see why depression would also hit me hard. One of the few things that has helped me get by every week besides my faith and family is truthfully listening to you guys. Believe it or not, you guys are pretty much my pain meds. You help me forget about the pain. Frank, screw that guy. <laughs> screw that Shane guy. Oh, man. Big response for this. The huge response this awesome. week. Frank, screw that Shane guy. I don't care what anybody says. I love you. I I love you, you giant goofball. (laughs) I love your video game reviews. Please bring those back. Jake, you're the reason I get those cool monthly box subscriptions. Awesome. And I love your unboxing videos. Jay, I love your sense of humor and your laid-back self. And again, screw Shane. Your laugh makes me laugh. (laughs) So keep on laughing. Dave, you're a more bigger goofball than Frank. (laughs) But Basil and I love your passion for comic books. You're the reason we got back to reading them. Then there is our fearless leader, Brian, the guy who makes all this possible. You're an awesome dude. I love you, dude. You're like the Grinch who stole Christmas. (laughs) Such a dick sometimes, but a caring and cool dude on the inside. LOL. So I, so I wanted to say thank you for the five-plus hours of nonsensical crap. You guys are awesome. Sorry for the only email, 
But I wanted to mention one more thing. The army is truly amazing. After you guys last year talked about my page, I got a lot of army support. I want to give a special thanks to Dan and Tom West, Dana Sparenberg, Kenny Wong, Jacob Harmon, Dan Hunter, Gus Hoontight, and sorry if I forgot anybody, but these guys have been awesome, always active on my page, messaging me, checking up on me on a weekly basis. Just wanted to say thank you to all of them. I couldn't have asked for better friends. And that's from Wayel. Nice. Yeah. I love his food reviews. Anytime yeah. I know any fast food place has some new yep. fucked up sandwich or something. <laughs> He's on it, man. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see what Wayel thinks about this <laughs> shit. He's on it. Dude, it's it's crazy because like, I, I don't use Facebook for personal use. I use Facebook for the page. So... But I, I did like on my page, I did like Whale Cherubishi's food reviews and like his are always like at the top and I love reading them. And, uh, it's awesome when he's got like, you know, whatever, like, uh, yeah, Taco Bell's got like a new fucking yeah. burrito. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? They got Captain Crunch fucking donuts or whatever the yes. fuck they're doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hot dog pizza or whatever the right. fuck's going on. So yeah, definitely if you, if you want to check out Whale, uh, Terabishi's food reviews, his name is spelled W-A-E-L. That's his first name. Last name is Terabishi, which is T-A-R-A-B-I-S-H-I. Just do a search for Whale Terabishi food reviews and then you can like the page too. And, uh, dude, uh, so it's, it's amazing. Like the people that are in the army, it's like we found out this week, like Sean Lahazet, who we had on the hundredth episode, I didn't know he's like such a history buff. I know that's crazy. And like he's got his own like uh, history book coming out in September, and it's going to be on Amazon.com. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like wow, that's fucking amazing. Go to our Facebook page; you can pre-order it. So cool, man. Yeah, and we're not telling you to like Whale's page like for for sympathy. Uh, he does a fantastic job on his food reviews. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, he, he knocks it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. So, you're Dude, doing yourself a service like in his page <laughs> if, if you eat a lot of. Crappy fast food, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for your email. That's really awesome. Uh, God bless you. Uh, namaste. Blessed be. Allah Akbar. Whatever the appropriate blessing is for you. Thanks, buddy. What about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a dick slurping sound effect you can add, <laughs> you can add right here? What's wrong with him? <laughs> is this for real? It's like, like are you, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really appreciated his email. Sometimes, like, have you ever seen that movie Clifford? No. Do you remember that movie with, uh, it's with Martin Short? Oh, yeah. yes. I, I... And, and it's uh, Charles Grodin and Martin Short. And, like, sometimes, like, he looks at him, he's like, just act like a real boy. <laughs> and, like, he gives, like, a stupid look on his face, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, no, just be a real boy. And he's, I feel like that about you sometimes, Dave. Like, just, like, what's going on? For thanking him for his email? I'm, I'm totally confused. Apparently I'm Clifford. Brian's heart is two sizes too small. He just doesn't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you just confuse me sometimes, Dave. Next email comes from Sean. It's not, it's not Sean from the League of Geeks. It's not uh, Sean Lahazet. I think this is a new listener. Hi, my name is Sean. I started listening to your podcast about a month ago, and now I listen to it every day at work. I love the extended length. How about that, Dave? Somebody likes our long podcast. The, <laughs> about that. the length. Extended length. We Ex- take pills for that. Extended length. <laughs> <laughs> Title and all. <laughs> Dave doesn't like the long episodes, people. Oh. Not a big fan. Oh. oh. I've been increasing my uh, podcast <laughs> endurance. Barely. I get sleepy You're like three hours later now. 
Oh my god! Well, like what we started at like one o'clock today, and by like three forty, yeah. you look like you're ready to pass out. <laughs> I always look ready to pass out. <sighs> do you like? No, so do you like take a nap every two hours? Like what's going on there? Power nap. You power nap every like you like five minutes. You knock out and like that, what's going on? Jay's couch is very comfortable. It is. Has he ever slept on your couch? No. Before? What's he talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, inaccurate. <laughs> Inaccurate reporting. <sighs> said, I did want to add my thoughts on the MCU. I agree with you guys on how basically all it has now are cheap one-liners and spineless villains still entertaining but haven't lived up to their full potential. Also, Anson Mount would have been the perfect Batman. Hell on Wheels is very underrated in my opinion. I love that show. Also was wondering if any of you guys have seen the show Sons of Anarchy. I just got done watching it on Netflix. Probably one of my favorites. Well, thank you, Pop Culture Leftovers, and looking forward to episode to the next episode. I I don't watch Sons of Anarchy. I don't either. No, I can't I've never even see a single episode. <clears throat> Thought about it. Yeah. It's just one of those shows that like kind of got away from me, and like I just never started it. It feels like there's too much at this point, too. It's like mm-hmm. I don't want to watch five seasons of something right this moment, you know? Dave, you've seen it. Talk to me. It's a very brutal show, uh, but it, I don't think it glamorizes the lifestyle. They they definitely take the good with the bad. But it, for anybody who's uh, interested in like bike culture, it's a must watch. You hear that? Yeah. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you cast in the Sons of Anarchy musical, Dave? Oh God. <laughs> Uh, okay. I just I just want to see Charlie Hunnam start singing. That'd be great. You'd keep the same cast and just make them sing. Yo, absolutely. Here you get to listen to me think about who's going to play Jax. No, making making Ron Perlman <laughs> sing would be great. I played you this time though, Brian. You asked him. Yeah. That wasn't in the email. <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. No. Next email comes from my favorite hotel chain, Hyatt Sutton. Hyatt. Hey, Leftovers. I've been watching Sense8 based on your recommendations. Definitely a Tupperware. Just finished episode six, and I've got some questions. In the orgy scene... Wow, I love I love it. Got some questions. Okay. First, it's the orgy scene. Yeah. <laughs> Are these spoilers? Hmm? Are these going to be Sense8 spoilers? If you haven't seen... You're never going to watch yeah. it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Stop it. Stop it. No. Don't humor me. I'm not fucking... Oh, stop <laughs> it. I'm not fucking humoring you. I'm going to fucking watch Sense8. Stop it, Jake. <laughs> I don't put shit on my Netflix watch list. And You're then pushing don't the watch buttons. It. Yeah, I push the goddamn <laughs> it's, button. It's a race. <laughs> Jake, Jason. Whenever Jason, whenever Jason watches John Wick, whoever watches, if you watch Sensei, oh, I'm gonna win. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shit, I'm watching John Wick tonight. Yeah, it's gonna be a little. <laughs> Jay, Jay's gonna have both. He's gonna have John Wick no, and I'm, I'm X Machina and X Machina playing at the same time. Before we even. Brought up since <laughs> Brian, I watch, I watch both I, of them I, together. I'll run away. I don't want to hear since eight spoilers. Oh, change your mind. I never changed my mind. My mind is still where it always has been. You're getting a little defensive. Yeah, yeah little that's defensive. right. I'm getting defensive. <laughs> wow, it's, it's happening. You're get, no, it, you're getting a little upset. It's not like Jay laughed or anything. Right. <laughs> I love Jay's laugh. Jay's I laugh know. Calls I, it's me a callback to all the pissed off listeners it's to get infuriating. By his infuriating. I, I, I knew that. <laughs> all right. Jeez, everybody's a little uptight this episode. Okay, Sensei. Should I run away for the spoilers? Yes, go. Okay. Right. Don't run, don't run, run away. Don't run away. Yes, it's spoilers. Get okay, out here. run away. Yeah, get out of here. If it's, that, <laughs> if it's that scene, it's spoilers. Fuck out of here. <laughs> 
All right. Yeah. All right, Jake's gone. Come on. Shut the goddamn door. <laughs> yeah, Jesus <laughs> In the orgy scene, most of the sensates are shown to be physically having sex with others' non-sensates, uh, except for the cop and the thief. During this scene, the cop is at the gym, and the thief is at some kind of public bathhouse. Mm-hmm. At the end of the scene, the cop makes a weird face, looks around the gym, and then looks down at his lap. Are we made to think that he jizzed his pants? And if so, does that mean the thief came in the public spa? Mm. I... I didn't think about that whatsoever. I didn't think about that either. Huh. Wow. I'm saying, no, I'm saying, like, if dude jizzed his pants, then definitely the thief jizzed in the spa. Okay. Like, you can't have one without the other, right? Okay, right. I, I didn't see the thief as jizzing in anything. He was just swimming in the pool. He wasn't swimming. He was, like, laying back in the pool. Right. He was just chilling out. No, but, I mean, if they're all connected and they're all feeling the same way and they all, they're all, like, if they all orgasm. Right. Okay. Even though there's no penetration, it's kind of like uh, having like a guy having a wet dream, right? You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. I don't know. I didn't think about that whatsoever. No, he's saying like, dude, fucking, he has a weird face. He looks around the gym and then he looks down at his lap. Right? Is he looking down at his lap because he's got like a fucking heart on, or is he looking down at his lap like, oh shit, just fucking just myself? That's a then- good. That's a good point. I do. Re- I do remember that scene. Um, I don't remember the exact circumstances. Like, he was working out with his workout partner, which was his buddy, the yeah. cop, the other cop. And they were working out, and then he got all into it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it had anything to do with the thief. I think they all did have their own kind of moment. I don't think they interacted with each other necessarily. I think it was everybody had their kind of orgasmic Moment, like that's, a moment of yeah, release. That's what he's saying. That's what right. he's. That's what he's saying. I, I mean, I don't think like they had to like. I think like yeah, they all had a moment of release together at the same time. Yeah, they did. They okay, did. Then, I, I agree with that. Then yeah, so I guess we're saying that yeah, he did just his For chance, sure. and yeah, there's semen floating around in the public spa. Yeah, and he looked at himself like, "Why did I come?" That's what he. That's what he did. He was like, "Well, what the fuck am I fucking excited about?" And and that's exactly what happened. Because all of them were experiencing it at the same time. Are you in agreement, Dave? Yep. Okay. That was that was the gist I got from the yeah. scene was that they all experienced that release because it was so powerful among them. Yeah. Dave was like, you know, I did it too. Right. I came with them. <laughs> I'm sense nine. Dave was <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for not laughing there, Jay. Thank you. That You're welcome. Drove me up the fucking right. Wall. I know. Cringeworthy laughing. I keep it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> My fucking laughter. Your fucking laughter. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Jake. Jake, it's over. It's over. Here he comes. Here he comes. Oh, yeah. Speaking of come. Yep. <laughs> You're back. Are you? <laughs> All the come talk is over with. Yeah. You talking about the Cubs? No, we no. get. No, we we decided that it was okay. Everybody came. Everybody came. Yep. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm lost. <laughs> and for last week's Spider-Man discussion, I'd like them to do the death of Gwen story again. But would, could Marvel stop Sony from doing it? Thanks for the awesome podcast, guys. It's from Hyatt. 
I don't think this first solo Spider-Man movie should even include a love interest. I, no. I think they should leave Mary Jane and Gwen out of it this first this first movie. But let's say after that. That's just my personal thoughts, and you guys can disagree with me if you want to. But I like, agree with you, but they, they still will try to force it in that first but movie. But which, which, which one will it be then? It, 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 are they going to do Gwen again right after Amazing Spider-Man 2, or is it going to be Mary Jane this time? They could even go a third route and do the Betty Brant stuff, possibly. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. So, Or Liz Allen or anybody. Who knows what that? They might just try to wipe away from any of the previous women they've done and just do a new one. Hmm. Do you, Mar- you think Marvel would do that? Yeah. Mm. Peter Parker's a player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a guy every girl hates, yeah. but yet he's a player. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't buy it. Anybody else? I, I I think it's Mary Jane all the way. I think they're going back to what everybody knows. Yeah. It's it's a sellable material. That's what they're going to go back to is his fucking start. You that's know? what I'm in agree. I'm in agreement with you. I think that's what the that's what they're going to do. They're going to go back to Mary Jane because like Gwen Stacy was just in the last movie, the one that we're trying to forget about, and yeah. then it's been a longer time since Spider Man three. Spider Man three came out what year? Mm. 2007 maybe yeah and then like the next spider-man solo film is going to come out in 2017 so it'll be 10 year gap so i think that's what they'll do yeah you got to go with mary jane for peter next email comes from scott greetings brian j jake d0335 t1c at symbol t3d dave dot 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 and frank all founding members of the Frankie Muniz fan club and <laughs> now defunct David Cudmore Honor Guard. Oh, oh. nice one. <laughs> I have been listening since last summer when you reviewed the amazing piece of garbage called Spider-Man 2. I love how it feels like you're all just hanging out and talking about geek culture, and I wish I had the opportunity to do so with my friends. I bet we could chat for over seven hours as well, and what a blast that would be. So thanks for allowing us to come hang out with you in the Batcave every week. I appreciate it. I am no stranger to your world, as I used to write for a site called Robot Panic and guest host with the Drunken Gamers radio crew under the name Riker XL. It was a ton of hard work, but a lot of fun as well. I would mention the new site and the show that lives on today, but then I would just be another self-promoting wannabe and would no doubt be skewered by the whimsical yet sharp tongue of your showrunner, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Say that. Whimsical. You just did it, buddy. Great description. (laughs) See, I said the showrunner was Brian, not... That poser Dave. Oh, <laughs> is, that, is that really in there? Was that a Brian Adlib? No, it's oh, in there. Nice. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean that as an insult. What's that? I, I think Jake took that as me as an no, insult I, to you. No, I, I just like, oh, oh. to me? I mean, me saying, was it a Brian Adlib? No, oh, no, no, no. He put that in there. Yeah. Smart. This brings me to my question, and brace yourself, as it's about uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. I really wanted to Tupperware this movie. And as I sat and watched it, I kept waiting for it to get awesome, and yet it never did. Don't get me wrong, I truly enjoyed my movie-going experience, and even my lovely fiancé had a great time. It wasn't until your rant on the opportunities in that film did I begin to appreciate why I might have felt a little empty, even though it was fun. But I also remember a time when we all had to endure comic book disasters, like the original Punisher and that Captain America movie that went straight to video. Hmm. What a pile of shit. 
have we all become so spoiled by the veritable plethora of superhero movies, most of which are pretty awesome, that we can't appreciate just a good comic book popcorn movie anymore? Do these films have to reach the level of Avengers 1 or The Dark Knight before we can say that they are worthy of us liking them? I'm still going to recommend Age of Ultron to my friends and probably buy the Blu-ray as I collect them. Is that wrong? I don't think so. But it's good discussion material. I personally believe that these Marvel movies, like Avengers, are now events similar to what I experienced with Star Wars when I was a kid. Everyone had a Marvel t-shirt or costume on, and part of the fun was getting together with a big crowd to enjoy the movie. The bigger the crowd, the better, in my opinion. One last point, and feel free to flame me if you want to. Last week, a listener made the point that we should all be happy to be alive and not worry about how we feel about these films. Of course, he was roasted hardcore. It reminded me of something I experienced personally and felt the need to share it with the Army. My boss called me the other morning, all happy, asking how I was. I was grumpy and replied, what is so good about today? He smiled and said, we have air in our lungs. I immediately felt like a schmuck for my boss has ALS and has every right to hate his life, but chooses to be happy. I agreed with him and smiled. I should be happy. I not only have air in my lungs, but I am capable of appreciating things others cannot. I'll never forget that teaching moment. That is not to say that your listener's comment was right, as it lacked any sense of foundational reasoning whatsoever, but I felt led to pass that along in hopes that it may resonate with some folks out there as well. Thanks again for all you guys do. Keep on keeping on, and we'll hope that Star Wars provides us with all we are hoping and praying for. Scott S., a.k.a. Riker XL. P.S., if you ever want advice on the art of smoking cigars, please let me know, as it is a passion of mine. Yeah, I, I think Scott S., like the way he put it, comes it comes from a better place with a lot, a lot better backup. But we do a podcast, Jake. No, I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. I know, I Jim, know. Jim came from just being an asshole. He was just being an asshole. I get it. We're I like, get it. I agree with Scott's point. It's like, yeah, we, we shouldn't take for granted things that other people, because of some condition, can right. do and everything. <laughs> but that doesn't mean we we have to like whatever bullshit they like are trying Why to do. Why should it be based on that? No yeah. one's comparing this to ALS. I mean, we can just end the podcast now if that's what we're doing. No, 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 no. We're no, glad no. to I'm be not, alive. Tupperware to everything. I'm not going to attack this guy and that, that comment he made about his boss having ALS. I just don't think it fits with the format in which we do our show. I agree. And I don't think what he was saying is what Jim was trying to say. Exactly. Is the point I'm making. It, it's apples and oranges. Jim's just a nonsensical fucking idiot. <laughs> Not nonsensical fun like us, but non- right. nonsens- nonsensical douche. <laughs> he called us whiny punks and said we should just love fucking... Avengers Age of Ultron, because we're all going to die soon, apparently. Yeah. So yeah. Just be happy That's enough reason. No, I, I, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I appreciate that, yeah, we should be all happy that we're alive. But, I mean, I can go into a movie and walk out of it and be like, well, that was disappointing. And still be happy that I'm alive. And, yeah, I'm happy alive. Uh, I got to watch a shitty movie. Best of both worlds. Exactly. But... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I do a podcast, I, and uh, I'm here to tell my listeners what my honest opinion was about a movie, and I'm not going to let that be swayed by the fact that breathing. I'm breathing <laughs> and alive, and we should just be happy that we're breathing and alive. I'm going to let you know if I feel like this movie is something that's like worth your money, and I thought Avengers Age of Ultron was a horrible film, whether I'm still kicking in the theater or not. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. I don't know. 
I guess I have to flatline in the movie before I dislike it. Yeah. I, I don't know. If you would flatline during Age of Ultron, I would have tossed it. <laughs> exactly. I would have felt so terrible. Yeah, they would have been the showrunner after that episode. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Double toss. You, you can't like be like, okay, well, at least you're not having the worst time in the world. And then compare that to Age of Ultron or anything else. It's like, yeah, things suck. There goes my mic. I'm yeah. <laughs> Fuck your mic. Just be happy you're breathing, you fucking bastard. We're we're not like we're not contemplating the fucking universe here. We're just saying whether or not we like the movie. And yeah, shit sucks everywhere and and, and things fucking suck for people. And yeah, you should be happy you're fucking alive what and breathing. If, what if every like review, like you go to like these different websites <laughs> and every review is like, I, I you know, I uh I, I didn't really like the movie, but on the flip side, I'm just happy to be alive. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy that movie didn't fucking take my life. Siskel and Ebert, have ne- they've never given it a thumbs down because, right. you know, well, shit, they're dead. Now. <laughs> yeah. That's, maybe that's a bad example. There are <laughs> worse <laughs> things. Right. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Siskel. Sorry, Ebert. Yeah. <laughs> yes, there's fucking worse things, but it's like you've got to, like, tell people – as far as our stance goes, you've got to tell people whether or not it's like worth going to spend your fucking money and time to go see. Yeah. Well, on the flip side, it's not like it's like oh my god, like this gym guy loved Avengers: Age of Ultron so much that he like wanted to like he wanted to jump through the podcast and like strangle us. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, That's true. It's not worth it, dude. No. I, seriously, on the flip side, I could just tell Jim, you know what? Just be happy that you're alive. Don't worry about what some guys on a podcast are saying about your movie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay? Just be happy, Jim, that you're alive and that you enjoyed the movie. Right. You're living life and you're loving it. No you, one's... Got, you got air in your lungs, Jim, and you loved Avengers <laughs> Age of Ultron. I love shitty movies and I'm happy and oblivious to yeah. stupid movies. Yeah, you may hate our podcast, but at least you can hear. Yeah. At least it's... you can hear our podcast. <laughs> exactly. It could be more. You, you know, seriously, somebody could, like, somebody could puncture your eardrums and you could not hear anymore. Yeah. And no one's saying that's not cool. Yeah. That's fine, man. If you like it, that's totally fine. I agree. That'd be awesome if someone punctured Jim's here. <laughs> that would be cool. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't ruin any of our lives or our, our, our outlook if, on yeah. life. If, 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 if Jim's eardrums are punctured. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't affect us right, one way or the other. Right. So, you know, if you run into Jim across in the street, you know what I mean? Just fucking right. s- stab him through the goddamn eardrums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. Right. It's 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 a realistic thing. It's like Just stab this guy through the eardrums. When I go see this movie, I'm not thinking about all the people dying of cancer. Yes, I'm I've thinking, had people. I'm thinking about stabbing Jim in his fucking right. eardrums. All right. <laughs> I've had people in my family that have died of cancer, but I'm not thinking about, oh, well, they might have enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. No. They fucking would have hated this just like I would have. Right? They might have enjoyed stabbing you in Jim and his it's not, a, it's not about that. Jesus Christ, that should not be an excuse as to why this is a good movie or not a good movie. We're trying to be realistic. It's just, it's, guys, it was just a podcast. Yeah. And we, we watch a movie. If we like it, we, we like it. If yeah. we don't like it, we don't like it. We're not gonna, we're not gonna be, at the end of it, we're not gonna like hold hands and just be like, well guys, I'm just glad that we're all still here. Right. Yeah, maybe yeah. we should change our end speech <laughs> where it's like, you know, well, we, we're all glad we're still alive. Yeah. So don't take anything too negative about right. it. <laughs> it's not an excuse. That's what I'm saying. It's not an excuse. It's it's like I understand you. We all have sympathy. It's not like we're heartless fucking bastards. We oh we don't care that somebody's dying. But at the same time, when I go see this movie, I'm not thinking about oh my friend's dying or my fucking family member's dying. I'm thinking about does this suck or does it not suck? 
And especially with like stuff with like you know Fantastic Four or anything else, it's like it's not like we weren't fucking raised on this shit. We we know the fucking source material. Well, hold on, they haven't listened to our Fantastic Four review yet. Oh yeah, just hold. Just well, when we get to that, chief. when yeah. we get to that, but anything else that we review, it's not like we've just been you know fucking birthed into this goddamn universe. It's like it, it, it's something that holds true to us and whether or not you should go see it that's our fucking opinion it's not a life or death sentence yeah i went into fantastic four loving life and thanking everyone for my existence so i tupperware we're not pooping on anyone that has issues (laughs) we're not pooping on it we're just saying hey we didn't like this and yeah there's a lot of bullshit going on in the world i'm sorry about that but I don't think we have to defend ourselves anymore. I think like the dude on the fucking website was a moron and the statement was stupid. I would agree with that. Yeah. I guess that's all it comes down to. <laughs> I guess I mean, it was sobered up. I mean, we've got a show. We criticize movies. I didn't like Age of Ultron. Go fuck yourself, Jim. Yeah. There's a lot fuck of, yourself. There's a lot of evils in the world, Brian. Fuck you, Jim. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. It was a piece of shit. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still alive, and I still hate the fucking movie. (laughs) Next email comes from Josh Davis. Hi, Leftovers, dot, 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 and dot, 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 oh, I give up. I was listening to last week's show, episode 101, and Finn's email really hit home. I've lost three people to suicide in my life, most recently last year. I've struggled with it myself, and I'm close to people who continue to struggle with it. Already this year, I've spent more than one night in the hospital with someone close to me who is battling depression. The thing you can remind people who are going through those difficult periods is that they don't have to feel like that. There are real treatments for depression, anxiety, and virtually all types and manner of mental illness. And no one should ever feel uh, have to feel as if there isn't hope or that they need to hold on to their demons. It's a difficult subject, but I thought the leftovers all dealt with it with compassion, and I really appreciate that you gave it time and sensitivity. Moments like that make pop culture leftovers more than a two hours, uh, more than two hours of nonsensical crap. It makes it a real living, breathing community. On a personal note, I was going through a difficult divorce last year when I discovered the show, and it really helped me to pull through that period. As strange as it sounds, hearing you all ramble on about pop culture was the distraction I needed when I couldn't stop focusing on all the things that had gone wrong. It felt like I had a, uh, it felt like I had friends on my shoulder at a time when I had lost so many people close to me. Thank you for that. It meant the world. Jesus Christ, man. Also, Man of Steel was terrible. <laughs> Shut up. Enjoy the enjoy the fact that you're alive. You give it another chance. Uh, thanks for everything you do. I'm proud to be a foot soldier in the army, Josh. Nice. It's been a while since we had an email that ended with someone's opinion of Man of Steel. That used to be like every email for a while. Yeah, yeah. I wonder like why. Every every email there used to be like an opinion. P.S. I love Man of Steel. P.S. Man of Steel sucks. <laughs> this fucking this whole like you're you're just happy to be alive thing. Oh, it's crazy. Ah, Let's it. move on from that. And just, yeah, I'm done with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, thank you for that. And I'm I'm glad that, you know, like our views and our thoughts on that last episode. A lot of people did say that that it helped them and stuff. So. I saw a lot of that That's on good. Facebook and Twitter. That's good. Um Facebook message I got here for Jay for Jake. It's from Richard Kreider. Jake Where's the best place to get cool buttons? <laughs> I want to continue collecting and put them on my backpack for work. 
The guys laugh at work because they are prior service military and they think it is geeky. And I say, why, yes, it is. Thank you for noticing. By the way, I am a retired military and tell them to suck it. (laughs) Richard wants to know where the best place, Jake, that you can get some cool buttons. I mean, one really good place is um, almost any comic convention you go to. They're always like the Marvel, the DC booth, and the Image booths. They're usually always handing out cool geeky buttons with all their properties on it and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really good place. I mean, it's it's nothing that you can really just go like shopping for. It's just kind of something you slowly acquire. So there's not like like coolbuttons.com. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of, and that's kind of what makes them so special to me is I get them at each like concert I go to or each okay. con I go to. Or, so like each one has like a story. Exactly. Exactly. Why, why you're so sad and depressing. <laughs> Correct. And Correct. Your, your life is now collecting buttons. <laughs> it's not my life. Like twenty percent of my life. <laughs> I'm just. Fine. If you're anywhere near the Chicagoland area, the alley at the corner of Belmont and Clark has one of the most voluminous and impressive selection of buttons you'll ever find anywhere that I've seen. Yeah. Even like places in the mall, like Hot Topic, usually have a lot of buttons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you can also check uh, garbage cans. <laughs> a lot of people throwing out their fucking buttons. That happens a lot, you know. It's like, uh, why do I have these fucking things? You can always check a lot of fucking dumpsters. It's true. A lot of dumpsters have uh, buttons in them, you know. It's true. Homeless people. I've dumpster dived a few good buttons in my mm-hmm. lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> you know, homeless people maybe mm-hmm. passed out. You know, just take a couple buttons off of them. Check to make sure they're really passed out, though. Yeah. Like, go for, like, a <laughs> yeah. prod them with a stick or something. Yeah. I practice on Dave every week. <laughs> I do have excellent buttons. Yeah, he usually has some kind of lantern button. You probably got a pretty extensive lantern button collection He's, at this he, point. He has to keep rebuying these buttons every week because I'm stealing them off of him. Next email comes from Zacharias. Hey there, leftovers, dot, 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 and Frank. I'm glad to see you guys come back for another ep- uh, for another 100 episodes. We never promised that. No. no, no. I don't know. This thing could end any day. I get it in the next five minutes. Mm-hmm. Wishful thinking. Glad to see you guys come back for another 100 episodes. I haven't been a listener for nearly as long as some people, but you guys came into my life and it turned me completely around. Before you guys, the only time I ever had a podcast was once a week and for only an hour to a wonderful show called The Weekly Planet. Sorry for the plug, but it's two close friends who just hang out and talk about movies, and I really wanted more. So I simply simply typed into iTunes comic book movies, and the top hit was this pile of assholes that call themselves The Leftovers. I saw the most recent episode was three hours long, and I was hooked. 27 weeks later was this Sunday, and to be honest, I'm still not done with the episodes. (laughs) You guys remind me of my friend group back in high school where all we did was discuss pop culture and shit on each other. I, does he mean figuratively or like literally? We've never like I don't know pooped on each other. Yeah, he tries to take a dump on me. I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I don't, do you think he means figuratively? Like they just give each other shit, or do you think like literally like these guys are like fucking like primates and like throwing shit and <laughs> shitting on each other? You know what I mean? You Depends think, on what culture he's from. You never know. That could be like a bonding thing. That could be. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> poop brothers. <laughs> yeah, we don't throw poop on each other. As, oh, Frank, Frank farted a couple times when he was sitting on my lap. So we did have, that was. like, yeah. Is that a true story? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Foreshadowing. Oh, gross. <laughs> <sighs> so, 
Yeah. Uh, thank you for your time and thanks for the great podcast every week because it's truly a Tupperware with much gratitude. Zacharias' Twitter handle apparently is at ZJFreak. P.S. I've always wanted to write in and I never knew what to say, but I would love to start sending in my input on movies. So if you could tell me when I need to send in my review by, that would be great. Just send it whenever. I don't know. Just send it whenever the fuck you want to send it. It's yeah. no time frame. You tell people not to send emails. You can yeah. send me, I don't give a fuck. I mean, you can send me a review on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and that's been out for 28 fucking years. I don't give a fuck. Love I'll, to hear it. I'll post it on the fucking page. Yeah. Oh, here's my review of Bill and Ted 28 fucking years later. I'd almost rather hear that than a review on, like, the current week's movies. Exactly. <laughs> so, you, Zacharias, you can send me a, a fucking, uh, I mean, when you're done shitting on your buddies, you can fucking send me. <laughs> A fucking uh, review anytime you want to. <laughs> Just wash your hands before you <laughs> get on that keyboard. Sanitize that email, please. Right. Next email comes from True Breezy. Breezy. My, my favorite, one of my favorite listeners. In the house. Dude, she's fucking awesome. Yep. She is awesome. Hey, Leftovers and Dave, possibly Frank, who knows. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't be a part of the live show, but with the combination of work and only having 30 gigs of data a month, thanks to living in the sticks, I was not able to show up. I'm currently listening. Hold on, Breezy. Let me know, like in the future, because I can use another program and call you on the phone. Yeah. So fuck Skype for you. I would call you on the phone. Like, um, I would love to call you on the phone uh, yeah. on an episode and have you on. So, yeah, you don't have to worry about wasting your data on the leftovers. <laughs> no one should. <laughs> no, no one should. <laughs> no one should. Um, she says I'm currently listening to episode 100 as I write this. I'm thoroughly enjoying it, and I'm barely into it. You guys mentioned that I should leave you guys some anime suggestions. Yes. I made a little list that I think y'all would enjoy. Tokyo Ghoul, Elfin Lied, Claymore, Meiji the Magic Labyrinth, Parasite the Maxim, Darker Than Black, Dead Man Wonderland, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, and Hunter x Hunter. Mm, or Hunter times Hunter. I don't know. I think it's X. Okay. I'm not sure either, though. So there, that's her that's her list of like what we need to be watching. Dead Man Wonderland looks really good. That's at the top of my list, actually. Really? Yeah. See, I'm real, I, I'm not into the, like the whole, and that's my fault. It's because I like what I've seen. I've really enjoyed mm-hmm. of like you know like Japanimation and like manga and all that shit. It's mm-hmm. just like I just need to get more into it. Like I haven't like I've like got fucking what is it? Uh, what's in my queue? What's the big one right now? Sword Art Online. Sword Art Online. That's it. That's Attack one of them. Titan. And Attack, Attack on Titan. That's another one that's in my queue for Netflix and I just haven't started it. So. I've got Tokyo Ghoul, uh, Tokyo Ghoul on my to read list too. Okay. I didn't know there was a um, cartoon version of that. That's what she's saying. Nice. Dave, you look like you're wanting to say something if you don't fall asleep. No, I'm kind of amiibo when it comes to anime, but I, I'm very willing to learn. Okay. Watch Sword Art Online, Dave. All right. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. We'll I, do. I remember you talked about that on a, like a, a, an episode a long time ago, and you got like a lot of our listeners into that, dude. It's really I, good. Like Michael Cornish got into it after you said it, and like, a, or maybe he'd already been into it. Mm-hmm. But like, I know a there lot were of, a bunch of people that did that watch did, it. Yeah, after you suggested it, I'm telling you, the first episode's only like twenty some minutes. If you don't like it after the first episode, then get out. But the first episode will, will hook you. Mm-hmm. You'll right. watch five more after that. We'll do. And even though you don't want to hear it, congrats on episode 100. I'm going to stroke you guys real quick before I split. I want to hear it. 100 episodes means – I want to hear it from her. Yeah. It's like when Dave strokes the listeners, I don't want to hear it because it's like it, it means nothing. It, <laughs> it means no, – you do it all the time, Dave. It's just – it's meaningless. There's nothing behind it. It's like it's – like, it's like, I don't know. It's like a soulless – 
being <laughs> just like saying how much you like these people. There's nothing behind it. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> you're no, you're listening to someone who's dead inside. <laughs> but breathing, oddly enough. Yep. Ready to fall asleep at any moment. She says, um, no, this is really sweet. And, uh, I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna stroke you guys real quick before I split. A hundred episodes means 100 plus laughs, 100 plus smiles, 100 plus good days. I appreciate all the useless knowledge and the entertaining arguments, the non-professionalism and gangster as fuck bumpers. Yeah. I will always love the show. So thank you so much for doing this, Breezy. Thank you, True Breezy. Yeah, oh, True Breezy is one of our best listeners. She's awesome. She's yes, in the, she's in the Jay, top please stop laughing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, guys. God damn it. Can't believe I That's laughed. I'm sick of hearing that shit I, from yeah. people. <laughs> I'm going to try to make you laugh now from now on. Just to piss them off. It doesn't take a lot. Dave's trying to piss <laughs> listeners off? Oh, Dave's trying to make Jay laugh? Good luck. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> <laughs> Next email comes from Madeline Preston. Hey, leftovers and dough masticated. Is she spelled it D O U G H? Dough masticated, Dave. Like dough masticated. <laughs> Frank and whoever the hell is there this time. Sorry in advance for the long email. First off, I just wanted to say I love your hatred of sponsors. I think it's great that you don't pander to them. I'm tired of hearing about Audible and MeUndies and those snack boxes from every single YouTube video and podcast. I'm sick of it too. It's uh, it's fucking annoying as shit. I skip it every fucking time. Every yeah. time. Holy shit! You know what I fucking did? I was oh god! I wish I could fucking find it. Where's on my phone? I was fucking around the other night. I was I, I think I don't know. I was like drinking and I was on my phone and I was fucking recording some shit. Hold on, I'm gonna pause. Hold on, real quick. <laughs> Maybe I can find this shit because <laughs> I was like bitching about fucking sponsors on my phone as I'm driving around. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna find it real quick. All right, hold on, hold on. Yeah, uh, we're back. Uh, okay, so. Yeah, before we jump ahead, I, we kind of like we pause there and kind of been talking and stuff like that. I'm gonna, Madeline, I'm gonna continue your email here, uh, but yeah, kind of talking about like you know Shane's email from last week and mm-hmm. like you know the shitty things that he had to say about Frank. Well, yeah, he he ended up send, sending another email this week, and um, you know Shane, I'm I'm not gonna turn this show into a platform where you can just fucking say shit about Frank and then apologize for it or whatever. So that's not the kind of show that this is gonna be. No. So I'm not gonna, I'm not, you know what I mean? It's, it, this fucking, this fucking side bullshit of like you hating Frank and all that shit. No. I mean, you know, we have a lot of fun when we pick on people and stuff like that. And they're, they're like, there's legitimately, there's some people that we fucking can't stand. Like when we get a one star review and they fucking shit on us, yeah, we'll shit on them back. That's just what we do. It's the show. But like, like Frank comes here on his own accord and he's helped out and he was here to help out on the show when we really needed a third person. And Frank comes here and he Let's helps us. Let us use out. his place when we needed a Let place. Let us use his place to record when we needed a place. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna turn my show into a platform where it's like Shane's anger and you get to fucking talk shit about Frank. So if you don't like it, I'm sorry, dude. But I'm not gonna read the email. Our listeners don't want to hear it, and I don't want to fucking read it anymore. So don't fucking send me more shit about Frank. Okay, I'm sick of fucking reading it. So I, I you know what I mean? Like, like if I knew people that were close to you. If I knew them and I sent emails about them about how much they fucking drove me up a fucking wall, you wouldn't want to fucking read it either. Yeah, we do a podcast and we put ourselves out there. But I also do the podcast and I'm also the fucking showrunner and I don't have to read the goddamn thing. And I can also tell you to go fuck yourself. And that's what I'm doing. So go fuck yourself. I would like to second that go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. Brian's anger. 
Anyway, <laughs> Madeline Preston, back to your email. She says, uh, sorry in advance for the, and I don't care if you do think I'm the baddest ass host in fucking podcasting. That sounds cool. You no, know, he called me that. Uh, fucking Shane said I'm the baddest uh, host, the baddest ass host in podcasting history for my fucking age of Ultron. I don't give a fuck. You talk shit about my friends, go fuck yourself. I agree. You want a fucking real podcast? There you go. There's your real fucking podcast. Madeline Preston! <laughs> hey, Leftovers, and Domesticated Dave. Yeah, she talks. First off, I just want to say, love your hatred for sponsors. I think it's great that you don't pander to them. I'm tired of hearing about Audible and MeUndies and those snack boxes from every single YouTube video and podcast. Yeah, I was just like, the other night, I was just fucking, I was listening to a fucking, like, rant about, like, fucking, like, one of these sponsors and shit like that. So I got, like, started recording myself on my fucking phone and started doing my own little ad about how much I hate sponsors to begin with. But I'm not going to play it because I was drunk, I think. Uh, but she wants to talk about Ant-Man. And she says, Ant-Man, I went in with incredibly low expectations and ended up pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed myself and had a few laughs. Not in my top few Marvel movies, but not in my bottom few either. I think that's kind of like where it ranks with like most people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think she's kind of on the right track. I gave it a taste that. It's where me and you were. I, I know I think yeah. it's one of Jay's least favorite Marvel movies. It's probably down there with like Iron Man 2 and maybe... Yeah. What else is it down there with? I know you didn't like Guardians either. I didn't like Guardians or, yeah, or the first Captain America. Oh, that's sad. I love that first yeah. Captain America. I know you guys like that. I'm not a big fan of that. You didn't oh, like it? Okay. I Tupperware it. It's up there. It's like in fucking top five, maybe. Absolutely for me. Yeah. Um, the other day, I got to go downtown to see The Flash filming, which was really exciting. So she, she must be in Canada. I think she is in Canada. They filmed The Flash up there, I think, in Canada. Yeah, a lot of shows are filmed up there. Mm -hmm. It must be cheap to film. Cheaper to film no up tax. there. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that yeah. what it is? Lower. Some with the taxes, yeah. yep. Most of X-Files was up there. A lot of movies were filmed in Australia for a while because it was cheaper to do, do it there too. than Hollywood. So The other day, I uh, got to go downtown to see The Flash filming, which was really exciting. Although I didn't get to see Grant in the new suit, which would have been amazing. I saw possible spoilers. Him and Joe investigating a death. There was a body bag and a coroner's van outside of a nuclear test plant. It was next to the building they use as the exterior of Star Labs. Not sure if it actually takes place there or if it is just a convenient location. It was either their first or second week back at filming, so it should be one of those first few episodes. The Flash is definitely my most anticipated show of the fall. I can't wait to see what new they have planned. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully the body was Cisco. <laughs> it's not going to be Cisco. <laughs> And if it was, he's just going to come back the next episode, Dave. God damn it. <laughs> Cisco's dead, and he's like, I, he comes back as a ghost. I invented something before I died. <laughs> Push that button, and it's the reanimator button. And it brings back dead Cisco. Fucking, <laughs> he's got an invention for everything. I wish you had an invention to fix your laugh, Jay. I know. Jesus Christ. worthy laugh of yours. The fuck is going on with me? Yeah. <laughs> We don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's infuriating. I'm pissed. Not me. Jay's anger. Yeah. <laughs> Jay. Yeah, you don't want that. You think we have we gone too far this episode? Have I done it? Have I done it? Have I gone too far? No, we haven't gone far this enough. This episode? Yeah, you think? No. We can go further. You think? No, no way this episode. Yeah. Really? We can no. go a lot Which further. episode? Well, which episode did I go too far on? That's what I want to know. a few, but not the, I, I can't name them by can't number. Them. Yeah, you don't listen to them anyway. But um, it, it's happened. It's definitely not on this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know 
know what I don't even know what you would consider going too far on this. Episode. I don't think Brian's gone too far. I don't think he's gone far enough. That's my honest opinion. I should go farther. Go farther. Here, here. Yeah, yeah. Go far. In regards to my, <laughs> did you see his look? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. The eye of the tiger. That's right. That was eye of the fucking tiger. Wow. All right, don't bring it out. <laughs> don't encourage this. Yeah. In regards to an email you read last week, sorry, couldn't remember who it's from. I also suffer from anxiety, and comics and movies are my escape. My friends always make fun of my love for superheroes, but they don't understand how Tony Stark struggles with anxiety and Peter Parker's loneliness and awkwardness as a teenager make me feel like I'm not so different and that I can overcome difficulties and make a difference. You guys are like the friends I wish I had in real life. I love how the show is upbeat and fun and keeps me in a good mood, but doesn't shy away from real life issues. Keep up the awesome work, Madeline. Thank you. Yeah, great email. That's fucking She's awesome. one of our younger listeners, too. I think she's like 16. So that's crazy. That Like, we, you shouldn't be listening, Madeline, for something. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't be listening to us. <laughs> I, I weep for the future. No, I'm kidding. It's very encouraging that the the younger listeners kind of get it yeah. more than more so. I don't I don't mean to like pigeonhole yeah. everybody, but there is nothing wrong with you um, loving superheroes. No, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, I'll be honest with you, and this may sound goofy as fuck, and I don't give a shit. The times where I'm most depressed are the days that I go back to daydreaming that I'm a superhero. Yeah. Because, it, and I'm being 100% honest with you. Like when tragedy hits me in like my life, like real things like hit me and hurt me like deep within my core. Before I go to bed, that's when I dream that I am like Batman or Superman or Spider-Man because like those are who I look to for my inspiration. It's a good and escape. It is a good escape, and it's a good way just to kind of like fall asleep to that kind of thought. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't dream about like being like the villain. And you'd think, oh, Darth Brian, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, here he is with, I'm, here, here, you know, like shit's going on in my life, and I, I've got my red saber out, and I'm killing younglings <laughs> before I go to bed. <laughs> younglings. You know, most people are counting sheep, and I'm killing younglings. Yeah, yeah there's one, two, boom, they're dead. All right, <laughs> no, I'm actually, I'm like dreaming that I'm like saving people, and that I'm the hero, and that's what like puts me to sleep at night when I'm like really depressed. Yeah. And um, I know that sounds stupid as fuck, but it's still true as a 37-year-old man. Yeah. So if I've had a shit day, that's what I dream about. So um, there's nothing wrong for loving superheroes and, like, relating to Peter Parker for being, like, the geeky kid or Tony Stark and his, you know, struggles with anxiety and fucking alcohol and and all these things and um, depression and... um, what a lot of those comics and characters were created to do mm-hmm. and to I, help people deal with that kind of shit. Barbara Gordon has like been such an inspiration to a lot of people that you know, a lot of women and men that are in wheelchairs and things like that. Like watching Barbara get out of the chair was like a huge deal for them, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's like, I don't know. This is just like, um, it's awesome. So don't don't be ashamed of who you are and just love who you are and and. Uh, yeah, I think it's what what makes us different is what when you get out of high school. What makes you different and unique is what's going to make you cool. High school is all about conforming and everybody trying to be like trying to fit in. Mm -hmm. Once you get out of high school, it's like what makes you different is what is going to make real people like fall in love with you and fall in love with your character and your personality and shit like that. You know what I mean? That's what I found out. I agree. Yeah, if so. if you can keep that through all the fucking bullying and the torment and mm-hmm. the people telling you that you know you're fucking weird or you're not good enough, 
that is the shit that carries over as you get older and you mm-hmm. you know you become an adult and you realize those are the things that ultimately define me right as opposed to the people that are kind of with the herd and you know shit like that it's not that it's not that i look down on people that do that that conform or whatever i don't look down on you but what i'm saying is is that all the shit that we put up with growing up you know saying that okay you're outside of the box so we're not going to fucking associate with you those are the things those are the things that ultimately define you as a person and you're going to want that you're going to be like what makes me different than everybody else mm-hmm. you're not striving for that but it's it's the thing that through it all through all the torment that you're like okay this is my saving grace mm-hmm. the shit that i was like bullied upon and and whatnot that's I, it, it took me until I got older. Like, like there'd be people like you know, like, like you talk about something that you're like you're into, and then you get that weird look. Yeah, you know what I mean. In like a group, in like a setting, and like they look at each other and like, oh, he's into this. I finally got like when I got older, when I started to like you know grab my balls and have a voice, I'd look at him and be like, yeah, I like it. I fucking own it. Yeah, I own it. I like that shit. Nice. You, you can stand up to him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Just fucking own it. I like this. I like fucking Funko bobbleheads. Yeah, I was, I was just thinking Fuck that. Fuck it, exactly. <laughs> I like Funko bobbleheads. Fuck you, Brian. You don't like them. I'm That's like, fine. Oh, I should stop collecting those because no. Brian, Brian doesn't like it late anymore. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. In, in all honesty, I don't see like, you know, people's, oh God, I have like this vision of like, you know, like, uh, fucking Wayne, you know, Wayne Brunius, he hates me because I fucking talk about Funko Bobbleheads. I guarantee you though, after, at the end of the night, like when he's done listening to our episodes, he's probably railing some chick. There's like a whole wall of bobbleheads just nodding <laughs> on his wall. Yes. 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 He's still getting laid. Yes. Yes. It happens. Fuck you, Brian. So, no, just be yourself. I mean, if you like collecting bobbleheads and buttons or comic books or fucking action figures or manga or I don't know, whatever it is that you're into, playing video games, it doesn't matter. Just do it and just fucking own it and fuck yeah. everybody else as long as it makes you happy. It's your escape. So. Separate yourself from the fucking herd. Yeah. There is nothing wrong with that. Nothing. And and you'll be led to believe otherwise, but it's not true. That's what makes this show kind of so much fun, is mm-hmm. that we all have our own thing, you know? And mm-hmm. Dave likes musicals. <laughs> and Latin. <laughs> French. French. Well, we, we talk about bullying on here sometimes, you know, and you, you ask about people not conform, not... You know, not conforming and uh, struggling in high school, but even though we may ridicule each other here, uh, it's done with love. And yeah. there, there, there may be times in life where you definitely know that the people that are ridiculing you are not doing it in a loving way. And you know, it doesn't matter. Like, don't sweat it. Like, yeah. you can send us an email and tell us. Who's ridiculing you? Hell, tell them to send us an email. We'll bully the shit out of them for you. <laughs> We're good for that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, next time you're in the AV club, just pass around a few of our business cards. Uh, uh, the, uh, we could be the new plague uh, infecting high schools across the nation. Pop culture leftovers. We don't want to be the first fucking podcast on iTunes that's been shut down, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> We are not safe for work. We're not safe for, for fucking teenagers. <laughs> We're not safe for ears in general. But to all you teenagers <laughs> listening, you guys rock. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I love hearing from like the teenagers that listen to this shit. It is cool. Yeah. Ask, yeah, ask the leftovers if you have some fucking questions and shit. I love it. 
Jonathan Craig. God, how many fucking emails do I got? Like <laughs> Jesus, I got Jonathan, I got Jeffrey, I got fucking Joe, I've got Michael. Oh God, no, shit, Wayne's back. Um, <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, yeah. five more. Is that is that five? Yeah. All right, Jonathan Craig to the Pop Culture Leftovers crew. Even though I have only been with you guys since April, I have really enjoyed the time I spent with you. Even though we're just listeners, I felt the long podcast have really gave me a chance to get to know you guys. You guys deserve a break. I don't mind that it... Oh, yeah, this is like before he he knew that we were coming back. (laughs) He's basically saying goodbye. This is one of those older emails. Some of these are pre-episode 100, so they think that we're ending. So, yeah, Jonathan was one of those gullible, naive people that actually believed that we were leaving. <laughs> I so, can't believe how many of those people there were. I know. Thanks, Jonathan, for being a naive <laughs> individual. Jay, you got to knock that laugh off. They, yeah. We're losing listeners right. left and right. I've just watched the downloads go right. progressively get smaller and smaller. My joy is their fucking disdain. You know what, Jay? Keep, <laughs> keep laughing. Keep laughing if that means less emails. Okay. Because we're going to be here well into fucking like Monday morning right. reading these damn things. Just a while. Jonathan Craig, uh, he says, uh, you guys deserve a break. I don't mind that it's ending because I've got to spend five hours every week with you. That's more time than I spend with anybody here in Washington since moving here a year ago. Waves hand at face. I'm not going to cry, LOL. So what if I was with a chick and she was trying on a dress in front of me and I said, I don't know. That dress doesn't make you look empowered. Or when someone is saying something tech or sciencey, and I blurt out, science! <laughs> now he's going to give some of his uh, thoughts and some of our uh, suggestions on TV and things like that. And here, he, this is where Jonathan Craig, he starts off with Sense8. I toss it. What? Yeah, it's the first toss it for Sense8 that I've heard. I've seen taste it on our page, but I haven't seen a toss it. Next email. Wow. (laughs) Says toss it. I was bored and didn't care about the characters at all except Van Damme, Wolfgang. Lito and Hernando were the heart and soul of that show. Bloodlines, fucking excellent Tupperware. Can you please do a 15 minute spoiler conversation on it? Excellent acting. When I go home in September, I will be putting my parents onto it. Danny was excellent. The mom pissed me off because she just couldn't keep ex- she just couldn't accept reality. Ugh, so frustrating. I hope to see more of him. He would make a great DC villain. I can't wait for season two. Well, I mean, if rumors are true, we're going to see more of him as the villain, uh, Christopher Mendelssohn, hopefully in uh, Star Wars Rogue One. Yeah, That's it hasn't cool. been confirmed Main yet, villain. but I haven't heard no yet either. So no. Yeah, that's true. No, no, no denials yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see him interacting with Vader. <laughs> Shit. And I want to see him basically like, I, I don't want him to be a bitch either. I want Vader to just be like, you know, here's your order. And him just go out and fucking carry it like a fucking badass and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want him to be a badass. Yeah. Fucking man, I, I I knew nothing of this actor until Bloodlines. If they use Christopher, Men- if they use uh, Ben Mendelsohn, I'm sorry, that's his name, Ben. Yeah. Mendel- I keep calling Christopher Mendelsohn, Ben Mendelsohn. If they use him in this movie, do you think we're going to see his face, or do you think they're going to have him like a Vader esque character with like his face covered up or something, or make him look alien? I I okay, me personally, I think it'd be cool if he like had an alien look, but it, we could still tell it was Ben Mendelsohn. I, I, I think it's going to be totally, like, humanoid. Human? Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to be Ben. Because okay. he's so... Ron Perlman. Uh, 
What's that? Kind of like how Ron Perlman gets done in like Hellboy, how he's like all made up. Yeah, like that's what I was kind of thinking. What do you, Dave? What are you thinking, man? I'd like to see him as a Bothan. Okay. Uh, we've never gotten a Bothan on on screen, and I'd like him to be a Bothan bad guy. He'd be a good Bothan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I I, I think it'd be kind of cool to see him as uh, an alien makeup, some kind of yeah. alien makeup. Well, and we we know that many Bothans died to get this, so. We got to see some of them, right? That's a good point. Mm -hmm. Very good point. Humans saw the first episode of it. I Tupperware it. I have also. I have always loved AI. I love the slow, methodical pacing of sci-fi dramas. Anita is smoking hot. Brian, when you said you wouldn't fuck it, all I thought of was Lion Cat from the saga saying lying. lying. Dude, uh, you might. Hey, dude, you might want to like. I don't know, man. You might want to change your. You saw episode four, dude. Did you watch yeah, episode four? I did. Did you watch episode oh, yeah. four? Episode four was the episode where the father, spoilers for humans on AMC, was when he took the adult code and and gave it to Anita. And you want to watch one of the most disgusting and ungratifying sex scenes and one of the most disturbing sex scenes yeah. in all of fucking TV Watch that episode. Yeah, Anita is smoking hot, but giving instructions to a fucking robot and then having her give it up to you, and then once you're done acting like she's a fucking tissue and throwing her off to the side, wasn't one of the most disturbing fucking things I've ever seen. And it was just like, oh my god, that's what happens when you fucking put like, when you make something look human and then you do what he did to it. It just was dirty and gross. I was just fucking grossed out that entire time. There was nothing sexy about that scene. It was, it was like, it wasn't like she was willing. She was just doing what she was programmed to do when he gave her the instructions, and it was gross. Yeah. You were like, man, I would have lit some candles, thrown some rose petals on the bed. No. <laughs> uh-uh. No. I was, like, no. Uh-uh. Uh, uh-uh. it just it became really gross at that point. It, it's just it was it was fucked. The up. lack of emotion is that what was so gross about it? Oh, number one, like the guy's married, okay, and he thinks his wife is out two timing him mm-hmm. with some other guy, which she wasn't. Yeah, okay. And so he had always been checking out Anita anyway, and he reads off this code that gives her this, you know, I guess I don't know, puts her in sex mode. <laughs> And once he does that, it's like he just like you know inserts himself inside of her hard drive and you know yeah. uploads some information. And then as soon as he pulls out of her, dude, it's like he, you know, like it's like he's done. Yeah. Like oh shit, like what did I just do? I am a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> well, and then they double down on the creep factor because the mom finds out mm-hmm. that her adult options have been enacted. And his oldest son takes the blame because he knows it had to have been dad. And he didn't want to hurt, he didn't want his mom to realize that their marriage is that much in shambles. That's fucked up. Yeah, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. Watch humans up. on AMC, guys. It's yeah. fucking yeah. good. Except for that last episode. Well, yeah, but most of them have been really good. That last episode was absolutely awful and it it totally changed the story going forward. I didn't appreciate it. I didn't like it. I didn't like finding out about Colin Morgan's character 
and him being now he's like it's almost like RoboCop. You're getting into like he died and now he's part nanotechnology. He's part human, part robot. And I was just like, let's keep it separate. I just thought that was stupid. Yeah, he's he's definitely the missing link of the show. I didn't like that part, and I just spoiled it for our listeners. Sorry. Anyway, heads up, I'm going to turn on Periscope for a few minutes. Why? Don't just for fun. <laughs> oh, brother, I hate Periscope. Brother, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Was, Periscope is cool up for episode 100. <laughs> well, is that's it on a, right now. That's a good shot. It just went on. No, it, it looks like there's like a lot of balls. I imagine Gafford when he sees your pink gonna freak out and be like, "Are you drinking pink drink?" <laughs> I'm drinking pink drink. We're all kinds yeah. of pink drink out of here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, bah, 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 bah. He says, uh, "Brian, if you love AI sci-fi, you would love the book Robo Robopocalypse. It's a bestseller by David Wilson, and that got picked up for adaptation by Steven Spielberg." What's so funny? Sorry. No, what's funny? <laughs> Nothing. Did I miss something? No, no, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. No, I have to worry about it if I'm trying to like read this shit and I <laughs> it, got you over there. It's, it's the Periscope. Giggling like a, annoying like laugh a, going on. Like, yeah, I got, I got Mr. Cottonheaded Niggy Munkins over it's, there. Fucking. It's the Periscope. What's going on? Uh, well, what's funny? Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty funny. Uh, well, what's going on? That's, I, I keep asking and I'm not getting any answers. I mean, I'm just showing It's just Dave. Dave. It's oh. just Dave. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, this is what I titled it. Yeah. You want to see? Just Dave. Why does Dave have a damn pony? Oh God! Why do you bring attention to that? <laughs> he just wants that. He brings nothing but a fucking pony. This episode. <laughs> it was meant to make you guys smile. Well, it didn't. It, <laughs> fail. Fail. Epic, <laughs> epic fail. Epic fail. Dot com. <laughs> um, no, he. he, yeah, he uh, it's about a new sentient AI that comes alive and brings about the apocalypse and the rebellion. It relays. It it relays has some new concepts to this tried genre and fresh ideas. I think you would love it. Red Hulk. Do you think we could see Red Hulk so that Marvel could have their own sentient Hulk without having to license it out to Universal every time they want to? Every time they want him in a movie. Hmm. It makes sense. I think we are going to see Red Hulk. I think we're definitely going to see Red I don't think they're going to bring back Ross if he's not going to be Red Hulk. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, yep, I 100% see, think we're going to see Red Hulk. Absolutely. They want they want us to see Hulk versus Hulk in a movie. Sure they they're do. They're not going to pass up on that. Yep. I mean, they're like, oh, we had the Hulkbuster versus Hulk scene, so now you're going to see Red Hulk versus Hulk. Mm. So, I agree. Scarlet Witch should just show up and put them both in a hex and yeah. match over. Right. <laughs> exactly. They're both sleepy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's all you need to do now. Yep. It's easy. All right. Um, Walking Dead comic. Holy shit. Does the Whispers not understand who the fuck Rick Grimes is? Do they know who is going to war with? Shaking my head, idiots. Um, Dave, are you still reading? Bowed out at issue one hundred. Me too. So, how far along are they now? Where I, I, it's got to be up one fifty. Uh, yeah, got to be around one fifty. For uh, there was like a two month span where they're actually doing it biweekly. Right. So I don't know what. Yeah, it's got to be now. in the mid one hundreds yeah. at this point. Yeah, sorry guys, one hundred burned me. I mm-hmm. couldn't do it anymore. I was done too. Uh, Gal Gadot. Slash Captain Boomerang. I was not sold on Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, but that trailer has totally sold me on her. 
I don't get that for people. I don't understand this. I don't. I, I, I'm not trying to like. I'm not trying to talk shit right now about this listener saying that. No, but the same problems that people had still exist. I don't see in that trailer. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I don't. That's what I don't understand. Like people that had like a problem with the way she looked. She looks exactly the same in the trailer. All she's doing is just some cool power move. Yeah. I don't understand, like, now why people are behind her. I, she looks exactly the fucking same that she did in any of the fucking promotional pictures. Yeah. She's not doing – she doesn't look any different than she does in those promotional pictures. Or, like, more Amazonian or anything. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing. I don't understand why, like, the same people that were shitting on her are now 100% behind her. I don't understand that. I don't get it either. It's nothing new happened. All we saw was like her in action doing like one power like move in that trailer. Yeah. And dancing with Ben Affleck at that fucking gala event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all you see. Nothing different. I just want to know like where the flip was. And I'm not saying everybody flipped. I mean, there's still people that absolutely hate the look of the character. But there are a group out there that tossed it from the get go. And now that they've seen the trailer, they're like, oh, I'm behind her. It looks awesome. I'm sold. I want to know where the switch happened in that trailer. What in that trailer made them – You don't, is it, am I making sense? No, I completely yeah. get, I get it. Nothing. It's not like we saw an amazing performance or we saw anything that was like it, – it's just more Well, the same thing for Ben Affleck too. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all smoke and mirrors right now. I mean you have not seen Ben Affleck really act in this film yet. You've seen him brooding, looking at the suit angry. And you've seen him move like Batman when he uses the grappling hook. That's And you've seen him running towards a building. Now, if that's worthy of an Academy Award, then I, <laughs> am I right or am I wrong? I mean, yeah, it looks cool, but right now it's smoke and mirrors. We have not seen him act as Bruce Wayne or Batman yet. We've seen snippets. So I'm not 100% sold on Ben Affleck as Batman yet, just from what I've seen. It's been very limited. Mm -hmm. I think they're just making the conscious decision that, okay, no, this doesn't feel right. But like people have said Mm -hmm. in the emails to us that, you know, maybe we're, maybe we're just being too spoiled and we're just wanting it exactly our way. So some of us have decided, hell, you know, we've never had Wonder Woman in a movie. Now we're getting her. Let's just go with it and be supportive. We should just be happy that we're alive and yeah. that we're breathing and we have air in our lungs. Well, no, I think they're just I think they're just making the conscious decision that like no, this was not our ideal casting. We imagined someone who was more uh more uh uh, physically, I don't agree with. I don't agree with that kind of thinking, Dave. When when Ben Affleck was cast as Batman, I tossed it yeah. and I meant it. He fucking and meant just it. because time has passed, I am not just going to fucking slowly accept it now. Like, oh, enough time has passed, and I'm looking forward to this movie. You know what? Just because he was cast, I'm going to go ahead and accept it. Time has passed. I'm going to accept it and hope for the best. I'm going to hope for the best. No, Dave. But, that, but that's but that's the that is the reasoning of the people who you're saying you don't understand. And I that? don't agree with that. Then, well, and that's okay. You can't disagree with it, but that's what I think is happening. Yeah, I don't agree with certain people that were like, I don't like the look of Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, whatever the fuck her name is. I don't like the look of her. She looks horrible. And then you watch her in the trailer, no speaking lines at all. All she does is one power move, 
And now some of those fans, I'm not saying all, but some of those same uh, people that were judgmental and critical of her are now behind her because of what? What did she do in that trailer to sell you? Tell me. I mean, she looked cool in motion. No, no, no. I've always thought. Yeah. That I have thought from the beginning. I didn't. I never like. I didn't think like she was perfect. I thought yes, Wonder Woman. I've always think. I thought of her maybe as like taller and maybe a little bit stronger looking. Yeah. But the the like 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 uh like Ronda Rousey. You know what I mean? Like she's she's tough. When you look at her, she's tough. And when I look at Gal Gadot, I don't like. She doesn't like. Like, I don't look at her and like, oh my god, fear. I don't fear her. Like, Gina Carano, you look at her, she's tough. And you fear her. I never thought that from Gal Gadot. But on the flip side, I never thought that, oh my gosh, like, I don't think she, I don't think that she's shit, and I don't think that she'll not be able to be a good Wonder Woman. I haven't seen enough. I want to see her in action. I agree with that. And so I've always kind of been kind of split, like a taste it. I've given her a taste it. I've never, I didn't toss her one way or the other. I wasn't a part of the, of, uh, you know, the wig conspiracy. No. You know? No, neither was I. Fucking wig gate, you know, 2014. <laughs> I wasn't a part of that. So it's like, I just don't understand, like, all these people that hated Ben Affleck when he first got cast, all these people that hated Gal Gadot when they first got cast, and now this trailer comes out where you've really seen nothing, just smoke and mirrors, some cool shit, some cool imagery, and now people are behind it. I don't get it. They're making an emotional choice, whereas you're looking for a more informed choice. I'll go with that. I don't agree with that emotional choice bullshit. I'm still fucking, I'm still fucking tossing Ben Affleck until he can fucking pull it off in this movie. You can't just fucking show me smoke and fucking mirrors, show me some cool fucking shit. You can't jingle fucking daddy can't jingle the fucking keys in my fucking face. <laughs> Apparently, you got a standing O at uh, recent screening. They gave I've it. heard that too. Yeah, I've heard that too. I got to see it to believe it, though, Jake. I do too. I do too. I mean, who were these people? All Warner Brothers employees for I the mean, most part. Yeah, yeah. It's what not, are they going to do? Say boo? How many? How many actors have tried to be Batman and Bruce Wayne and have failed? Or you can? You, or nobody has ever said. I don't think anybody has ever been like. There's a consensus Batman. Mm-hmm. And there's a consensus Bruce Wayne, a guy that can pull off both roles. No, they've all been polarizing from yes. fucking Adam West to Michael Keaton exactly. to Val Kilmer right. to George Clooney. To George yeah. Clooney. Like yeah. some people will tell you like, oh, you know, Val Kilmer was a great, you know, Batman. Right. But on the flip side, you know, Michael Keaton was a great Bruce Wayne or, or you know, Bale was a great Batman. But he was a horrible Bruce Wayne. Or people think vice versa. I don't think one actor has quite nailed both of them. For for me to be like, oh, okay, after seeing one yeah. and a half trailers, to be like, yep, Ben Affleck, he's going to do what all these other guys didn't. I'm sold. No, I've got to see the movie first. Maybe Clooney did excel at being terrible at both. That's true. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> we have a consensus. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Did I did I did I attack too much there? I mean, no, I mean it. it just no. what, what you're saying is is that there's no clear evidence as to what makes Wonder Woman great in those trailers as opposed to what we've heard before. I, yeah, I, I'm saying I don't. I'm, I'm not like a big fan of this blind. Right. Just show me a trailer and now like now this person that I've hated and said, oh, God, I can't stand this casting. And then all of a sudden you show me one trailer that has like no lines in it with her. Yeah. And all she does is this like this one power move where she like, I don't know, uh, sends off this fucking blast. 
And now people are like, oh, dude, I, I'm digging it. Wow, she's awesome. No, I think you make a valid point. I mean, it seems like fan consensus, consensus about stuff is like the fucking wind sometimes. It just yeah. blows one way or blows the other. Right. There's really no rational explanation as yeah. to why at one moment everyone didn't think it was great, and then right. all of a sudden they do. Nothing's really changed from then to now. Exactly. It's just kind of like, oh, okay. If you can tell, if you can give me a definitive answer as to why, you know, Gal Gadot is gonna suck as Wonder Woman or Ben Affleck is gonna rock as Batman, then I would love to hear it. Yeah. Because you've seen as much footage as I have and, dude, I'm not fucking sold yet. I don't care. You can't fucking trick me with this fucking smoke and mirror shit. I've seen some great fucking trailers for some movies and then watched the film and it turned out to be shit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. I'm sorry. It was interesting. No, it makes sense. Makes sense. Apology <sighs> not accepted. <laughs> I'm also interested to see Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. Oh. Mm. Why is that? <laughs> I think he should be starring in uh, a movie and he should be called Captain Banger Tang. Oh. <laughs> and it should star your mom. No. Oh. <laughs> He says the accent and how he carries himself like redneck is really interesting. And then he goes on, faking orgasms. I have faked orgasms as well. Like Kramer says, sometimes you just, you're just ready for it to be over. Your friend Jonathan. Dave is like, barely. Look at him. Get him. Is he on Periscope right now? Look at this guy. Look at it. Audience, this is what we look at everywhere. Look, <laughs> look at those heavy fucking eyes. Look at that shit. It's fucking 723. And David's about ready to pass. <laughs> this is what I fucking put up with every week. He's had this fucking same look on his face Smug. since fucking 345. He's been ready to pass the fuck out. Barely awake. It's pathetic. Even with the Jai Courtney talk. I know. That way can be right You would think that yeah. would perk you up a little bit. I know. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> almost, you know what I'm saying? I almost banged the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost spilled your drink again. I, I think I heard a phantom bang. <laughs> Jeffrey Tuhig <laughs> says, I enjoyed the email from David. He's not talking, he's talking about David Talbert, our listener, that, that, you know, he had the email that he talked about, you know, the depression, yeah. anxiety. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the email from David, and that is the best part of your show. Honesty. It is hard to come by, and the way the army follows and stands up for one another. I had issues with not wanting to deal with people and had hidden myself away until I one day thought I could give myself a midlife crisis gift. I went to San Diego Comic-Con and came back remembering my joy of comics and sci-fi. Being uh, – okay, being a geek – are you doing okay over there, Jake? I'm doing fine. Okay. <laughs> a lot of movement. Everyone started yelling at me because the fan was on. Everyone, what? Everyone gets pissed off when I pointed at the fan. Oh, they don't like the fan? Yeah. I yeah. tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. That's what we do. Here. So it's just a fucking fan. God damn it! <laughs> what do they want? What do they want to look at? Yeah, the fan makes them sick. Makes them nauseous. Oh. They don't see anything but the fan. Gosh, that's on them. Um, let's see here. I get distracted. We want this Dave. Episode. They want more Dave. Yeah, show them Dave then. Watch him fall asleep on you. <laughs> I, it, oh God. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, I, I, I try to like keep energy for the show and then I look over at like my castmates and it's like, oh, there's the guy that's falling asleep. <laughs> that makes me feel real good. It makes me feel like I just want to give it my all when I know I'm keeping you awake. Just raring to go, aren't you, Dave? 
Doing my best, man. Can't wait. Yeah. Doing my best. I'm trying, but you're boring the fuck out of me, Brian. No, not at all. Not at all. Is it, it between, if, if you had a choice, me or a pillow right now? Pillow. You, brother. Yeah, I'm lying. A lot. <laughs> Who has a pillow? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, there's a pillow? <laughs> uh, being a geek is not about watching Big Bang Theory. It's a celebration of what you love, and that's all we can ask. I now present panels on how to get your stories on paper or to the web and share your love of storytelling and art. It was the best gift I ever got, and once a week I get to hear guys with honest passion and resolve to not sell out. Happy 100, guys, from Jeffrey Tuhig. So I'm glad I got to finally read that one. Damn, man. That was a good one. Shit. Did you hear it all, Dave? Yeah. Good. I'm curious how thankful he's going to be when he knows he was immediately eliminated from the Hunger Games. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. He was like the one when they when they ring the bell and like immediately dies. Like he was the, he was that guy. He went for the middle. Yeah, he <laughs> just dove right at the pile of weapons. <laughs> Joe Vitale, hey leftovers. Well, another Marvel movie arrived in theaters last week, and another cookie cutter formulaic mar- cookie cutter formulaic Marvel movie is in the books. I really he's talking about Ant Man guys. Yeah, I really think. The intro to this movie should have really said Disney's Ant-Man as the guiding hand that is Disney is really dictating this direction of Marvel films now. I was not overly excited to go see Ant-Man, but since it's a superhero movie, I am obviously going to see it. I put myself on a media embargo about four to six weeks ago, not wanting to see any other clips of the movie, so I could be surprised. Well, that didn't work out too well since there is not much to be surprised about. I know they are going for laughs and a lighthearted tone in their movies now, but I really didn't think anything was funny up until Ant-Man met up with Falcon. Although the lady two seats over from me thought everything was hilarious and had a Jim Carrey dumb and dumber type overly loud cackle, which was fucking annoying. Mm. But I bet she was an empowered female. (laughs) (laughs) The forced humor with Scott Lang's robber buddies was junior writing at its best. Sure, the lip-sync storytelling that Michael Pena voiced was okay, but one time was enough. The final battle during the last 20 minutes was pretty good and had some funny scenes, but this movie just didn't click for me. All in all, Marvel's Phase 2 movies as a whole get a low taste it from me. Thor 2, Iron Man 3, Age of Ultron, Ant-Man, with the exception of Winter Soldier, which is a Tupperware, and my favorite Marvel movie to date. He didn't name Guardians in there. No. Yeah. I'd like to see where that ranks there, Joe. I would say that that I'm going to guess with Joe. I'm thinking that's going to be up there with Winter Soldier. I would hope. Yeah, I would hope so too. My favorite Marvel movie to date. I think Marvel Phase Two was a failure. I do. I don't think. I think financially I, it succeeded, and, and 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 the masses and 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 people still come out and they eat them up. But for me, I think it was a failure. I think if you look at it as far as like storytelling and cohesion between the movies from one phase to another. Then I completely agree it was a failure. Mm-hmm. Financially, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm an idiot if I think it's a failure. Yeah, it was bigger than Phase One. Yeah, on that level, these movies are huge. Yeah, and I, yeah, there's no end to these movies. Um, as more Marvel movies like this are released, the more I am looking forward to DC's vastly different and more serious take on properties like Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. 
I'm even intrigued by Josh Trank's Fantastic Four now more than ever. It could be great or it could be a total train wreck, but it would be fun to find out. So you'll hear our thoughts here coming up. Yeah. On that movie. Uh, also, congrats on episode 100. I started listening to you with your Man of Steel podcast and haven't missed one since. It's also great to have Jason and his infectious laugh back on hey, the show. Hey. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. There we go. That was nice. He was sorely missed. <laughs> I guess now I can delete episode 46, titled For Jason, which I had saved on my iPad, waiting for his eventual return. Aww. That is fucking awesome. Dude, you should still listen to it. It's mm-hmm. fucking nice as shit. You should shit. still listen to it. Was he? Did he not listen to it? I think he didn't want to take it off in hopes that Jason would come back. Ah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like you know, um, I don't know. It's kind of like, in, in a way, it's almost like hanging your favorite baseball player's jersey on your wall. <laughs> okay, I follow. I follow now. <laughs> God damn it. Maybe he's a hopeful for Jay's Hunger Game candidate. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's a good one. <laughs> I truly enjoy listening to people. Yeah, that'd be a great candidate for you, dude. Oh, yeah. That's one of the coolest things I've ever read. That's awesome. That was nice. After all the fucking shit you've taken for your Hayden. fucking laugh. Just total hatred. <laughs> what the fuck? Fuck this guy enjoying himself on your show. Yeah. Five stars. <laughs> five stars, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck this guy's laugh. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that bullshit. Make up your goddamn mind. I truly enjoy listening to people who I consider are my friends as I travel daily for my job. I know other podcasts would be hard-pressed to fill two hours of a show, but you guys consistently bang out three, four, and five hours of nonsensical crap, and we, the Army, love it. Thanks, Joe Vitale. Nice, Joe. Thank you, Joe. I love Joe. Good job, Joe's a great guy. It's a great email. See, that's the thing. It's like some of these fucking emails put me in a bad fucking mood. Yeah? You know what I mean? That one should have got you back up. No, that, that, that put me in a good mood. And then this guy <laughs> put me in a fucking bad mood. Foul. And you do it from, you do it from the goddamn get-go, Dave. Straight off the bat. That was definitely true today. That, was it? <laughs> yeah. I hate playing intros with him around. I don't like it. And like when I think I can, I do. And then he just... Mike, fucking bullshit. Anyway, Michael J. Borelli... Hey guys, this is probably too long for the podcast, but if anything, I would like just like to hear your viewpoint on these comic books if you had had a chance to check them out. I was a heavy collector in the 80s and 90s, and in the beginning, my main collecting focus was usually Marvel and Vertigo, until a small independent company named Valiant started making comics in the early 90s. While a lot of other collectors were getting into the flashy art of image, of which I also dabbled, I was floored by the writing, continuity, and sense of fun Valiant brought back to comics for me. They were the number three comic company for a little while, which is crazy, mm-hmm. and when the company went out of business, my collecting focus became pretty narrow. Some titles like Preacher, Why the Last Man, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, Bendis's Daredevil Run, and the Ennis Punisher Run kept me lightly around comics, but nothing like before. Nostalgia led me nostalgia led me to finding a Valiant Comics forum where I learned a member there had bought the rights and intended to start the company up again. My comic interest was renewed, and with the launch of titles like Exo Man of War, Archer and Armstrong, Harbinger, and Bloodshot, I was all in. On a quick glance, it can appear that the characters are merely derivative of the other characters. Exo Man of War, basically Conan in an alien sentient Iron Man suit. Yeah, Blood- like Conan meets Venom is what I always thought. Bloodshot, mixture of Punisher and Wolverine with a tech edge. Harbinger, kind of like X-Men versus Warren Ellis' authority. Mm. 
Archer and Armstrong, buddy cop-like comics, staring, uh, starring a hard-drinking immortal and a homeschooled, wide-eyed religious assassin trained to kill him. But the excellent writing and love with which the characters are handled lift them above these comparisons. I can't tell you how good it feels to have these comics being made again and for them to be really, really good. I equate it to that feeling of watching the Avengers for the first time. I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe how good this is, and I need to tell everyone. With the news that Sony is producing a Bloodshot movie slated for 2017 release with the directors of John Wick making it, I can only hope that more people are brought aboard this comic uh, universe that I love so much. I would love to hear your opinions on these books if you have read them. If you have not, I am begging you to pick up the first Harbinger, Bloodshot, Exo Man of War, or Archer and Armstrong trade. My hope is that you would love them as much as I love your podcast. Uh, Mike. Uh, P.S. They also have a strong female lead in the death-defying Dr. Mirage for Domesticated Dave. And he actually, when he did Dave's name, he didn't do it with, like, letters and numbers. Yeah. He actually had a picture of an actual dome, like a Super Bowl dome. <laughs> and Domesticated, and the eight was like an eight ball. <laughs> pretty, I had to give it up to him there when he did that. But, nice. Um, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Like, I am... I dabble a little, Michael, I dabble a little bit in the Valiant universe. I'm a big Quantum and Woody fan, which you didn't mention. I love the Good comedy. Stuff. Yeah. Quantum and Woody is really funny. I never jumped in on Valiant back in the 90s. Yeah. I never read any of, I was, like, back in the 90s, I was reading like a lot of, uh, a lot of Marvel and a lot of like, uh, I don't know, Transformers and shit like that. But I wasn't reading a lot of, uh, Valiant or anything else, really. I read just Exo Man of War back in the day. Oh, did you? Yeah, loved it. Um, the only Exo Man of War that I've read, rec- I don't read the solo title, but I read the um, uh, the Exo Man of War stories when he's in the Unity book. The Unity book, even though I like knew nothing about like the character of Exo Man of War, and I knew nothing about like what was it? I read Eternal Warrior number one. I didn't like it. So I dropped off Eternal Warrior. But I didn't know anything about like any of the characters in the, the Unity book at all. Yeah, I didn't read. The Unity is kind of what got me off of Exo Manowar. What I loved about that Unity book, though, is like even though I hadn't read any of the other stuff, that book was so easy to follow. It was amazing. Did you read Unity at all? Yeah. As a new reader and knowing nothing about the characters, I thought they did a great job of like bringing you into that universe and like tr- understanding who these characters were. So I've read Unity, I've read Quantum and Woody, I'm getting Bloodshot Reborn, I haven't read any of it yet, I'm collecting it, and I need to start reading it. And then I'm also, uh, I used to, when they had it, I was reading Shadow Man by Valiant, and I loved um, Patrick Zercher when he was writing that um, run on Shadow Man. I'm gonna say it's it's one of those that was that was the glaring omission from that email that I was you know he's busy telling me about what Valiant comics I need to read and I'm like buddy where's Quantum and Woody like, Quantum and Woody top of the pack in yeah. my book who writes and that someone I really like the, uh, well, they switch writers yeah it changes a lot it changes I'm a to lot think who's doing it right now yeah but um. Like I, I loved like the first like arc with the original writers, and then they switched writers on me, and I was like, eh, it's not as good as the original. So it's like then I was like, okay, so I'll pick up the delinquents, and I read the delinquents, and well, I I, I envision if you ever would hear a sponsor come on to a program like this, it'll be somebody like Valiant Comics, where like this is a this yeah, is a uh, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, sure. It's like it's like a 
Uh, I think we uh, are sponsoring uh, them right now by telling people how much we enjoy that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if like it would have to be something like that, where a fan who loved the material so much wanted to bring it back and bring the love. Valiant's not going to reach out to pop culture to stop it. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> if you ever would, it would be something like Valiant, which is a company that like. Is it, that really you can tell when you Valiant, read those books? They've just been waiting for us to give them no, a go no, ahead. That's not yeah, what I'm saying. Just got an email right now. <laughs> I'm saying when you when you read those books, you can tell the people involved are yeah. invested. They're not just. It's like some of the it's like some of the image books where you can tell these guys have been under the editorial mandate for so long they just want to tell their own story. Except for that that last issue of Exo Man of War when he was trying to sell me a mattress. I was like this is <laughs> really weird and out of place and then I read the next issue of Harbinger and then somewhere in there there somebody they were trying to sell me snack boxes. I right. was like what the hell? No. You might did like did this. you guys happen to see the new uh previews where it showed Scotty Young's uh first image comic I Hate Fairyland? I've already added it to my poll list. I was going to say, like, it, it, like, it's just like you can tell Scotty is just ready to just bust out and tell his own story. So I'm really excited to see uh, what Valiant's got coming. Uh, the new direction with Bloodshot is really interesting. And uh, I, I agree with you, buddy. Like, keep preaching to the rafters about Valiant Comics. They're, they're doing more good than they are bad. Buddy of mine just delivered a pizza to Scotty, Scotty Young last week. Nice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because he's real close to us. He's riding Dunlap. Yeah, ask, oh, wow. ask him for a print. Be like, can I have a print? He said he had all kinds of stuff on his walls and everything. Scotty Young lives in Dunlap, you Illinois. Didn't know that? Yeah. No, I didn't he's know that. He's got an office right on Pioneer Parkway, man. Yeah, my buddy Max delivered a pizza to I him. I don't live around week. here, guys. I live an hour and a half away. Yeah. So I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he'll, he's, he'll not a big, he's not a big comic book guy, but he's like, man, my friends would freak out if they knew I was delivering pizzas to Scotty Young. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I met him walking around Acme one time. I was yeah. like, wait a minute. Are you? Randy's like, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, I know that like, I, like they don't like all like work out of Chicago. Like in Decatur, there's a Marvel colorist, and I know him, so mm. it's like I know that these guys like they work from home and stuff like that. But I didn't know Scotty Young lived in Dunlap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was pretty wild too. I didn't know he lived right that close to us either until yeah. my buddy telling me the story. Definitely check out Valiant though. There, there's something cool going on at that company. Yeah, and that email they want to know where to send the check. Oh, the Valiant? <laughs> yeah. Dave, I mean, yeah, of course, like, a spot, like, fuck, if Valiant fucking, like, got a hold of me and says, yeah, uh, we want you to talk about our comic books and our new subscription service and... <laughs> and our underwear. We'll cut you... <laughs> yeah. Me yeah. undies with Quantum and the goat. Exo <laughs> Mano Wears. No. I, you know, that, that, it's, hold on. This is what it pisses me off. It's like, okay, if podcasts come out and it's like, okay, you've fallen in love with our podcast. You've gotten to know these personalities. And now that these personalities that you trust, that you really like, are talking to you about fucking underwear. I'm not – guys, honest – think about this. If we're sitting here as guys, have have we ever had a conversation where we're talking about the underwear we wear? No, no. No, we'll talk about everything else under the sun. I'll talk about fucking like coming inside robots. Right. But I'm not going to sit here and talk about fucking underwear and like what you're wearing, (laughs) boxers or briefs or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Weird. Fucking weird. I'd be out. Yeah, what mattress? But yeah, if fucking like, yeah, dude, if we had a sponsor that actually made sense to the fucking show, like Valiant Comics or something that actually made fucking sense, not mattresses or snacks or fucking hot sauce and all yeah. this bullshit. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> fucking spices and shit. I'm excited though. I hope, I hope that, uh, I mean, there was rumor of a Shadow Man movie getting made too. Do you remember that? I'd be cool yeah. with Shadow Man. The Bloodshot thing's happening though. That'll be great. 
Yeah, the bloodshot thing is happening. But I mean, Shadow Man would have been amazing too. Yeah. Fuck. Dave, look at this guy. Man, he's (laughs) falling apart on us. Man alive. Dave, we only got, dude, we only got one more left. We only got one more email left. And I I was gonna do a little, I was gonna do like, I was gonna talk about Mission Impossible, uh, uh, Rogue Nation. I want, you know, I'm gonna let you go to bed. (laughs) I watched Mission, I'm not even gonna rate it. Fuck rating it, right? I'm gonna let you go to bed. I'm gonna wait, I'm gonna read this last email and then it's nighty night time. Okay? And you've been you've been wanting to sleep for the last four hours. Well, we still got the Fantastic Four review to do. Yeah, we already recorded it. <laughs> oh shit! Spoilers. <laughs> Whoa. Spoilers. <laughs> Tupperware party. Oh. <laughs> God, it was amazing. Oh, so man. fucking. Let's amazing. just spoil it. Save it, it right for now. the review. Yeah. Oh man, it was so good. Fucking idiot critic. I gave it a high taste. It. Yeah. I gave it. Brian did. It's controversial and provocative. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Stay tuned for the ratings. Ben Graham, man. It's just amazing. (sighs) Last email. I never thought we'd get through them. Last email comes from uh, Wayne Brunius. He's our our Funko Pop guy. All right. I love Wayne. And uh, (laughs) are you a tough guy, Wayne? (laughs) Don't threaten him. No, or maybe he might he might be oh. my Hunger Games. Okay. <laughs> right. He might be. Yeah. He might be a good one for you. Yeah. So I finally watched Sharknado today, and I was totally ready to toss it like a moldy loaf of bread within the first twenty minutes. You're holding on to your bread too long there, Wayne. Yeah. The yeah. first Sharknado? Hmm? No, Sharknado three. Oh, he okay. said Sharknado, but like when I read this, it's uh, when I read this, it's, he's actually talking about events that took place in Sharknado three. Okay. Real time. Okay. But Wayne, you need don't waste your bread. You need to eat it sooner. It'll turn into like penicillin and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what? So he said he finally watched Sharknado three today, and he was totally ready to toss it like a moldy loaf of bread within the first twenty minutes. Then the shark started attacking Universal Studios, and this movie got good. See, guys, I'm not fucking lying when I talk about this. shit. You were right. You guys, the you guys are just not. You guys need this is entertainment. Sharknado? Yeah, this is just a, this, this, Sharknado knows what it is. It knows it's fucking stupid fun. Mm-hmm. It fuck it doesn't try to be something that it's fucking not. You know what I mean? It doesn't try to disguise itself. It fucking knows what it, what it is. It sharks in a tornado. Sharks right, in a fucking it. tornado. <laughs> so he's like, my favorite scene was the one where Chris Jericho was being eaten while the shark was acting as a roller coaster car. Oh. Chris Jericho. Those tricky sharks. He's a roller coaster operator. At a roller coaster okay. at Universal Studios, and yes, there was a shark got- acting as if he was on the track as a roller coaster and eating Chris Jericho's ass. Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> My sorry. major gripe with the movie. Ooh, listen to him. Listen major to- gripes. Oh, you should just be happy you're alive, buddy. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Why put down Sharknado when you're breathing? No shit. The fuck is wrong with you? Just be happy. You're yeah, lucky. You got air in your lungs, Wayne. Yeah. The fuck are you complaining about? Ungrateful fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My major gripe at the movie was when the laser was cutting through the shark cane. Oh, okay. And everybody, Jay's like, okay. that's so unrealistic. <laughs> right. I'm buying it. Hey. My major gripe. <laughs> hey, Jake. My major gripe <laughs> with the movie was when the laser was cutting through the shark cane, and everybody at Universal was looking at the laser like it couldn't just cut them in half. Now I'm wondering, where does Sharknado 4 go? Oh. Space. Where, where do you go? 
Space. They, you know, it kind of ended in space, though. Right. There you go. Are we going to have a full movie in space? Sharknado in space. Like, does the next Sharknado hit the Gulf Coast or the Great Lakes region? I just don't see a story of how another Sharknado comes to be. Yeah, I don't think those sci-fi guys are going to really... Wayne, they can do whatever the fuck they want to over there. It don't matter. They're worried. <laughs> Where are we gonna take this? No, they're I just know. gonna they're just gonna give fucking like uh Tara Reed, they're gonna have her like snort a line of coke and they're just gonna listen to her talk and they're gonna write it down and that's their next fucking Sharknado movie. She's fucking high energy. Especially when she's doing a line of coke. She's definitely high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess I'm I but I guess if I'm looking for story in a sci fi movie, I'm looking in the wrong place. Yep, you, I agree with you. Also, if Frank is there, I've taken his recommendation and added Mr. Peabody and Sherman to my Netflix queue. Although I don't know if I'll ever get to it since I'm currently hooked on watching nothing but Soul Eater on Netflix. Hmm. Anybody watching that? I'm not watching Soul Eater. It's an anime, right? Yeah, it's an anime. That's what I call Dave every time he's on an episode. Soul Eater? Yeah, he's been sucking my soul out of this fucking (laughs) show for the last fucking ten episodes he's been on. (laughs) Hey, guys, listen to my new intro. I like that part where you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Here on Pop Culture Leftovers, we have... Oh, wait. <laughs> Hold on. I'm not reading his email anymore. I'm actually reading lines that I have in the show. This is me talking about the rating system. <laughs> That's funny. Here on Pop Culture Leftovers, we have a very Ever unique rating system. That's what I'm reading. <laughs> I think maybe you're, you're getting tired. I'm losing it. Oh my god! No, his last his last line is hope I'm hope I'm. I usually have a break in between here. I can't believe I did that. That was hilarious. Your eyes I, are I like, getting heavy. I'm dude. I'm still good. For a second, good. I was like, what? I'm just. I've been drinking since fucking like I don't know one, one o'clock. Yeah. So yeah. Don't worry. He'll get a little bit more sober when we get to the Fantastic Four part. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> sober up for that. Some some magical. Oddly way. enough, hope I'm still here Monday morning to hear your thoughts. This new Fantastic Four movie might just kill me in the Fantastic Four Fox universe. Mm. So, yeah, thank you, Wayne, for the email. Yeah, thank you for not saying fuck you, Brian. This yeah. is the first, but he didn't even address me either. He acted like I didn't exist. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's done with you. Yeah, I think You're he is. dead to him. Yeah, dead to him. That's like the worst thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, complete not acknowledgement. Because like last episode I said like, you know, like Wayne, I think Wayne hates me. And like in this one, Wayne didn't even acknowledge me. He's just like, dude, you don't even exist in my world anymore. Yeah. Fuck you, Brian. It's cold-blooded. I'm, sure, I'm surprised he didn't say, uh, dear Jake, Jay, Dave, and Frank. Yeah. yeah. And like no mention of me at all. Not even a dot, dot, dot. Not even a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I am going to talk real quick about Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I'm going to, I am going to talk real quick. Talk we're going to end it. And then, um, and then who knows? We might even talk about the Deadpool trailers. I don't know. But, um, Mission Impossible 6 Rogue Nation, I'm going to give it a high taste that. Wow. Um, it was, uh, it was really good, I mm. thought. Um, the story wasn't great, uh, 100%. I, I liked a lot of the story. I think what, uh, the villain kind of fell apart towards the end and became like really over the top Who and kind the of goofy. I'm not familiar with the. No I've one. seen him in other things. Okay. He's yeah, yeah. Nobody that I know his name. I've seen him in other things, but I couldn't name that. I couldn't name. It. It's not Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah, level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, he's dead. 
<laughs> oh no, I'm saying too soon. Too I'm soon. Not, I'm, I'm not saying Philip Seymour Hoffman level actor where you know his name. I, yes, well, I'm, I'm well aware that I, I knew the I knew. villain fell apart when he died. Yeah. That he's deceased. So, <laughs> yeah. God damn it. That's part of my review now. No, um, yeah, but uh, it's a high taste, and I'm gonna give it a high taste for like the action, the action, the stunts. It, it was fine. It was refreshing. I mean, I think it's been CGI overload for me this mm-hmm. fucking summer. Like, I loved it in Jurassic World. I did. I thought it was fucking great. Uh, Age of Ultron is a little too much green screen for me. I've just seen a lot of like green screen, and it was just refreshing to see like you know fucking Tom Cruise hanging on the side of a fucking airplane. Yeah. There's that always that cool. chance you could fall off. <laughs> then we got another Philip Seymour Hoffman situation on our hands, right? <laughs> How are they going to do the next Mission Impossible? <laughs> That's why they call it Mission Impossible. Um, no, but uh, it, but uh, what I didn't understand was like they made a big deal about him like holding his breath underwater for like six minutes. Okay. And that whole scene, though, I mean, yeah, he's under the water a lot, but mm-hmm. it's almost like they edit it to where it's not one cut. It's not one take. So why do you hold his breath? Exactly. And there's a lot of special effects in it too. And he had to maintain his force field. (laughs) It was just weird. I mean, I appreciate the guy for like doing what he does and like doing these stunts on his own and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But there was like no real payoff to like what the media was talking about. Like Tom Cruise holds his breath for six minutes in this action sequence. And it's like, you don't really see that here. (laughs) You don't see like one cut of like a guy underwater for six minutes. Yeah. They cut away and like they come back and then like there's like CG effects where he's like spitting around in this uh, chamber, this water chamber, and it's like it's like it's not like it's like an amazing thing. So you had read this before seeing the movie and were kind of anticipating yes. that being something that yes. was like like wow that, yes. that was awesome. Yes, and it was like, like wow that was meaningless. I thought that like going into this like I'm gonna watch a scene where Tom Cruise is going to be underwater doing something for six minutes straight or yeah. one shot and that's not what i got here it, this time. but it was still cool uh, some of the the motorcycle chases and car chases were awesome um the the female uh spy that's that they introduced into this movie mm-hmm. fucking great best part of one of the best parts of the movie at first i was just like oh shit they're just trying to bite off black widow but no she is like the She's like the male version of Ethan Hunt, and it's not like there's a romantic kind of like involvement between these two. There is an attraction, but they're just fucking professional spies, and they keep this shit legit in this movie. It's fucking cool, and she's badass. And so if they come back and they do another Mission Impossible movie, I hope she's a part of it. She added a lot to it. It was fucking dope. How was Renner? Awful. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Awful. Really. really, Simon Pegg was really good though. That's cool. Simon Pegg was fantastic, and like the like the the climactic scene in this is not one of those big action set pieces. Okay, but the climactic scene is three people at a fucking cafe sitting down at an outside cafe like patio area. Okay, and it's one of the most amazing scenes in the movie. Hmm. And it takes, I mean, you've got a movie where Tom Cruise, is, Tom Cruise is hanging off the side of a plane. You got a movie where he's fucking underwater and shit. You got all these fucking car chases and motorcycles and all this stuff, gunfights and this amazing action sequence that takes place in this opera house with uh, snipers and 
kung fu fighting, and it's is there really like opera cool. happening while it's going yes. on. Yes, that's cool, and it's awesome. That sounds cool. And the fighting choreography is amazing. But the coolest scene is at a fucking cafe. Three characters sitting down at a cafe, and it actually ta- it's actually four characters that are involved in this, but only three that you get to see like on screen together there. And it is so gripping. It's so fucking good. So I've got to give this a high taste. The only reason I don't give it a Tupperware is because the villain was kind of a little over the top in certain moments. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And you poo-pooed James or Renner, so. And Renner, too. Yeah. yeah. Alec Baldwin's in this. I, oh, I hate Alec Baldwin. Yeah. I, I, he I, he kind of took me out of it a little bit, too. Yeah. Ving Rhames came back in this and had a little bit of a role, but he was still good. You That's know, it was awesome. nice to see him because he's been with them. Since for, the first one. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 And I, I saw the first one in theaters, guys. Me, too. I saw the first two in theaters, yeah. and I've seen zero since. I saw the first three in theaters and then I didn't I still to this day I was the fourth one the first Renner one yeah I lost track I lost track too but yeah I didn't see the last one I still haven't seen the last one but I watched Rogue Ghost Nation Protocol Ghost Poto- Protocol I need to see that I hear it's good I heard it's good too I heard it was the one that kind of revitalized yeah. the series yeah so high tasted definitely definitely if you want to see something without a lot of like green screen action check it out Deadpool trailers did you guys want to talk about it at all I mean it's the same red band trailer that they kind of like leaked but we got to see the teaser of the trailer and that was fun yeah I get a pee break before we do the Deadpool trailer no we can fucking we can end the show yeah oh, I don't mind talking I'm just about ready to whiz myself no no you can go pee right now we'll keep talking <laughs> cool <laughs> <laughs> Dave blows his nose right here. You can just piss right here if you want to. Oh, that's true. Something Dave knows nothing about. What's that? What's that? (laughs) (laughs) I saw the red and the green. Both of them. Did they show? Did uh, at your Fantastic Four? Did they show the Green Band they trailer the for green. Deadpool? Yeah. yeah, I had the Green as well. Yeah. What's well, a PG thirteen movie? Right. They never show Red Band trailers in R rated movies, do they? Do they? Uh, no, I've only ever seen them on the internet. Online, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten a Red Band trailer. Yeah, no. It, 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 yeah, nothing new. I mean, nothing new mm. from either of them. Just the same stuff we've already seen from SDCC. Yeah, you know. I was like, there's part of me that was like, I kind of like wanted to go see Pixels just to see what a fucking train wreck it was, but I didn't. And I think like time has passed. I'm not going to see it now. Yeah, I don't. And I think enough time has passed where I'm not going to see Vacation either. Really? Well, I was, was going to go see Vacation. I'll watch it when it comes out, but I think enough time has passed where I've kind of like kind of cooled on it. Hmm. Like I've heard some, I've heard some things that aren't so great. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the dark about anything relating to vacation, but I, I yeah, I, th- I still want to see it at this point. I'll see it when it comes out, like well, if it's on HBO or something. But I don't think I'm going to go to the theater and watch it now. Yeah, I'm hoping Deadpool is just going to be a game changer. I like, I, you know, with him making the reference to no green, no green suits, no, nothing animated. Like, I, I hope he's going to break the fourth wall at some point in it and address the audience like he does the readers in the book. That's going to happen. Yeah. I just, I really that, hope that's you don't the have, payoff. You don't have to hope. It's going to happen. Don't hope. It's, you're getting that. You're getting that. He's going to break the fourth wall. Jay, you have the oddest art in your bathroom. Yeah. You have a to- picture of a toilet hanging above the toilet <laughs> and a picture of a sink hanging above the sink. I just noticed that. That's yeah. some weird shit. I do. I like it, though. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and the picture of the toilet actually has a picture of a toilet above that toilet. With that is toilet. fucked up. Yeah. It's like 
toilet inception. Is this Twin Peaks? What the hell? <laughs> is there a picture of a TV hanging above your TV? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> There's like a, a, a picture above every appliance yeah, of that. Of an upset appliance. appliance. There's the blender. I like to fuck with everyone that comes over. It was cool. I, yeah. I, was, I can't believe the first time I ever noticed that. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Except for that goddamn laugh. That goddamn stuff. fucking, fucking laugh. laugh. Fucking Would you shelf that fucking laugh? It's so horrible. Fuck I, got, I go through like 20 fucking ibuprofen during this goddamn <laughs> show thanks to that laugh. Gosh. I'm like keeping ibuprofen in business thanks I to that laugh. I used to love your show until that fucking Jay started laughing. <laughs> you, guys, you guys read the trailer? Did I miss that? Yeah, we were talking about the trailer. We were talking about the trailer. What did, what did you see? Did you see the green or the red? I saw them both. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed. Not in the material itself, but in that we basically just saw the exact same thing we saw in San Diego. Yeah. I got my excitement built up to see more Deadpool footage, and I saw the same footage. Oh, sure. So. I, 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 I was more excited to see the teaser of the, the teaser of the trailer. No, I agree with the that. The day before. I agree with that. I thought it was funny. Like, didn't he like try to like smoke the pipe yeah. and he couldn't smoke the pipe? Yeah. I thought that was funny. I, I knew when the actual trailer came out that it would be the San Diego Comic-Con trailer because they held on to it for two weeks. Yeah, that kind of bummed me out. Hmm. So I still taste the trailer like before, but yeah. like I was like, ah, oh, damn it! I wanted to see more. You taste that trailer? Yeah. Oh god, I Tupperware that trailer. Yeah, I taste it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so I'm so excited for that movie. <laughs> yeah, I am too. I I I think it's unfortunate. Like it's unfortunate because to us it's just commonplace. Yeah. Like yes, that is exactly how that should go down, but to the masses. It's like, oh, hey, we need to force feed this down your fucking throat for you to accept a goddamn movie like this. It should be that way. It shouldn't, it shouldn't, no holds barred that, you know, what you take from the character should be conveyed on the fucking screen. And every time we're disappointed in these movies, it's because of shit like that. It's because, okay, this is nowhere near what we expected from what we've actually read from the, you know, the stories or whatnot. And so that, that pisses me off that it's like, just like, you know, I, I said people were just like ghost laughing at shit that didn't, wasn't even funny about Fantastic Four. Well, you said, you haven't said that yet because we have. Well, yeah, okay. But yeah. The, I would say that <laughs> seeing the Deadpool trailer, you had a lot of people that were just. Spoilers. Yeah, there. just Fantastic fucking Four. laughing at shit because like, oh, I need to laugh at this. It's like, that's the goddamn, that's the source material. Why does this have to be shoved in your face for you to accept this stuff? That's what it is. Like, why do we have to be so safe? Why is Deadpool, like, extraordinary? It's not. We had a lot of applause at my uh, Deadpool trailer screening. I, had, ended, I didn't have applause. Because, like I said, there was, like, about 30 people in the theater when I saw Fantastic Four. And yeah, I would like, say about, like, 10 of them, like, <sighs> big time. We only had, like, eight people. but. Yeah. You know, it was a green band trailer too, and so it was just like, eh, okay. I like the red band way much. Yeah, I like that's the red true. band more. They're really weird to watch back to back because they really—it's really like the same trailer, but they just added those extra like five seconds to each like little scene. Different lines. Well, yeah, and there's different lines. Like yeah. when he smelled the gun after like the gun smoke came out, he said, he "I'm did, very turned on right now." He says that, yeah, in which is the right. same. No, he said, I'm going to touch myself. Yeah, oh, I'll touch myself. Yeah. Okay. And then he said, I'm very turned on right now in the Green Band trailer. So which is he going to say, both in the real movie? No, he's going to say the other line. <laughs> just like <laughs> when Hank Pym said, uh, you know, he said, uh, I want you to steal a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I want you to break into a place and steal some stuff. Mm -hmm. In the actual movie, he said, I want you to break into a place and steal some shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to get the... We're gonna get the 
the R-rated line. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even get that. Those lines seem exactly the same. It means the same thing. I don't see how one is worse than the other. One basically I'm is like, on I'm, I'm turned on. Touch myself. I don't even know which is worse. Well, I can be turned on, but that doesn't like necessitate that I'm gonna like take my hand out and fucking stroke my cock. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, one one references masturbation. Exactly. Okay. The other one's just like I'm turned on. What 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 you what you do with that is like your choice. I just don't see how I. It feels like you should be able to say I'm going to touch myself in a Green Band trailer. I've seen way more risque things in Green Band trailers than that. I agree. I agree with you. I I, I think it's ridiculous I, that I, we go, even... that now this goes back to our our whole argument with like was it cars being rated PG? Yeah. Like, like, I think it's fucking G. It's general. Yeah. And you said, like, oh, there's what, – what did I call it? Like, uh, there's fucking, like, uh, acts of violence or – what was – oh, yeah, uh, characters are in peril. Yeah. <laughs> there are characters in peril. It shows scenes of peril in uh, Cars and Planes, the movie. And yeah. So that's why it gets a PG rating as opposed to a G-rated movie. Right. So. One of those vehicles runs out of fuel and it's sad. Bambi. Yeah. The fucking – the. <laughs> Bambi, there's a forest fire and the mother dies, yeah. and it's still G rated. She gets shot, doesn't she? It's horrible. Yeah. She gets shot. Yeah. yeah. Dumbo, the mother well, dies, wham. and it's it's G rated. Yeah. yeah. I just think uh, we everything's kind of gotten a little pussyfied. Yeah. I know. Just, wow. It's like a green. It's it's a fucking trailer. Just say you're going to touch yourself. Well, it, it's all about appealing to as many people as possible. Yeah, That's but all it, it is. It, I don't know. Is there a line between like if you're going to see a PG thirteen movie, like a Fantastic Four movie, and then the trailer before it, they insinuate masturbation? Is that? I don't think it's that bad though. I mean, they insinuate masturbation on fucking seven o'clock primetime TV. Yeah, it's fucking. I'm going to touch myself. It's not like he's saying I'm going to stroke it or I'm going to. He, could, he, could, he could just touch his nipple for all we know. You take it however you fucking want. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like no. I'm just trying to think of like why they why they changed the line, I'm, and that's the only reason I can come up with is like it well, insinuates they took out him saying I about sex. Remember when he was talking to uh, um, uh, what's his name, the comedian, and he says like it looks like you had sex with a topographical map of Utah, and they took out. He just said, "You look like a topographical map." Yeah, you don't like took, yeah, took out the you, sex line. You look like well, he says, you he look says like Freddy Krueger. Burn trailer on that part, right? But he, in the green one, they took out where yeah. he said had sex with. Like yeah, they, well, yeah, you're right. He said, "You you look like Freddy Krueger fucked a topographical map of Utah." And Jake's saying they took it out because they used the word "fuck." Yeah, it, if it would said had sex with, they could have left it in. Yeah, it, you look like Freddy Krueger had sex with. Maybe they would have kept that in. But if they would have said, you look like Freddy Krueger masturbated on a topographical map of Utah, then maybe it wouldn't have made the cut because apparently you can't use masturbation. I don't know the rules. Like, I don't know the rules. Yeah. I don't know the rules of these green and red band trailers, guys. I don't know. It just seems like they do themselves a little bit of a disservice. Like if that's the line, yeah. then some prude's going to come see the movie and like, oh my god, the trailer never showed me that he was going to be talking about masturbation when the line was so innocent in the first place. Like, Good. Oh, I gonna, hope they – I hope they – I hope that – I hope that prude fucking walked out of the theater i hope that i hope deadpool fucking offends that fucking pussy <laughs> that fucking prude yeah pussy. it's just a weird a weird choice for me how one was yeah. red and one no, was green you. yeah like i get whatever yeah they, but, yeah they did cut out some they cut out some stuff in there yeah, yeah him actually shooting people like oh, him didn't he have like wasn't he having sex with marina background in that in, in yes, the original yes, one yes. didn't you see your ass in yeah. that one too yeah bare ass they cut that out too 
It's yeah. unfortunate. I can understand why they take out the the, the <laughs> actual R-rated like blood shots and everything. Like that makes sense to me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw the guys drop, yeah. but you didn't see the bullet hole like the like go straight through all three. You saw right. like they showed it for like a quick clip. Did you yeah. notice that? It was yeah. like a blink of the eye clip yeah. of a bullet hole, like faster right. than the fucking eye could see. Yeah. yeah. But fuck it, just say I'm gonna touch myself. Yeah, uh, that's PG thirteen to me. You can, I mean, there's PG thirteen movies that mm-hmm. say that kind of shit all the time. So they should have been saying that in the fucking Cars and Planes movies too. I agree. I was hoping, like, you know, fucking like Tater would have been like, "I'm gonna touch myself tonight. Get her done." <laughs> they should have had like the Zoolander scene where they're like squirting gas all over themselves and like fucking like making out and <laughs> stroking each other's catalytic converters and shit. Yeah. That's just weird. Yeah. It's about money, man. It's it's nothing else. I just else. don't see how they're going to lose money, though, by saying that line. They're not, but they're fucking retarded, and they think that they can't do that shit. They think that they don't have a big enough fan base unless they have the fucking kids. Oh, we're going to red band you because you said, I'm going to touch yourself. I yeah. mean, I've seen way worse shit in trailers. That's how it's been for a long time, though, and that's why movies suck. That's why most if, movies suck. If Goonies were to come out today, mm-hmm. it'd be PG-13. Hmm. There's a ton of... I mean, if Temple of Doom came out today, it'd be PG-13. Right. Yeah, all kinds of shit like that. Empire Strikes Back. Possibly Absolutely. PG-13. Yeah. Absolutely. It's fucking stupid, man. They, they think they have to subscribe to this way of being so that they make the most bang for the buck. They don't give a fuck. They you don't know, care. As much as I fucking shit on Southpaw last week... Mm-hmm. I have to commend fucking Antoine Fuqua for still making fucking R-rated movies. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. You know, I, I love Training Day. I thought it was a great movie. Oh, I, I love it too. But the thing is, like, I didn't like Southpaw, but I still got to commend him for saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to make a PG-13 movie. I'm still going to come out with Southpaw. It's going to be rated R. Yeah, he's giving away a lot of money by doing that. He is giving away a lot of money. Absolutely. So, so I got I, I got to I got to commend any of these directors that they're like fuck it I'm still going to give you art's more important to him than the money when he Agreed. makes a decision decision and I, I commend him too. Agree. And I'm not saying like like Tim Miller and like the Fox people are like oh we have to have rated R so we can keep the art intact in our Deadpool movie. But on the flip side, they know they damn well know that a PG 13 Deadpool movie is not going to make money. Yeah, it's still- going to fit. D- Jake, Jake. It's people expect and people have been demanding an R-rated Deadpool. No, whether or not, whether or not PG thirteen Deadpool comes out and it's good or not, that doesn't matter. I think to get butts in seats, to get people excited about this, they needed to do something different and make it R. My problem is fooling audiences with this pussified Green Band trailer uh, into thinking that they can like into that's going to make kids want to see it. Just show the fucking shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Okay. okay, or just not show us the trailer at all in front of your Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It, it's, you can't have or it make both. those scenes look different. You is can't that, have it both fucking ways. Is kind of what bothers. It me. almost feels like they're going to release two well, separate. It, it happens all the time with uh, fucking Green Band trailer of Vacation is a completely different looking trailer than the Red Band trailer. Yeah, but I, but I understand the changes. I can understand why you can't show the Red Band trailer in front of a PG movie. Because you can't show all those f bombs and all the fucking shit like that. But this made no. Yeah, but you're going to have changes made no sense here. To you're going to have mothers saying like. Yeah, I guess you're replacing for like I'm, you're replacing. I'm turned on with I'm gonna go touch myself. I don't know. I, I don't yeah, what's see the fucking difference. Yeah, I don't see the huge trade off there. They're kind of you know. I mean, it's not like one's better than the other, really. But like Dave said, one insinuates masturbation. And my point is, who cares? It show that the movie insinuates masturbation, so you know what you're going to fucking mm-hmm. see. Yeah, watch Actually, a I, fantasy fucking trailer that doesn't it. even have shit that's in the movie. I hope Deadpool is just two hours of Ryan Reynolds jacking off on screen. Yeah, I hope that's not in 3D. 
You said post converted? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. All right. It's bedtime for Dave. Bedtime for wake Dave. Wake up, Dave. It's time to review Fantastic Four. Yeah, you got to wake the fuck up. Number <laughs> Wait. I know. <laughs> Not ready yet. <laughs> All right, here. Let's see here. This is for you, Dave. There you go. What's going on? What can you do? Not iPage. I don't want to fucking. This is to help you, Dave. Oh God! <laughs> it's a lullaby. Yeah. It's 8 o'clock. This is a, Dave has never seen this time of day. <laughs> Dave's never seen it get dark outside. This, like, what's going on? What's that? Something's happening outside. <laughs> I think it's the end of the world. You are. We're not done yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm gonna drag it out. I'm gonna drag it. <laughs> did, did we? <laughs> Dave's like, it looks like the outside closed its eyes. <laughs> going on out there. It's so weird. <laughs> this music is killing me. What are you still listening to? Yeah. 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 It's nice. The culture in a rain. Yeah. It's, it's, I found a lullaby. It's called Goodnight, Sweet Dave. It's <laughs> All right, leftover army. <laughs> there, this is this is not the end of the episode. Yeah, I'm still recording. And <laughs> enjoy our fantastic four review next. Tupperware party. Tupperware party. All right, hey, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, and uh, this week uh, Fox uh, finally came out with Fantastic Four, and we're going to be reviewing Fantastic Four. And uh, <laughs> so uh, it's time now for uh, Pop Culture Leftovers Movie Review. Pop Culture Leftovers Movie Review! Pop Culture Leftovers Movie Review! Pop Culture Leftovers Movie Review! Yeah! Jake sucks! Uh, that I do. That you do, sir. <laughs> no arguments on this end. <laughs> Big suck fest going on over there. <laughs> that song's a true story. <laughs> All right. Fantastic Four is directed by Josh Trank, the director of uh, Chronicle, which, wow, when did that come out? Fucking 2011? Yeah, like five years ago. I think yeah. you were out on the money there. Yeah, he hasn't done anything since. No. So this is his first film since. That's his follow-up. 
It's written by Simon Kinberg, Jeremy Slater, and Josh Trank. It stars Miles Teller as Reed Richards, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm, Kate Mara as Sue Storm, Jamie Bell as Ben Grimm in The Thing, Toby Cabell as Victor Von Doom, not Domashev. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I honestly still think that it was fucking Domashev. And I, they changed it. I agree. Yeah. I mean, we know there was lots of reshoots and redos and stuff, so. And, spoiler, later on, Sue Storm makes a joke, oh, Dr. Doom over there. Uh-huh. And, like, that's what he's, that's what he would be if he was. Yeah, I was like, that's not a joke. It's not a that's, joke. That's his name. That joke would have hit when his name was Domashev. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Yeah, spoilers in this episode. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry if I spoiled that fucking joke for you. <laughs> There's only like three jokes in the whole movie. Jeez. Yeah. Those 33% of the jokes already. <laughs> uh, how do you pronounce this dude's name? Dr. Franklin Storm. It was played by Reg E. Kathy. Sounds that, like, It's yeah. spelled R-E-G and his middle initials E. The last name is Kathy. Reggie Kathy. That's kind, of, that's kind of a little bit too cute for me. Reg E. Is that yeah. on purpose? Yeah. yeah. Or it's Reg E. Or Reg E. Yeah, is that like a bank regulation? It sounded like a fuel type. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had a uh, is it Dan Castellanata? Mm. He's fucking yeah, the yeah. teacher. Yeah, Mister Kenny. It weird. Weird. It's always weird seeing him. Uh-huh. Like he never looks like yeah. what I think he should look like. Yeah. What the fuck is Tim Heidecker doing? As <laughs> Reed Richard, as Reed Richard's father. What the fuck was that all about? Uh, yeah, what was that about? That was the best part of the movie. That's what. It was. <laughs> a little Tim and Eric sighting. All right. So synopsis: Fantastic Four, a contemporary reimagining. You know how I feel about that word. I love that reimagining word. Mm-hmm. One of your faves. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four, a contemporary reimagining of Marvel's original and longest-running superhero team, centers on four young outsiders who teleport to an alternate and dangerous universe, which alters their physical form in shocking ways. Their lives irrevocably upended. Uh, The team must learn to harness their daunting new abilities and work together to save Earth from a former friend-turned-enemy. Fantastic Four has a runtime of 100 minutes and an estimated budget of $120 million. We are going to rate this movie. And you know what, Jay? I'm going to have you rate it first because the reason is a lot of people that listen think that your rating is solely based around listening to what the other guys think. And I heard like, that. Yeah. No, people have been that. saying that? Yeah, they do. Huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, I want, I, and I don't want, you know what I mean? I want you to give your honest rating. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what I was going to rate it. Don't right. worry about what Jake's going to rate it. And God knows, don't even fucking, who gives a fuck with you? <laughs> Half the time when Dave fucking rates something or reviews something, I feel like he's talking about something else. Like he, like he didn't even read it. He just glanced at it and he's making up shit in his own fucking head. It's like fucking fan fiction with this guy half the time. Provocative. Were the Fantastic Four dressed provocative? We'll find out. We'll find out. We will find out. I'm sure we fucking will. So, uh, yeah, we're going to have you rate it. But here on Pop Culture Leftovers, we do have a unique rating system, uh, which played earlier in the episode. Yes. But I'm going to play it again here just in case you forgot. Yeah, or maybe you just fast-forwarded. Or maybe you can just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a big maybe. Oh, I'm trying to play it. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the, here's the rating system. Take two. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. 
All right. So there you go. There you have it. Toss it, taste it, and Tupperware. Fantastic Four, directed by Josh Trank. Jason, leftover Jason, what do you say, man? What are you going to rate this one? Um, I'm tossing this piece of shit. I'm just going to get right to the point. Um, this movie uh, was the worst superhero movie I have ever seen. Um, definitely worse than Ant-Man. Uh, and not that not that I would bash the entire thing. Uh, we'll probably talk about some of what I'm going to mention here, but just to summarize... It started off really well, I thought. There was a lot of elements that I thought, okay, this is exactly what should be in the story. And then there's points in it where it just looks god-awful. So overall, like I did like the characters, um, but I did not like the story, I guess, is what I'm saying. And I, we'll get into it as well, like you know, maybe what you guys would would have wanted to happen instead of what did happen. But to me, like it started off, I was cool with it, I was on board. And then it turned into something completely different. And this harkens back to what you were saying earlier on, Brian, about the trailers. Mm. Because it did look like kind of Frankenstein's monster, like thrown together three different maybe like points of views. And that's what this movie became instead of one complete vision. Well, I mean, we can talk about that maybe later yeah. with the whole Josh Trank versus the studio stuff. Yeah, we'll definitely bring that up. Yeah. But it was so noticeable. It was not smooth transitions in between like these different visions is what I'm seeing as. So that was my biggest problem. Um, I, yeah, I, I hate to say that I tossed it because I love Fantastic Four, but this movie is a toss. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll just go around the room. Jake. Around the world. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what Jay said. Right off the bat, I, I tossed this movie, too. I wanted to like this movie so bad. Fantastic Four is one of the only two comics I read for the first, like, six, seven years of reading comics. And, uh, oh, this shit was god-awful. I think the biggest shame of it was was that I feel like the four actors could have been in a good Fantastic Four movie. And that's one of the things that really bothered me the most. And then for, like... Something based off of like Jack Kirby art that looks so fantastical and amazing and everything. It's like dark rocks and green ooze. Like it's the most uninspired visuals. I mean, the, the planet is aptly named Planet Zero. Right. Because there's literally zero fucking going on in this planet. It was just, holy shit. This movie was a big train wreck. And I, I second Jay, like for the first 15 minutes, I'm like, man, what's so terrible about this movie? Mm -hmm. And then it like, slapped its dick in my face of fucking how terrible it was like, yeah it, it was just it's a wake-up call when you get a dick in your face yeah <laughs> i was like man even not even for dave who's always passed out if there's a dick in his face dave's like up and he's attentive what what oh, okay yeah i saw it with a buddy and like in like 10 minutes in i turned it and i was like you know what i'm kind of digging this and Man, I couldn't have regretted saying that more about 20 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought... <laughs> Somebody in the front of the theater's ringing the shame bell. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but god damn it. I mean, these fucking actors were great. And, like, the script, the special effects, the dialogue... I mean, we'll, we'll get into it more later, but there was a few lines of dialogue where I was, like, guffawing at it. It was, it was so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess we're moving uh, over to Dave. <laughs> All right, everybody. I try to be a positive guy, and let me say, uh, AMC Theater was wonderfully clean, and uh, <laughs> uh, Gabby and Carol, the attendants, were very wonderful and welcoming. 
And wait a minute, popcorn, you knew the name of your attendance? Uh, uh, the popcorn was delicious, uh-huh. and uh, there was a Portishead song in it, and yeah. that's about all I got for positive things to say about this movie. <laughs> so please, 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 for the love of God, do not go see Fantastic Four. This is a toss it. All right, toss it. So we got three tosses. Will it be a tosser wear party? All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I don't know. Is that a rhetorical question? Like, <laughs> No, I don't know. You have no idea how I'm going to go with this. No. Guys, I, this movie was awesome. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen another movie like this. I was on the edge of my seat like the entire time I watched this movie. I'm serious. Like Every scene I was engaged in. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm tossing the fuck out of this movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> It's a fucking horrible Fantastic Four movie and probably one of the worst comic book movies I've ever seen or ever has been made. Um, but the sheer lack of respect for the source material on this one is just crazy. Uh, it's like Josh Trank himself, he dropped enough LSD to kill an elephant and went out there and made this movie. There are only two acts to this film. The first act is 80 minutes of an origin story. Mm-hmm. The next 20 are the conclusion, the, the climax. <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying 30 minutes into this one, I stopped trying to hope that this was going to be a good movie, and I just accepted it for the weird fucking Elseworld story that it is. Mm -hmm. I said to myself, Josh Trank, go ahead and take me on this drug-induced journey of yours. This movie should have been called Fear and Loathing in Latveria, because it was (laughs) fucking crazy. I've never seen anything like it. Speaking of Doom, he's not a dictator with his sorceress abilities. He's a computer programmer that falls in love with a planet called Zero. Mm Mm-hmm and can make your head explode like a potato in a microwave when he wants to. (laughs) You thought Darth Vader was badass force-choking dudes. This guy can point at people and make their heads explode. Yes, he did. He's a scanner. Basically. Uh, This movie does whatever the fuck it wants to do, whenever it wants to do it. Uh, If the movie needs a time jump, well, we'll jump forward in time. Fuck it. Uh, (laughs) If somewhere in the movie Reed Richards needs to make himself look Hispanic, fuck it. Go ahead. Do it. (laughs) And now Josh Trank is two for two in his movies where kids get superpowers from glowing rocks. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Trank gets his powers from smoking them, apparently. <laughs> is Fantastic Four a good movie? <laughs> Fuck no. Does it respect the source material? Fuck no, not one bit. But should you get drunk and see this movie in the theater? By all means, yes. I, I agree. Yeah, yeah, that's get true. Get fucked up. Get a taxi home. It's so fucking juvenile and ridiculous. It was like, uh, I don't know. I think the only things that... Uh, ben Grimm, the only things that he said in this movie, the big dumpy-looking motherfucker. <laughs> Reed, help me. Help me, Reed. Don't leave me, Reed. I hate you. You're, you're leaving me again, Reed. <laughs> so, part of me thinks that Marvel Studios got Trank, and they got to him, and they paid him on the side to just... Fucking destroy. They're like punked Fox. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> thought that too, dude. I, I'm not joking. It's going to, no, it's going to, it's going to ruin his career. Oh, yeah. His career sunk. I yeah. mean, I don't think that that's the case, but I, unless Marvel is paying him like an undisclosed amount every year for the rest of his life. Right. That's not true. But yeah. I just think it's, I just think you have, like you've heard rumors like that he was drunk, that he was yeah. hiding in janitor's closet. <laughs> out of his mind. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm tossing the fuck out of this. I'm thankful that this guy is not going to be fucking making a Star Wars movie. Oh, oh no. That's the shining line. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're right. This, this movie, I honestly, there are scenes in it that I just gave up. I gave up like 30 minutes in. Yeah. I gave up. I'm like, what? Hey, Trank, what do you got next, man? <laughs> Give take, it to me. Take me on this fucking ride you're calling, <laughs> quote, the Fantastic Four, because I'm blown away. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll break down this movie. Oh, yeah. I think you made great points, though. It's all, it's, it's like if you like bad movies, yes. it's like you like to go, like, Mystery yeah. Science 3000 this movies. Is perfect. Then yeah. You have to see this movie. Like, it's, it's on that level yeah. where, like, if you just accept that it's terrible, you will have a good yeah. time. You'll oh, laugh. <laughs> I want, I want to see the guys from Rift Tracks do this movie. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I want, like, the whole scene where, like, the three guys are getting drunk together. Yes. I want them to do, like, a spoof of fucking Breakfast Club. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was basically a John's fucking Hughes movie there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doom was just, like, almost Jonathan Bender. Yeah. I'm surprised that Kate Mara wasn't there putting lipstick on between her tits. <laughs> it was fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it was. They should have ended the music with that fucking uh, song at the end of the movie. Yeah. And hit, like, I don't know. Don't fucking, you forget about don't me. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> Everything was horrible. (laughs) Fucking editing was horrible. Yes. This was the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen. Like, we talk about, like, the death of Superman Lives, that fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, like, the, the movie, the Nicolas Cage Superman movie that was never made. This should be the Fantastic Four movie that was never made. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, the studio should have jumped in and been like, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? Have you guys seen the, the Corman movie? Oh, yeah. The Corman movie was better than than this. this. And it's not even a joke. Yes. That's not a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who screened this and said, oh, all right. Cool. They had sunk so much money into this. I don't know. Like, like they gave, they had to have given Trank 100% on this before they realized what they had. Yeah, I, I've read a lot of interesting stuff about it. Like, this is just like yeah. Chronicle. This is the same movie it as is. Chronicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With with a bunch of the same actors, even because it's all like character stuff for the first. For, uh, there's two acts, in my opinion. Yeah, there's yeah. an eighty minute or eighty minute origin story followed by twenty minute climax, and it's Chronicle. And it, the battle at the end between the two characters at the end of Chronicle mm-hmm. is this in the Fantastic Four, just with four fucking characters involved f- taking on one guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing that was just blaring. But at me. least in Chronicle, your journey started with you following the the character that becomes evil. I agree. And at least in Chronicle, it's not shitting over beloved source material exactly. that I love. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I I just would have expected more. I would expect it a different take on. You know, I, I didn't expect it to be so fucking blatantly Chronicle again. You know, coming from Josh Trank, I thought, okay, this will be taking some of that but also Wait, i didn't know what to expect coming from josh trank i don't know what to expect because i've only seen chronicle yeah so i guess i mean we could see something like totally different or we could just get uh yeah fantastic four meets chronicle i, I that's what we got i couldn't believe he was just so so blatantly just doing what? the same thing star wars movie if he would have done a star wars movie would have had a jedi looking at a glowing rock yeah <laughs> it makes him evil he turns into a sith and they all fight him <laughs> and at least three people somebody ends up fighting him at the end of the fucking film <laughs> Uh, yeah. this, but they're this, all friends to start out with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> horrible. This movie's horrible. And you guys said that you liked the first like twenty minutes, thirty yeah, minutes. I did. I did. The kids were horrible actors. That's mm-hmm. what took me out of those scenes. Like the kid that fucking played Ben Grimm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> did that, you like when he got hit? <laughs> he's got, uh, such an unfortunate personality for that kid. 
You know? <laughs> and then his oh, – okay, the scene with his older brother, was that supposed to be cute? Because I got the feeling that his brother was, like, really physically abusive to him. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. don't think it was just like, oh, brothers being brothers and here's some horseplay. And- no, I think, like, this kid came home. He's legitimately scared of his brother who beats the shit out of him. Yeah, how weird is it that he adopts his – it's clobbering time yeah. catchphrase yeah, exactly. from his <laughs> abusive brother. It turns into it. something cute at the end. No, that's what makes me so confused about yeah. this, Jake. Are we not supposed – are we supposed to think that it was just two brothers at the beginning with horseplay? Mm-hmm. Because that's not what I got from this. No, right? the mom I, dialogue made it seem like that's exactly not what it was. Even before the mom got involved, I was yeah. thinking like, he's going to beat the shit out of this kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, That was the first moment when I started hating the movie was mm-hmm. when I realized that the older brother was where he got the catchphrase from. It was really fucked up. Well, just the fact that he – I thought that like that's where the catchphrase would end. Mm-hmm. you know, And it's horrible that it would even start there to begin with, with yeah. his brother being physically – and I'm sorry. If somebody saw it differently than me, tell me. If, if you saw that differently than me, then tell me. Like if you didn't think – like if you thought it was just brothers and horseplay, tell me because I want to know. No. Because I, I felt like it was an abusive situation that he was in. Yeah, I did too. I, th- I thought so too, that the mom had no control over. Right. And that he was just getting jacked up by his brother all the well, time. Well, then she beats the shit out of the brother. Well, they show yeah. the brother with his older friends kind of being a dick anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and you're just mm-hmm. thinking like, okay, this is the same asshole character that fucking uh, Kiefer Sutherland played in The Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. And he's going to beat the shit out of his younger brother. Here's what would have made sense is if when he got older, he beat the shit out of him. You know what I mean? When Ben got older, then he beat the shit out of him and then somehow used clobber in time and that. That would have made more sense even though that's stupid too. It would have made more sense than using it I agree there. It makes a lot more sense there. But like, oh yeah, let me take this really horrible thing from my you know past when I was a kid that my brother used to say to me (laughs) as he beat the shit out of me. So so basically – they're saying him being the shit out of him made him stronger somehow. Mm-hmm. So when he's the thing, he's stronger because he got the shit kicked out of him by his brother. <laughs> That's what it's saying, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know. It's like it's it, this is not Batman, though. It's not you're taking your worst fear. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? You know, and I don't know. I, I, I just think it's, it's it didn't add to the development of the character, and it, it made a really fucked up situation. Like, I, just, I thought the I thought the child actors were pretty awful, in my opinion. Yeah, they, I mean they weren't brilliant, and, but. and they're building things that can transfer things to another dimension out of video game consoles, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? <laughs> there were lots of weird Nintendo references in this movie that I didn't really understand either. There was the. The fire flower in, in uh, Johnny Storm's, Johnny Storm's car yeah. and then the Nintendo 64 controller, right. like, in the makeup Marketing. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Josh, well, they're trying to sell shit that you no. can't even buy anymore. Josh Trank is trying to subliminally tell Nintendo he wants to make a Mario movie. Oh, please no. Oh, no. And he'll ground it in science, because that worked out so well in this fucking pile <laughs> of horse shit. This movie should not be called uh, Fantastic Four. It should be called Science Kids, <laughs> because I saw a movie about science kids. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. You're fine. I didn't expect to get so angry about this talking about it because I actually enjoyed myself watching this when I gave up on it. Yeah, yeah. Like seriously, I gave up on it. It was like I was like twenty thirty minutes in. I'm just like, okay, so this is not good. Okay, let's just fucking let's just enjoy this for the (laughs) B movie it is for the pile of horseshit that it is. Just throw whatever you got. Were you drinking when you were watching it? No, No. I wish I was. (laughs) I wish I was. At the beginning of the movie, I was a little upset because of these asshole teenagers behind me. And they were talking and shit. 
And then like 30 minutes in, I'm like, fuck, they got the right idea. Yeah. They have the right idea. Yeah, I did move, so I didn't have to hear them. I had the same problem. I had to move yeah. in my viewing, too. But, um, you know, I kind of understand why they were talking, and this movie was not engaging. No. <laughs> so. Dude, my, the audience at, at my theater, they, I mean, it wasn't packed or anything, but they were laughing at everything, and there was nothing like, none of the moments were supposed to be funny. Yeah. It was just so bad that you would just hear people <clears throat> just kind of uncomfortably like, do I, am I supposed to laugh right now? And you're just like, oh, no, no, that's just really bad. <laughs> that was just really bad. Can I tell you the line of dialogue that I, I like literally guffawed out loud during was the, uh, there is no victor, there is only doom. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're telegraphing it the whole time. Oh, man. <laughs> it's only Zool. I know, it was so terrible. I went at 6.30 on a Friday night on opening weekend, yeah. and there were six other people in the theater. Yeah, jeez. Oh, I went, uh, I went like at, what was it, three o'clock in the afternoon. There's maybe like eight people in it. Yeah. yeah. Probably about 10 and about 6, 6 p.m. I went at 9.35 p.m. last night, and I'd say there's probably about 30 people there. Yeah. Can, can, I, can you guys answer this for me? All right. So it's like we got the whole scene with him as kids and mm-hmm. he's, you know, fucking, uh, making, making, making something that can, transfer a fucking toy car which i thought it would have been cool like once they finally got there that he would have picked up that toy car i was expecting and that would have been like oh okay they tied it into the original uh to the beginning of the movie that's cool no he just picked up a bunch of fucking dirt that's way too smart yeah (laughs) here's the dirt i found (laughs) and so anyway can uh so they're kids and shit. Now we jump ahead. Was it they jump ahead like was it ten years or something? Seven Seven years. Seven years. And uh so Franklin, wait, hold on, hold on. Get, Franklin Storm has been following this kid at science fairs. Yeah, why is he at the science fair? Hold on, science fairs. <laughs> yeah, they never really explain that. This, no, this kid's a fucking okay. The teachers act like this kid's a fucking idiot. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're acting like Miles Teller, Reed Richards is a fucking moron. Yeah. Okay, they're treating this kid like he's fucking like calling it magic, yeah. basically calling him a shyster, like Hard calling trick. him David Copperfield. Hold on, shit. like does does he get shitty grades in school? Do, like, do they like you know what I'm saying? Like, is yeah. this kid like a straight A fucking like whiz? Like, is he brilliant? He they, must, I don't do they think not, he must be. Do they not? You know what I mean? It's because yeah. they're, they're, they're treating him like he's a fucking like. Oh, this kid's gonna work behind the counter of a fucking like uh, White Castle or some shit. There's S- nothing to put him on anyone's radar. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they Especially make, Franklin. Richards they make him right do over his fucking like uh, whatever it is, his uh, career day speech or yeah. whatever. What he wants to be when he grows right. up. Yeah. They're like, oh, we're not going to give you another F. We'll give you another chance. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he gets good grades. <laughs> well, they don't explain any of. They them. don't yeah, explain yeah, any. Yeah. That's a problem. I mean, yeah, it's all like it, that's fan fiction too. That goes along with Trank's fan fiction of this whole movie. He gets nobody, nobody knows anything. He gets F's for fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's where they got the name from. <laughs> this kid's got to be like, I, like see, that's what I didn't understand. And and like like why is Franklin there? Maybe I can because like I maybe it was like a throwaway line, but like. Why is like this guy that's a, in, in charge of this huge fucking you know science project, this you know interdimensional fucking you yeah? Know. How do you even find out about that he was even doing that? Well, I mean, seven years prior when the power went out, you know what I mean? Uh, did anybody? Yeah. No, did, 
Did, did they investigate it that it was this kid that was like, you know, yeah, I'm teleporting things yeah. from with my Nintendo 64. <laughs> I fucking hate that though when you have to like explain the movie for the movie. Like I think the the reason you're coming up with is a possible reason, but the movie gave us no indication that that's what happened. No. We didn't have a cutaway right. to Franklin going, someone else did it. Yes. Or anything. Like no. how hard would Next that thing have fucking you know, been? 7 years later, I'm at your science fair yeah. project. Yeah. Just hanging out. Just hanging out. And when you're when, when uh, the voice from The Simpsons says uh, you're you're a magician, <laughs> fucking David Copperfield, go fuck yourself. <laughs> then fucking uh, uh, Franklin Storm comes over there and is like, "Wow, you did it! Yeah. You did it! I can't believe you did it." We've never been able to bring stuff back, right? <laughs> <laughs> Film this. Film this, Sue. You know. You know what? You know what? You know what's You know what's more amazing? The fact that he like fucking sent thing something to a different dimension. The fact that fucking Franklin Storm showed up to this fucking science fair. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that explain. I mean, you could probably explain the fucking science and in interdimensional travel easier than it is fucking Franklin Storm showing up to this fucking science fair project. Yeah, I wonder how many other science fairs he showed up at. He's like, mm-hmm. fuck, it's another potato clock and volcano. Next one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck up else about, like, Johnny Storm doesn't even show up until, like, 35, 40 minutes into the movie, establishing no relationship with his supposed sister. Right. No. I got really pissed off. Like, one of my favorite things in the Fantastic Four comic is the interplay between the characters of Johnny Storm and Ben Grimm. Yeah. And you get one little teasing moment that's, like, five fucking seconds at the very ass end of the movie, like literally in the last two minutes of the movie. Well, we wouldn't want to take too much from those previous Fantastic Four films. Uh. (laughs) Okay, but guys, didn't you get the impression that Michael B. Jordan was just showing up like, hey, I owe this guy, I gotta play this role. Like, he he did not seem invested in the character whatsoever. He was just reading his lines. I don't think, no, he was doing, he he didn't know what the final outcome, the final product was gonna be of this film. Yeah. I thought he did probably he was given I think that there's a lot of shit that ended up on the cutting room floor of this movie and I don't I don't know. I mean, he had success with Chronicle. Why wouldn't he come into this thinking that they're not going to have success working together again? I don't know. Like when you compare his work and like compare any scene from Fruitvale Station to any scene But in look this. at the directors behind that, Dave. Competent directors on that. But but if he but if he if he saw I don't oh, think this he was, guy I haven't worked with in years is still like wait we're basically doing the so same. So you're saying movie he's phoning again. it in? He's phoning it I in. I think he felt like he owed the guy. So he's showing up. He's I think he felt job. like okay, comic book movies are hot right now. The studio's going to pay me a shit ton of fucking money, and this could be like steady income for me. Yeah, because, and he had a good experience with right. Trank. In that first movie. Right, and they're touting this as from the studio that brought you Days of Future Past, which was very successful. Mm-hmm. It was like the second highest grossing comic book movie of last year behind Guardians of the Galaxy. There's no reason for him not to jump in onto this. Oh, I owe him a favor? Fuck that. Uh, I, I, I don't think that uh, Ben Affleck is looking at Kevin Smith and saying, oh, I owe you a favor. I got to be in Mallrats too." Ben Affleck's, no, no, I'm fucking directing shit. I'm fucking starring in big motion pictures now. Maybe I can give you two minutes for Mallrats too, but I'm not going to be a main character in that fucking thing. I don't think he owes him. I think he could have used this time better. I think he saw a future in this. They had already greenlit it for a second film, 
and I think that they were already talking about crossovers. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of that, he saw he saw future paychecks with this. <laughs> oh. Usually, these guys they sign like a, a a contract, maybe a one picture, two picture deal. But after that, if these things explode, then they have the leverage. Mm-hmm. Then they can say, "This is what I want going forward." I mean. You know, I—I I mean, honestly, I, I bet he wishes he was like, "Fuck, dude! I wish I was John Boyega right now, and I was playing Finn in Star Wars because fuck it, I—I because I, they were talking about Michael yeah, B. Jordan. They were they being were. in Star Wars, oh, and shit. I think it probably came down to him or John Boyega, and he made the wrong choice. I—I uh, I actually hope that they um, do still do the X Men Fantastic Four crossover, and just that we have uh, Oscar Isaac Apocalypse kill this entire reality <laughs> in the first five minutes of X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> My, Michael B. Jordan was like the biggest cheerleader of the of the whole thing. I think from the get go. So I don't think it was a lack of his like being into it. Um, I think it it boils down to, and this is why the second act sucked. They they had a big buildup of Ben and Reed. They had like their childhood, and you have this kind of explanation of where they're coming from. And then they throw them into the Storm family, which has literally no introduction for the most part. And you know, like you guys said, mm-hmm. Johnny Storm's well, intro. The tone of the movie. The, okay, the tone of the movie did not fit with Michael B. Jordan's character. I not agree. at all. Like, I agree. Yeah, he was the most animated character in the movie, and I, you can say Ben Grimm was because he was all CG. <laughs> but you know what? Jamie Bell sucked. Yeah, in of, this the, four, of the movie. four, he was the worst. Yeah. Help Dismal. me, Reed. Yeah. And I, help me. I think Brian, you made a great point about just how weird the pacing was. Like, yeah. first you don't see um, Human Torch or Johnny Storm for 30 minutes, and then once you introduce him, Ben Grimm's out of the picture for like 30, 35, right. 40 minutes. Exactly. I, I was like... Oh, until they get drunk. Yeah. And then he fucking drunk dials. I can't do it without you, buddy. I have you, bro. (laughs) Right now. Right now. Did anybody anybody else get annoyed with the Swiss Army knife? And why they spent so much time with the Swiss Army knife that was, I thought, going to be potentially important later on. And it was just Chekhov's gun. That that whole showed up. That whole friendship, like, it's supposed to be super important. And they didn't really make it feel that way at all, you know? No. Just he helped him, yeah. He helped him like build well, stuff. Well, the way they met, it was just stupid. Like uh, I, I show up to the junkyard, yeah. and hey, who's in there? Oh, it's me. You I, know, it, and it would have been cooler if some friends. It'd been cooler <laughs> if like somebody was picking on Reed, and then yeah. Ben steps in and beats the shit out of him. Yeah, there was no reason why the jock kid would feel sorry for the nerd kid at all. Right. Like the reason the movie gave us no explanation right. as to why there was any kinship there whatsoever. Oh, but he saw his diagram of the I know, he looked over and saw it on his desk. Yeah, and that's I, what, enough. What did that do for oh, me? Oh, it just connected you right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One of our listeners is gonna say that, so I wanted to make sure I brought it up. <laughs> Good job, Jay. <laughs> Cover all bases. They here. totally connected. I thought I thought Michael B. Jordan for like I thought he was probably the best actor in this. Yeah. But his acting didn't fit with the tone of the movie. Like he was fun and like like when he got his powers and shit, he was all like cocky and shit. And I was yeah. like, dude, I fucking I actually kind of dig him as Johnny Storm in a different movie with a different tone. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if he knew what kind of yeah, when they're filming this shit, they don't know what it's gonna the final out. You know what I mean? The final product's gonna be. They're just doing what they're supposed to be doing. 
that end battle scene, Dave, they had no idea what they were doing because the direction was shit. They were all standing in front of green screens, Dave, and Josh Trank's telling them to move this way, to move that way, have this facial expression, look at this character this way, and do that. And by the end of it, when we saw it, it was a clusterfuck of nothing. They had no idea what they were doing when they did it. It was just green screen mess. God, it was the blandest fucking CG world I've ever seen in my fucking life. <laughs> it was too. horrible looking. Yeah. God did, damn. Did anybody think that, that we were in for a real mess when the monkey looked so cartoonish? Oh yeah. Oh, Why yeah. can't you uh, use a real monkey? Well, yeah. The mon- I mean, okay, we're talking about, we're talking about monkeys, and we're talking about a movie that Toby Cabell was in, right? <laughs> where he played the fucking uh, what was the what was the evil monkey in uh, uh, Rise of the Planet? Caesar. Yeah. No, oh no, that's no. that's the good. One. That's the good one. Toby Cabell played the evil one. Oh fuck, fuck! I can't remember the. The only thing that would have saved any of this movie for me too would have been if he played that same evil monkey. <laughs> if they would have, dude, that would have been dope as fuck, though. For real, Dave's, Dave's nodding. Absolutely, that would have been dope as fuck if you would have looked in there and saw that same monkey from uh, fucking uh, Rise and Dawn. Yeah. Oh shit! I would have been like, dude, that's awesome. As a as a giant as a giant fan of the comic book Fantastic Four, I thought maybe we'd get a little bit of red ghost easter egg with the with the monkey stuff yeah but there was nothing none of that yeah, either they, were, they they seem to be very anti-easter egg unless it was nintendo related yeah unless it was nintendo related <laughs> it's like you got a monkey you got a monkey that could possibly get powers and one of the like main villains of the fantastic four involving that it's like why why didn't they do anything with that because at, did they did they do dr doom's origin oh, justice christ i mean seriously like him and reed Never were fucking like like uh, roommates. Yeah, and uh, no, like they weren't roommates, were they? Or did okay. he didn't want to no. be roommates? Like the 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 antagonism between the two leads into the biggest problem with the movie. Who's my favorite character? The Fantastic Four, Invisible Woman, and like. Uh, of course, of course she empowered is. Empowered female. Dude, the whole... God, you're so goddamn predictable, Dave. No, anyway, I'm, go ahead. I'm saying the whole, her whole <laughs> character was about why Victor and Reed hate each other. Like, that was the only purpose she served in the movie. Oh, yeah. She was weak as shit. Like, the only time Reed and him ever had any disagreements... I need to have an empowered bumper. I didn't there's, got, there's gotta be... I have to make an empowered bumper for, like, when he goes on these empowered... Dude, he, he, when he told when he told Reed you're being unprofessional, uh, like that was like the only time they had a disagreement. The yeah. whole fucking movie. Now he wants to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Like, you stole my girl. Now I hate you. Like that was Sue's whole right. purpose in the goddamn movie. I didn't understand how Sue got her fucking powers in the first place. Well, I mean, yeah, she didn't even get to go to. <laughs> she got radiated in the, in the comic books. I mean, there was a lot of like uh, flirting earlier on in the Fantastic Four history, where like Namor was flirting with yeah. Sue and. That was a big part of the story early on in the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Sue, of course, chose Reed, but there was back and forth flirting between those two. So I, I get annoyed that we always have to tie Doom's origin into the Fantastic Four's origin. It's the same mistake the last movies made, where they had Doom on the space shuttle. Exactly. With them. That's why it's you like, can't well, they it. tried to they tried to kill two, uh. two birds with one stone. Hey, at least in the first two movies, it's about space exploration. Yes. Yes. And this is like I do understand that that the Fantastic Four do travel to different dimensions, but I think when you start off with that, you're you're kind of like you're 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 doing a little bit more into like Doctor Strange type of territory. Mm-hmm. And I think the Fantastic Four is more about when they first came out. It was during the space race in the '60s, and it was about space exploration. And I and I, I think that this is where this film 
fails. Right. Yeah. I still think. I mean, it is also about exploring like alternate universes and realities. I know. I agree. I that up so hard. I said I agree. They do that too. Yeah. But I think when you just focus on this, I, I think I think you're kind of missing the boat. Another thing about this movie that I really hated is kind of the same thing I hate. It's the same reason I hate Avatar so much, where it's like the military is the most evil thing ever, <laughs> Every and time. scientists yeah. are okay. And thank God for the loving scientists that are saving the world. The only thing that I want to see come out of this movie going forward is the video game where I get to play as Ben Grimm and I just get to go around and destroy other fucking countries (laughs) and just kill fucking soldiers. Exactly. Like you can't kill him. You know what I mean? You just – you play – you're like in God mode. Yeah. In Doom, and you just get to do whatever the fuck you want to as Ben Grimm. <laughs> I love, I like, that's one of those, like, when I gave up on this movie, mm-hmm. when they did that, I was like, oh, like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> I go, I want to play this video game. Like, th- all you see in this video game is, like, him flying in on a fucking, like, you know, chopper or whatever the fuck, dropping down, landing, and then just picking up tanks, throwing them, killing people. <laughs> and I, actually, uh, in my version, you just get to choose your destination. You know what I mean? It's like, shit, uh, yeah, we, uh, he fucking, uh, I just destroyed the Middle East, and, you know what? Now I'm just going to go to Macy's here in Minnesota and just start killing people. <laughs> you know, that would just be the ultimate video game for me, just being the thing and just being able to toss shit around. I'm with you. I was I'm like, with what you. the fuck am I watching here? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, like you see him on a screen, he just picks up a tank and throws it, and there's like a guy shooting a gun, he just picks it. And it's like, it's like, can't you see, kid, that you're being manipulated? Right. Like, oh yeah, we're looking, you know, I, uh, we're looking for a cure for you. But in the meantime, <laughs> we'd like you to go around killing people. <laughs> They're not gonna let you go, dude. You're a weapon to them, yeah. man. I wonder if they, they will even make a video game based off of this shit. That was the only redeeming factor of, uh, Wolverine Origin was the mm. awesome video game. <laughs> <laughs> you, but that's another thing, like, Frank- they didn't fully explore things though, right? No. I mean, you know what I mean? Cause like, like, it felt like Ben Grimm, like, I think they could have, like, Explored maybe like some kind of like, uh, not post traumatic stress disorder, but like how he feels after just going out there and blooding his, uh, you know, his rock hands. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, Am I a monster? Am I like, a monster? None of that. Like none of that. Like the only thing you got from it was like visually that he looked like a monster and other people's reactions at looking at him. Like even at the end of the movie, like everything's all like chummy and everybody's like, eh. yeah, they're okay. But he's not like, fuck, you know, I'm a fucking rock monster still. It's like, yeah, I guess I'm a rock. Fuck it. I don't have a dick now now and uh, i'm a well, fucking rock monster but they 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 again that was the the, the lack of transitional elements You're right. because like doom the only thing we saw him do aggressive prior to his transformation was aggressively close some shutters yeah i mean like that's like yeah the, why was he so mad yeah that was like the <laughs> only thing you saw him do that was aggressive and he hates these blinds <laughs> i know the, 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 the edits were very clear in the scene where they were where they introduced, they described his character, and immediately, as as the character was talking about his name, a shot to the screen, the sheet of paper that said his name. Right, like it was yeah. very obvious that well, we we didn't ha- couldn't bring everybody back to reshoot this scene. So when he says his name, Victor Domashev, we're gonna flash to a piece of paper. Like, <laughs> it was just a yeah, piece of did. paper that said Victor Von Doom, Latveria. Please I, don't yeah. be mad, Latino. That's a, that's a Latino great point. review was wrong. 
don't listen to Latino Review. You know <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, hold on. I, okay, I, I had a problem with the science fair. I mentioned that earlier. I thought mm-hmm. that was fucking stupid. But the fact that like they've got these kids working on this thing, and once they complete it, like the entire Ant Man movie, we had Hank Pym trying to protect his daughter, mm-hmm. and so she wouldn't become the Ant Man, and. They're scouting Hank. Uh, they're scouting Scott Lang, which I thought was kind of ridiculous and everything. Uh, but anyway, that makes more sense. That shit looks like Citizen Kane yes. next to this. <laughs> but, but fucking. But he's like Franklin is ready to send. Yeah. These kids into this machine. His, own, he, his own kids. His own kids. He's no. cool with it after they transformed. No, he he was just he was just placating them. He knew all along. That Bullshit. He's like, no, I'll take care of this kid. Don't worry. Bullshit. Bullshit. He he was behind it. Josh Trank is that incompetent, Dave. When he directed this movie and wrote this movie, he those kids <laughs> they fully believed that they were going to get to go, which <laughs> led us to like later on having the drinking scene and them talking about how like nobody remembers who built these space shuttles. They yeah. only remember Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin, these guys that got to step foot on the moon and shit. So you know what really bothered me about this movie? I got a question for all you guys. Did did Reed Richards and Sue Storm fall in love in this movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. They had their little fucking moment where they were like giggling back and forth, and then it was abruptly uh, interrupted by uh, Victor Von Doom. Yeah, it's like one of the few comic book stories that you're adapting that actually have the love story right there in the source material, yes. and you can't even fucking like do that. That's why they this. Okay, that's why. This movie shouldn't have been modeled after the Ultimate Universe and them as teenagers, and it should have been them as adults. Yeah. So I still think they could have been done either way. Like they just didn't bother with it. Why they couldn't just... they've? Do- I honestly think why couldn't they? Okay, what's the first X Men movie that you really, really thought was awesome? X Men First Class, yes. in my opinion. Yes. And that movie was set in the '60s. I think this movie should have mirrored that and mm-hmm. been set in the '60s. We could have taken these characters as more adult, made it set in the '60s, and then done some crazy thing with time, like Days of Future Past. This thing where mm-hmm. they are in the same time period right. as the X Men. There's your crossover. Ha- have yeah. the have the family units set up already because that's important. That's what's almost the most important thing about it. We had the space race in the 60s and it was all about space exploration back then. Right now, I mean, they don't, we're not sending any shuttles up there or anything. You know what I mean? If you're going to do, it makes more sense that this is a timepiece in the 60s, in my opinion. But I don't, yeah, but I don't think that Trank. I the studio should have thought of that because it, it worked for, it worked for first class. I think it's a little bit 50-50 on who's to blame here. I think Trent got a little bit finchered, too. Like I, Alien 3 finchered a bit. I'm not going to disagree with you, man. I'm not going to disagree with you. So, but there's nothing in this movie that makes me feel like there could be a great movie that came out of this. And I agree with that. I agree with that, too. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit of both sides. Exactly. Up. It's like, oh, you're saying that... Your version of this movie, Trank, if they if 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 it would have been the director's cut, yeah, that you would have had a mo- a version of this Doctor Doom, and your version wouldn't have included them when they when they, when they were leaving Planet Zero, that rocks were flying into the chamber with Ben Grimm, <laughs> fire went into the chamber, yeah, of Johnny Storm. <laughs> 
And then what happened? Why is he Did rubber bands going to the yeah. chamber of regions? <laughs> I was just gonna, I had a rubber on. I was going to say Play-Doh. <laughs> Condoms. Fucking that. He was going to do Sue yeah. beforehand, so he pre Planet Zero Trojans <laughs> came flying into, into this state. Frank farted on Sue Storm. <laughs> well, like, okay, Victor, like, don't you think Victor would have taken issue with the fact that they weren't bringing Sue? Like, wait, some random drink. kid from a salvage yard we're waiting on? You know, when Sue's you know, in the same building, like that didn't make any sense. And like when uh, Victor Von Doom and and Reed, like the one scene where they conflict, right? Yeah. He says to him, "You're being unprofessional. That isn't the way this is." You know, there we could have had a moment like she's not your girl anymore. No, he got Reed goes, "I'm going to take a nap." Yeah, <laughs> like that was the resolution. That we did it, Doom. I'm taking a nap. I was like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> yeah, I thought that scene perfectly summed up that like. He had no idea where he was going with these relationships. Yeah. When, when the one, the first scene I've seen the conflict between Reed and Victor, which, like, how, how impressive is it? Like, how bad of a job do you have to do on Doom when I thought you couldn't fuck that character up anymore? Like, <laughs> I really thought that the last group of movies, that, that was the worst you could do, Victor Von Doom. And now you get the, like, Baby of a crash test dummy and a Terminator. Like I, I actually kind of like. Um, I, they really fucked him up in the baby first one. Baby of a crash test dummy yeah. and a Terminator. High five! <laughs> Seriously, nice. Like, like what? what like, it, oh, the 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 environmental suit fused to his body, dude. He had like a piece of rubber on his face. It looked like yeah, glass. It was yeah, fucked up. and like glass. How in the world did he turn into the 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 what what we saw there? Yeah, um, I actually kind of liked Rise of Silver Surfer Doom. Me too. I thought they That's did. They saying. did an okay job there. Yeah, like it was. It was. It was such they, a they train res- wreck. They responded to like the first film. Yeah, I feel like they, they, they responded the well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did you guys not get way but, more of? But, an, but, of then, an, but then they fucked up Galactus. Yeah. <laughs> but didn't you get way more of an Annihilus vibe from yeah. this this Doctor Doom? It I made a lot gonna, more sense. I was just going to say, like, okay, the whole premise is flawed. Stop doing the Doctor Doom origin if you're going to go. To another dimension, introduce Annihilus. Make that the fucking villain that you find while exploring this planet or whatnot. Well, if it's the negative zone, yeah. of course you're going to be Annihilus. And get get that family dynamic out of the way, so we don't have to build that up. Make them already an established, like you said, older. Make them established, like we've already been working together a long time. Why can't Reed fuck Doom up in a fucking science experiment in class? How is that so fucking hard to pull off? <laughs> Like, why does he have to go to space with them or go to the fucking zero right. planet he with them or be go there. to whatever yeah. the fuck with them? He finds out about it later and then tries to duplicate it himself and then maybe gets his powers that way or goes by himself. But don't clump them all together. That's too much. And the, and you don't care about the villain either. I so. want him to fucking sell his mom to Satan for powers, just like the fucking comic book. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> fuck all this bullshit. <laughs> The, the the scene where you first were introduced to Victor and he was in the the hacker room. Yes, yeah, the hacker room. And, and, but but you know you could tell they originally when they shot that scene there was going to be like nine inch nailsy dubstep stuff in the background. But yeah. now no, it's Victor Von Doom. It's classical music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, clean yourself up, Victor. <laughs> okay, uh, in the comic books, correct me if I'm wrong, but does Sue Storm have to hold her breath to do the? No, no. What the fuck was that about? No. Yeah, that was weird. How many times did? Because like every time she would exhale, like the the force field shield would yeah. go down, and I was just like, "What is going on here?" She was essentially their driver. 
Like anytime they needed to move uh, them from point the A to point B. The fucking bubble transportation yeah. scenes were horrible. Yeah, she was their driver. That <laughs> horrible. Was, that was her job. Well, and then Johnny Storm was like flying right alongside He's him. Cool. Or he was directing them. He and, like pushed the marble. Yeah. <laughs> they did it like six times. It's like, okay, she can tell, she can put these guys in a bubble and fly. Their okay. final action sequence was just incredible. Oh, it was terrible. There was, there was one moment where there was like, um, there was like three steps that Reed Richards had to climb to punch Doom. And he, like, stretches up to go up three steps. I'm like, just go up the three fucking steps. You don't even need your stretchy powers here. <laughs> it's like, wow, look at me stretch my arm and pull myself up three steps. It's like, I can pull myself up three steps. What about the horrific scenes when his arms are stretched out when he's laid on that table? Yeah. That looked like a fucking horror movie. That yeah. was freaking me the fuck out. I was like, what's fun about this? Yeah, like, that was like I a Cronenberg bitch, movie. I piss and moan about the fucking, the fun Marvel movies and shit like that. But, like, I needed a little bit of that here because that was fucking horrific. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. he's literally <laughs> like yeah. he's laid out on a goddamn table and his arms are like stretched out and shit and it looked creepy as fuck. Yeah, they're throbbing. And the and the people that did that never considered once that he could unstretch just to get right out of it. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like that's all he did was just revert back to normal. I'm free. Yeah. <laughs> well, they had too much military and not enough scientists. Oh, too. Yeah, agree. He's the only one who can escape, even though Sue Storm can be invisible. She couldn't have escaped. Uh, <laughs> no way in hell. This uh, movie was bizarre. <laughs> it was bizarre. I, dude, I no like like my favorite part in the movie, and I hate this movie. Don't get me wrong, I hate it. But my favorite part in this movie was like when Doom's like walking down in the corridor, and it's like uh, yeah. fucking horror film and shit. Yeah. and he's just like he's just like fucking like pointing at motherfuckers, and boom, and their heads. It's exploding and shit. I was just like, dude, that is dope as fuck. This movie's dumb as fuck. Yeah. And that's dumb, but fucking give it to me. This is just <laughs> hit me with fucking crazy. Uh, okay, but is it, isn't it sort of in bad taste? Think about everybody out there who's lost somebody, who's lost somebody in the military, right? Mm. Okay, I'm sitting there and watching the scene and starting to be amused by how dumb it is. What, now, don't get me wrong. He wasted uh, Tim Blake, I'm not Mole Man Nelson. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, that was good. He did like his scanner thing where he made his head explode. But then when he was doing it, walking down the halls, and it's all these soldiers, and people are laughing in the theater. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like, is that really the reaction you're going for? A bunch of American soldiers, right? They're, these aren't the contractor. These aren't these. You're watching a bunch of American soldiers' heads explode in like bat, like worse than Walking Dead CGI, and like people are laughing. Is that really in the best of taste? I don't know. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm still laughing. I thought it was yeah, ridiculous. I was I'm not, too. yeah, I don't think it's, <laughs> Dave, I don't think that it's like some kind of like, Thing where they're trying to upset soldiers. Or they something. were the evil military, Dave. Don't feel bad for them. <laughs> I, I didn't get the message of the film. That's, <laughs> wait a minute. What was I thinking? Yeah, they were the evil version of the military. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they wanted to take this technology and use it for evil. <laughs> they're the same. They're Hydra. The same, they're the, exactly. They're the same military that wants to use this boy uh, rock monster as their weapon. Yeah. So. <laughs> Damn, I really want that video game now. <laughs> that would be awesome, right? Oh, man. Just, well, maybe he goes into, like, Orange Hulk mode, and you see everybody with Reed's face, and he just starts wasting everybody. Yeah, I want it with the Wii so I can, like, be swinging at motherfucker people myself. I just want there to be, like, really cool, like, intermission scenes where it's like, Help me, <laughs> Help me. You're not my friend. You left me, Reed. <laughs> 
What? Like later on. Why are you now Latino? Okay, now I'll help you. <laughs> what was up with that? That was really I weird. I love the sound effects when he changed back to normal. It was like, it was like taking a balloon and like rubbing your finger yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was so awful. It was that awful. whole scene was just stupid, and there was no payoff there because, like, his whole—he'd been—he just left for. It was so weird. It was so. One year later, I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is? Well, fuck it, whatever. You've you've done some. You've done this so far. Fuck it. Why not? One year. And later. he's like, I'm trying to. Fuck it. I'm trying to find Ben Grimm. You know where Ben Grimm is? He's exactly where you left <laughs> a year later. He's at the same place. Remember that? Where you left him. Why the, the fuck, fuck is well, he looking for him? Well, the thing is, like, he was trying to build a single man unit to go back to Planet Zero so he could figure out a cure for everything. Oh, okay, okay. So that's why he was at this, like, market there buying this thing from that guy. That's why he had to look Mexican. <laughs> it was just really weird. How are we going to find him? We need you, Sue, to follow the patterns. Yeah, the patterns. Oh, Captain Nemo, there he is, that's him <laughs> That's a pattern oh, Fuck me it Fuck me, fantastic so Why are you movie. looking for patterns? That's so stupid <laughs> I'll need some music <laughs> Oh my god Oh my god Because oh, they so established bad. all these things so well yeah, She like likes the, music, guys The payoff was just amazing I was like, oh, when they started playing the music I'm not, like, my heart was racing yeah. I'm like, oh, You're she's like, gonna find yeah. out oh, Okay, guys, and Mr. Fantastic has been resisting them for a year, and they bring him in, and he's just like, oh, okay, I'll fix that. One minute. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it takes a, Oh, I'll need less than ten minutes. We're good, yeah. guys. Don't worry. I'll help you guys, just like the rest of the guys. <laughs> yeah, and like uh, when uh, Johnny Storm just like accepted him again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Real, like it was nothing. What's up, bro? What's it's up, about dude? family, bro. <laughs> well, he was bringing the Fast and Furious vibe to the movie, oh, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's about family. Who cares how long it's going to take Reed to figure it Dude, out? Just cut jump to I it. I love the part. I love the part. I love the part when Ben Grimm is when he first changes into the pile of rocks and all you see is a pile of rocks talking. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this is great. He's like, help me. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Help me. No, no. The, the height of stupid. The height of motherfucking stupid is when they send the soldiers oh, to the negative zone. It's not the negative zone. Oh, excuse me, planet zero? Planet zero. Don't Copyright. insult the negative There's zone. There's no okay. calories on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dr. Doom zero plays possum. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Dr. Doom, like, that, that's when you know this has no relation to anything you've ever seen in the Marvel Universe. He could have killed them all. Yeah, Dr. Doom. Taking the machine. Played possum. Doctor Doom feigned injury. No, I'm sorry. Okay, folks. hold on. You have never read a fucking Doctor Doom comic. Wait, okay, th- let's understand this then. So, like, he like act- okay. So they find him, and he's all like fucking like looks like he's like a uh, hermit Jedi and shit. Okay, mm-hmm. and so he like falls down right to his knees or something, and then like they carry him back to the thing and they bring him back right. Yeah, and his whole purpose is to. Then open up kill, the portal. Go right back. Open up the portal. So he had to do. He had to open it from their side. Right. He needed Reed's help because Reed's smarter than him. But he killed. It could have killed the soldiers and just gotten in the machine and gone back himself and then killed everyone like he did already. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it mm. was. It was like it was. It was totally wrong. I loved wrong, it. No, wrong. I loved it when when Doctor Franklin died. <laughs> the words of advice that he gave yeah. as he was dying. He told, you know, brother and sister, he's like, look after one another. And as he was dying, I literally, I don't care if he was my father, I would have looked at him and said, no shit. (laughs) 
I thought I was supposed to look after the paper boy asshole. Maybe maybe Josh Trank should have looked after this fucking script because it was garbage. God. What the fuck? And read the source. Can material. we jump right to the and end? And you know what? You know what? I guarantee there's going to be some people that watch this movie that liked it. They're going to be like, these guys are just trashing on it because all the other critics did. No, this is not a good Fantastic Four movie. No. If this would have been called something different. Chronicle 2? Chronicle 2 or <laughs> Science Kids. Yeah. I wanted to like this movie so bad. I would have given anything to fucking at least taste this movie. Mm. Jake, you asked if we can jump right to the end? Yeah. The I want- movie did. Why can't yeah. we? <laughs> yeah, 80 minutes of origin story followed by 20 minutes of a climax. Yes. God, I've fight, the- fight, fight. I've brought this up in previous movie reviews, but the uh, naming of the team part just made me want to punch myself oh, in the that fucking was face. so stupid. Okay, that was awful. <laughs> oh my God, that was awful. And forced. And it, it, that's another thing that so did not fit forced. the tone of this movie at all. Yeah. Like, that fits the tone of like a cheesy Marvel movie. Reed, Reed literally said, Sue's like, why do we have to name ourselves? Well, there's four of us, and we're acting as a team. Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> guys, I've got it. And then it fades to black. Yeah. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, Ben. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. Say that again, yeah. Ben? <laughs> I couldn't fantastic. think of that. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, that, that's no, it. no, 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 no. That's it. It should have been. It should have been. It should have been. It's clobbering. And they're called the clobbering four <laughs> because he loves that phrase so fucking much. How about help me read four? <laughs> help me read four. <laughs> like help me read. Help me. Help me read. Uh, he looked like – it reminded me of like, you know, like an island of Dr. Moreau kind of like animal-human hybrid that they find and it's just like kill me. Yeah. Kill me. Like, put me out of my misery. I hurt myself punching myself in the head there. (laughs) Why'd you punch yourself in the head? From the movie. It made you Um, do it. (laughs) It made me. It's an abusive movie. Josh Trank made me do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I thought I'd have a lot more to, I thought we were gonna break down this movie scene by scene, but it's, and and I can, but it's, it's, no. I'm not going to. (laughs) Please don't. Please, Brian, no. Help me read. I was fully ready to do that, but, I can't. I. I don't think I can go through this whole thing again. I mean, I will. I will definitely watch this again. Oh, I, I can't wait. I cannot of. wait to watch this movie again. I might see it again in theaters. I can't wait to see that pep talk one more time before the final battle. Yeah, good speech. No, you got to go into this movie, Dave, and just be like, "This movie's ridiculous." You've <laughs> got to appreciate it for like the like. You got to appreciate this movie for the fact that it got made. Like, like this is fucking insane how this movie got made. Like, I am interested. I want to know the behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like we're getting like the, the behind the scenes of the Roger Corman movie, you know, um, the fantastic, it's called Doomed. And I'm getting that. I, I, it's an Indiegogo. Somebody needs to find out from Trank, like what happened between him and Fox. I, I'm telling you, 10, 20 years from now, there needs to be a Kickstarter where we learn like how this movie was made. I'm really interested. This movie is such a fucking train wreck and so goddamn weird that you have to I watch want it. answers. Yeah. I'm right there with you. If Didn't, the Blu-ray has a Trank commentary yes. track, I'm gonna buy the movie. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this. Didn't fuck Batman that. on Batman do a three part? They interview? did. They yeah, did. But yeah. they. But and they're supposed to have him back. But I mean, did if you have you listened to it? Can you tell me more about it then? I mean, what is he saying about this? No. Okay, then hopefully, because I'm hearing it's a four parter. If they bring him back for a fourth part, maybe he'll open up about it more. Because I want to hear it. Yeah, just bizarre. This movie was bizarre. You know what? I'm part of the um, movie rewards program, and I actually got a free ticket to see a movie for seeing this movie. 
And I was like, yes, some redemption from this movie. <laughs> Jake's like, fuck it, I'm going to go see it again. No, no, no. I want to see this movie again. I'm going to wait till Blu-ray. Go, go it, out straight out of Compton and let this all go out of yes, your mind. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I want to drop Ben Grimm into Compton. <laughs> In the video game. <laughs> you know, that Throwing be- low riders around. <laughs> 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 Hitting the switches. That's help me read. Just keep saying help me ice cube throughout the entire fucking video game. That's all he says. There's a button to make him say that as much as you want. <laughs> You're not my friend. That's the other one. <laughs> That's what you said last time. <laughs> <laughs> this movie was so fucking it was weird. I want my Swiss Army knife back. Yeah. <laughs> Sentimental value. Oh, no. Uh, well, guys, I we got to wrap up because I got to go to Ace Hardware and make a time machine. <laughs> oh, shit. <'Cause, laughs> Jay, do you have any spare parts? I've got your, some. Your Nintendo 64? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, I feel, I, feel like, I feel like solving Cold Fusion tonight with your Commodore 64. Do you like rocks? I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go with you guys, but somehow I'm still going to get powers you'll anyway. show up later exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the invisible woman just gets the aftershocks yeah dude i think tim heidegger read this script and was like i have to be in this movie oh my god like this is i guess it does be, make sense this is going to be an absurdist mess i must be involved at the end of the movie it should have just said great job <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I, I hadn't done any research about the end credits thing. So the, the minute the movie ended, I walked out. I'm like, I don't want to fucking stay. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I walked out too, and I got in my car, and then I googled whether or not I there did was, the same thing. There was yeah. any currency. I was like, yes, I, I made the right decision. I did the same thing. <laughs> I, I did it while I was sitting there. Is there end credit scenes? And no, I said no, no, please. no. I was I, in my car. I, right? I did what Jake did. I, I walked out of the movie. I was in my car, and then I looked it up because yeah. I was like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like because they're just gonna show me some stupid scene it's probably like it's probably Ben Grimm going read the movie's <laughs> over and I'm still like this <laughs> help me <laughs> and Reed just goes no we're never gonna have a sequel it's either now or never and okay so are we supposed to believe okay hold on are we supposed to believe that? Okay, let's. Okay, they're okay. They're not making another one. No. Okay. They're, okay. They're not making another one. No. The studio's not that stupid. Okay. There, there's no coming back from this. <laughs> um, it made twenty six point two million dollars this weekend. It got beat out by Mission Impossible Six, which is in its second week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie is one of. I think it's the second lowest. Green Hornet. Yes. With Seth Rogen. Oh, no. Beat this movie with $33 million, guys. <laughs> I, I saw someone, um, I wish I could give credit where credit was due, but I saw someone on Facebook say that the, uh, Denny's Fantastic Four menu was gonna make more money than the actual <laughs> Fantastic Four movie. And I was like, over my thing. Like, that's not even a joke. Superman I, that, Returns has been dethroned as the worst comic book movie. What are you talking about, time. Superman Returns? Yeah, Superman Returns. That's not even in contention for yeah. worst comic book movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's my most hated one. Oh. I hate it. It actually that, that did good in the box office and everything. I, I loved... Uh, it's a Purdy movie. Yeah, I, I I didn't like the Superman Son and yeah. I, I hate Green Lantern way more than I hate Superman Returns. Okay, 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 okay. That's that's my. You know what? Let's 
let's let's okay let's let's keep the episode going. But yeah, you guys are bringing up some good points that I want to talk about maybe later. Like, okay. Like, what comic book movies do you think are worse than Fantastic Four? Yeah. So maybe we can bring, maybe we can circle back around to that. I like Man of Steel better than Fantastic Four. Can can we uh, silver lining yeah, this whole same. thing? Other than just being an ironic good time, is that first family's coming home? Like the last time that they had a horrible train wreck of a of an adaption. Spider-Man came home. Let's hope. I mean, that was Sony and this is Fox. I don't know if no, Fox no. is going to have Jake, the same they're, humility. They're, they're losing money on this now, man. Uh, I mean, they're losing money on this now. That Denny's thing may pay off. <laughs> $50 million pay off. We got unlimited pancakes for I life, Highly man. doubt it. The Slamtastic Four. I really want to see that menu. Mm. I, I didn't even know they had that, but that's. Our, I guess it's a legit thing. They have Absolutely. Fantastic Four-themed right. menus. <laughs> okay, the movie, it has a critic score on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, of 9% right now. Okay, and if you're not familiar with how Rotten Tomatoes works, Rotten Tomatoes is not a site that rates it themselves. They take all the critics, Mm -hmm. all the critics, legitimate critics out there from like their websites, blogs, whatever, and they take a ranking of all those critics and they compile them. Um, What's the audience Rotten Tomatoes score? 26%. Okay. Ooh. Very, still very low. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to, so it's 9% for the critic score and 26% by the audience. I want us to play a little game here. We're going to come back and play a game. I'm going to pause real quick. Oh, I love games. We're going to play a game and um, it'll, it'll be fun. It's going to be called, um, shit. Hold on. It's going to be called, <laughs> it's going to be called shit. Hold on. Stay <laughs> tuned for shit. I'm still in. It's going to be, <laughs> Jake's like, fuck it, I'm down. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be, called, it's going to be called, who's rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes than Fantastic Four? Oh, wow. Oh. Now, this is going to be a game on the critic side, of course. Not, I'm not doing audience. You never get audience that low because they're, there's so many stupid Cheap. audience members. So <laughs> it's very rare yeah. you get below 10% exactly. for audience because yeah. there's plenty of idiots to get it yeah. at least at 25 always. <laughs> well, 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 you'll have, you'll have movies that are like, I'd say that, that are like independent films though. Yeah. Where the audience rates it lower than the critics because the audience isn't as smart as the critics yeah, sometimes. Correct, correct, correct. So, you know what I mean? But I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything against audiences. I was, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, All right, so we'll we're, we'll, we're going to stop and we'll come back and we'll play this game. All right. I'm fresh. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be fresh. Yeah, back. Whatever. Fuck it. Hey. It's happening. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave's looking at chords. Something going on there, Dave? All good. You good? Good to go? Good to go? Okay. All right, we're going to play a little game here. Yes. And uh, like I said before, the game is – it's called Who's Rated Higher on Rotten Tomatoes Than the Fantastic Four? Mm. And each one of you are going to get the guess. Um, I guess – I would like – I fuck, <laughs> I wish Frank was here for one reason. To is be the our answer s- everybody? Uh, no. <laughs> there are going to be some movies that are ranked lower than the Fantastic Four, so keep that in mind when you are playing. I would like to keep score, but I do not have a – you know what? I've got a fucking notepad right here, but I can't – Dave, look, look at Dave. Look at this. He's always prepared. He's always got notes and shit that he's looking over as I'm doing something where I wish I had everyone's attention, but Dave's like – Fuck that. You're not going to get my attention right now, you son of a bitch. You show running fuck you, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be writing some shit down when you're doing something. So I'm going to put a D here for Dave. I'm going to put a <laughs> J S here for Jason. 
And I'm going to put a JK, just kidding, for Jake. All right. <laughs> Every time you guys get one right, you get a point. Every time you get one wrong, you don't get a point. So Whoever loses has to go see Fantastic Four again. <laughs> Gosh, I hope, I'm not playing and I wish I would lose because I would love to see this movie again. All right. So we are going to be playing, yeah, uh, who's rated higher on Rotten Tomatoes than Fantastic Four? And here we go. All right. First one is Pixels. Is it rated higher or lower than Fantastic Four? Jason, I want your answer. Higher or lower? Higher. Jason says higher. Jake? Um, This is critic, right? This is critic scores only. I'm going to say higher, too. All right. Jake says higher. And Dave, what are you saying? Higher or lower? On Rotten Tomatoes critic score for Pixels, starring Kevin James and Adam Sandler, Peter Dinklage. What is the current rating of Fantastic Four? I'll go over it again, since, you know, of course Dave's not listening when I'm talking, <laughs> which makes perfect sense. Probably fucking around in your goddamn notebook, you son of a fuck. 9%, you fucking inconsiderate asshole. 9%. I'll say higher, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. Pixels is currently rated by critics as 16%. You oh, all oh, get a point. Cross the board, baby. I'll get a point. All right, moving on. Mm. Second, Terminator Genesis. <laughs> oh, damn Terminator Genesis. Yeah, I'm breaking out the big guns this episode. All the greatest films from this summer. <laughs> Maybe some from last year, but five in total. Okay. Um, yeah, second, Terminator Genesis. Is it higher or lower then Fantastic Four. Jason, higher or lower? Higher. Higher. Jason's going with higher. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Jason's going with uh, Jason's going with higher. Higher. Yep, higher. Jake. <laughs> I, I, I'm higher, too. I'm just uh, Jake. <laughs> And Dave. Uh, what is the current rating of oh, Fantastic Four? Oh, it. 9%, Dave. Oh. <laughs> right on in your hand. Thank you, Jake. Uh, <laughs> higher. Higher. Triple H. Triple H. You all have a point. Oh, tie game. So it's uh, what was all Terminator? Terminator is at twenty six percent. Oh shit! Huge. All right, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Number three. Paul Blart Mall Cop Two oh. with Kevin James, <laughs> not the tandem. So he's without Sandler on this one. Okay. Oh. So it's- is it rated higher or lower than Pixels? Uh, Pixels. Uh, Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with higher. I'll go with the lower on this one. Oh, okay. switching it up. So Jason says higher. Jake says lower. Dave, what are you saying? Lower. Lower. Paul Blart Mall Cop. 6%. Oh, oh fuck! Yes. <laughs> You're gonna have to go see it again. God damn it! Frankie Muniz, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, number four. This is a tough one. This movie came out last year. Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. <laughs> Kirk Cameron saving Christmas. Is it rated higher or lower than? Fantastic Four. Jason. Higher. 
Jason saying higher. Oh, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. There's a lot of religious movie reviewers out there. It's true. And so I'm going to go with higher, too. Jake is going with higher. Jake, go. what are you going with? Lower. Dave is going with lower. Oh, he could take it. <laughs> Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas, currently ranking on Rotten Tomatoes, is at a 0%. Oh, God damn it. 0%. Wow. Point goes to... Dave. Oh, shit. We've got Dave with four, Jason with two, Jake with three. Dave, you could win it. Yeah. Jake, you could tie, and then I guess I have to figure out some sort of a tiebreaker. Here we go. Number five. Jay, you're kind of out of this one, but I'm I'm done. I'm going to let you guess anyway. All right. Okay. (laughs) Number five. It's It's Nicolas Cage's latest film. Okay? It's called Outcast. Now, hold on. Before you put in your guess, I want you to keep this into consideration. Okay. It co stars Hayden Christensen. Oh. Yes. Anakin Skywalker himself is in this film with Nicolas Cage. All right. Is it higher or lower than Fantastic Four? Jason. Higher. Going with higher. Feel confident in this one. Uh, yeah, Jason, tired. Uh, Jake, what are you saying? Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to go lower. Jake's going lower. Well, you sure? I'm hoping Dave goes higher. No. Oh, yeah. Bet on Hayden Christensen and Nick Cage. Well, that was, oh, man. Sell me on that one. <laughs> well, 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 I, okay, I want to go whatever opposite make, Dave goes so I have a chance no, no, to tie. You're right. Let's make a game of it. Higher. Oh shit! Wait, wait, wait! You said you said higher. I said lower. Yeah. Okay. All right. Six percent. Oh yeah. yeah, Jake. We got a tie game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I, guys. I, I I thought so. I thought we'd have a winner by now. So I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go to Rotten Tomatoes. We're gonna have to find lots out of movies. Movie. Look All up. Right. Look up Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's at. It's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> Trying to think of more ill-fated comic movies. I can't just keep guessing movies. the opposite. Yeah, we should, I understand. We should write down something. <laughs> oh yeah, good call. Keep our answers secret. Keep them safe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, looking up Howard Duck at the moment. Nice. Alright, guys, Howard the Duck, higher or lower, Jason? Higher. Jake? Higher. And Dave? <laughs> I, I, I want to say higher, but I don't want this to go on forever, so lower! 14%. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> Thank you, Dave, for putting this game down. <laughs> I appreciate it. He <laughs> old yellered this bitch. Yeah, he did. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Jake, you're the big winner by default. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's talk about what the critics are saying about Fantastic Four. Oh, no. uh, yeah. USA Today, Brian Truitt says, an unfortunate movie. <laughs> I love how that started. An unfortunate movie that does an embarrassing disservice to the, de- uh, the, to the decades old property and is a frightful waste of all the talents involved. And that's true. I mean, Miles, Miles Teller, Whiplash, Michael B. Jordan, Fruitvale Station, mm-hmm. and Friday Night Lights. These guys got shortchanged. The unfortunate um, four. I just watched Jamie Bell in fucking uh, play Edgar in Snowpiercer yesterday again. Awesome. I love Snowpiercer. Yeah. And it's like, I needed a palate cleanser after this fucking 
train wreck. No pun intended with Snowpiercer, but I needed to watch. <laughs> I needed to watch. I needed to watch him in something god, and I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna watch him hang out with fucking Captain America." Fuck it, yeah. And, and I love Snowpiercer, so if you need a palate cleanser after this, watch Snowpiercer. Yeah, I, I came home and watched two episodes of Buffy just to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Vox says Fantastic Four is an unmitigated garbage fire. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, the Fantastic Mr. Fox, great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Don't buy this DVD. Buy Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> uh, George Clooney is going to be the first guest on uh, Late Night with Stephen Colbert. Oh, oh, wow. Nice. Rolling Stone says the latest reboot of the Fantastic Four, the cinematic equivalent of malware, is worth <laughs> is worth is worse than worthless. It's not only it it not only scrapes the bottom of the barrel, it knocks out the floor and sucks audiences into a black hole of soul crushing, coma inducing dullness. <laughs> wow. I hate Peter Travers. That was also a review for our show. <laughs> <laughs> on the iTunes reviews. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Same guy. Peter Same Travers, guy. he copies everybody. Yeah. <laughs> the New York Times says Ms. Mara disappears. Her character also has the power to make other things vanish. I would say she should have exercised it on this movie. <laughs> but in a week or two, that should take care of itself. Vulture says the rot runs deep and nobody is immune. The AV Club says it's shockingly humorless and glacially slow for a film featuring a bendy boy genius, an invisible woman, a human torch, and a talking pile of stones. <laughs> the New York Post says this is the summer's worst movie. Wow. <laughs> Time Out says, frankly, it's amazing this is watchable at all. <laughs> Grantland says the entire experience is shameful for us, for the filmmakers, for whoever at the studio had the job of creating the ads in which the cast appear to be starring in hostage posters. <laughs> Seattle Times says, Thus does the summer of the superhero movie stumble to an end with a whimper and a wheeze. And the Boston Globe says, Oh, well, they can always reboot. Oh. You know it's one of those where they're going to have to like just try to like find some little snippet yeah. that's in it to put on the, on, the, on the dust cover for the DVD. I have some good movie reviews for Fantastic, some good snippets if you want to hear them. I would love to hear those. Um, David Jenkins from Little White Lies says, Fantastic Four is a really good film. Short of Gilb, know-it-all theatrics, faux pr- profanity, and spanningly CG that's usually ushered in as a dramatic shorthand for We Got Nothing. It is, as the old saying goes, a proper movie. And uh, Devin Faraka from Birth, Movies, Death says, a cracking good science uh, is fiction... It Devin, is it Devin Frosty? Yeah. Yeah, okay. A cracking good science fiction movie until the third act when it's dragged kicking and screaming into being a superhero movie and falls apart. <laughs> and Devin Fra- uh, that was it, Birth Heroes movie? Is that what it's called? What yes. is it called? What's that? What's that? What's that? Uh, death. Um. Little. Where is it? God damn it. Um. Birth movies. Death. That is. Do you remember Badass Digest? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what that turned oh, into. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Emma Diblin from Digital Spy says, "In the face of such bad buzz, it's hard not to feel a little sorry for the finished project." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is a harmless and endearing cartoonish throwback to more simple comic book movie times. Bullshit. <laughs> what does that mean? I, 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 want, I want the quote on the cover to be Fantastic Four. How could a production go so wrong? <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Owen Gleiberman from BBC.com says, A light subversion of today's blockbuster movies. Uh, Trank isn't using characters with built-in visual spectacle to wow us. He's inviting us to react with sympathy to what is basically the bodily horror of their new abilities. Sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't find any more good reviews. So-and-so says, 
I'm an idiot, and I like stupid fucking movies. <laughs> you know oh, what I mean? Uh, I mean, seriously. Oh, here's one more good one. Cam Williams from Beret News says, uh-huh. A decent enough overhaul to recommend heartedly as pleasant escape from the hazy, hot, humid dog days of August. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what? Our listener from last week. Yeah. If we can take anything away from that guy that listened to our, oh, we're being jerks. our Age of Ultron episode, we should just be happy that we are alive and we were able to watch this in the yeah, theater. Yeah, we're lucky. We're lucky to be alive and just watch this in the theater. Down right. here, it's our time. I felt unlucky to be alive by the time this movie was over. <laughs> yeah, I was, hope, I was hoping it was. I was wishing it was a 4D movie, and Doctor Doom would make my head explode. <laughs> <laughs> if this if this movie like doesn't just destroy like anybody, like this will turn any of us into a podcast boy. Like, there's no way around it. Mm. That's true. <laughs> oh Jesus, um, guys! Uh, does the director himself, Josh Trank, have anything to say about this? Well, on August sixth, the day before the movie dropped, he tweeted, and this tweet has since been taken down. But I have the screenshot, so I can post it on Facebook this week if I remember to. And here's what he said: A year ago, I had a fantastic. Oh, I love how he used that word. Whoa! <laughs> a year ago, I had a fantastic version of this. And it would have received great reviews. You'll probably never see it. That's reality, though. Mm. Mm. It's real. Did he so, hashtag, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Guys, I mean, uh, okay, hold on. I mean, I mean, do you think that the director's cut? We, we clearly got the studio cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think that a director's cut would have been better? Could it, uh, I mean, hard to imagine worse. Good point. <laughs> so yeah, I needed more chronicle in this ver- in in this version. Yeah, there was a lot of chronicle yeah. in it. I know. Come on. I it know. would have just been more chronicle. Chronicle was a great movie. They did cut his action sequences though, and this movie could have been a little bit more exciting with a little bit more action. Yeah, you you are correct. I mean, there were I've, I've heard rumors that there and, and you heard these as well mm-hmm. that there were three action scenes that were actually cut out of this movie. That's why we got eighty minutes of an origin story, yeah. the longest origin story I've ever seen in my <laughs> life for a movie that's still under two hours. So you focus 80 minutes of your movie on the origin of the characters before you even get into the fucking climax of the film. Yeah, the only longer origin story I can think of is Unbreakable, which is actually a fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he was going to bring Hacker Doom. I don't buy it. I, I agree. There, uh, it would have been Domashev. It would have been Hacker Doom, and then, I mean, <sighs> Hacker Doom is better than No Doom, though, right? But but you also got to you also got to consider yeah. if those were action scenes that were cut, and the action scenes we did get were such shit. Like yeah. how bad were the rest of the action scenes? <laughs> yeah, because they were horrible. But we don't know how much was re- how much was reshoot and how much was. Like, well, it's hard saying. We just don't know enough. Yeah. I would say what he came up with as far as the action scenes was crap. Uh, who was who was doing the action choreography in this? Because it was really bad. I, I mean, it was terrible. The, uh, the action scenes in Chronicle at the end mm-hmm. were because it was found footage. Because there was a lot of chaos going on, it actually looked pretty good. I, yeah. agree, I agree. The helicopter scene and like even like you know like with uh, taking. Uh, that, the part of that statue when it stabbed him, yeah. I was like, very cool cinematography. 
this had like no cool cinematography. Like I was thinking like it would have been amazing if it would have looked like a, like a fantastic four spread in a comic book, mm-hmm. uh, where you had like Mr. Fantastic stretching around Dr. Doom and then like, you know, stretching around a rock and like doing all this crazy stuff. But we got none of that. No, he stretched up three stairs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one else could stop no, him. No, no, no. He, he went Dalsam on him. Yeah. He, he yeah. punched him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he did do Dalsam Dal- moves. Yeah. Exactly. He did go Dalsam on him. So <laughs> the fight choreography was like, I don't know. Let's do the Dalsam thing. I'm yeah. not saying that you have Yoga to. Yoga flame. <laughs> Yoga fire. I'm not saying that you have to get the fucking John Wick action guys in here. I'm not no. saying that you have to get the guys from the raid. I'm just saying that they need competent guys. I mean, this movie kind of suffered in the action department. Yeah. Uh, especially at the end. It was like all over the place. And like. They could have had somebody in there. Like, I, at the end of it, I was like, God damn it, I wish Michael Bay was involved in this thing. Oh, it would have been way better. Or Zack Snyder. Somebody. It would have been yeah. way better. It was horrible. Atrocious. Yeah. Such cool power sets and just no imagination when it came to the cinematography whatsoever. So... Agreed. Cinematography was horrible in this. <laughs> I get, I get, I get like far cutaway shots of like a glowing ball and then like a, a like a bright orange light of like the, the human torch, torch pushing it around. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sue ball corner pocket yeah, again. What the fuck? Doom's machine was so tropey too. Like I've seen that exact same Earth destroying machine in like fifty thousand movies. Yeah. Man of Steel. It was yeah. Agreed. It was ridiculous. But the rock circle floating mm-hmm. around it and the light emitting You have to break the rock circle, Johnny Storm. <laughs> oh, my God. You can tear through rocks. Why didn't Ben just absorb the rock circle and become a giant thing? The rocks held him down, in fact, oh, which yeah. makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm held down by these rocks that I'm made of. Well, hey, didn't, like, okay, what happened with, uh, what happened with, uh, like, uh, Johnny Storm had, like, a bunch of rocks over him at one yeah. time. What was up with that? <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> remember that? No. he kept throwing rocks at and then people. all of a sudden he just he's just like yeah, oh you know what I should, I should I use fire I should just burn them off I should of use me. my power why am I not doing that <laughs> and he's like oh, fuck that's how I get out of this one that's like you know what I mean it's like it's like Superman all of a sudden he's in a fight and he forgets that he has superhuman strength well, the, 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 it's like you know what I mean it's like it's like Aquaman forgetting how to swim yeah it was, well they were it's fucking stupid they remembered because... you've got a bunch of rocks on you go fucking go fucking Nova yeah. and fucking just burn them off your body it took it took Reed Richards to be like you know what i can do this and then everyone else was like yeah yeah the only time <laughs> that's he, what happened the only time even close to nova <laughs> was in that very first scene when you see him in the room yeah like he kind of nova and destroyed the like looking glass that they were looking at him through and everything and they, they ruined never, that scene with yeah. franklin i thought like it would have been like more emotional like watching his son like you know continually he, burn he didn't give a fuck about any here's, of them <laughs> here's here's my son johnny barbecue he's on fire and I, he should be crying and shit and they ruin it with like the glass breaking and all this shit i'm like okay you killed that scene i don't what's going on what's going on here <laughs> fucking oh, weird oh man all right uh so uh max landis yeah. the writer of chronicle yeah he uh came to uh trank's defense I don't know, guys. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying – I'm not saying that Trank is 100 percent wrong. But on the flip side, I'm not also saying like if Trank got like his director's cut that this would have been any better. Yeah, it would have been like an 18 percent on Rotten Tomatoes instead of a 9. Because <laughs> <laughs> if there was enough, like I could look at this and I could be like, oh, wow, if they would have went this way, went that way, could have salvaged this film. Right. There was no salvaging this in my opinion. There's too much out there that's just all garbage. Yeah. 
Yeah, it I mean, doesn't matter what vision you're looking at in this hodgepodge of shit. It's they're all bad. I gotta believe that <laughs> that Trank had a say in what the visuals on Planet Zero were gonna look like. Right, and that was one of the biggest problems to me was how unimaginative Planet Zero was in the first place. Oh, but Doom, he like fell in love with it. He loved it. Mm. He was there for a year. <laughs> I love these out. rocks. I these love the slime. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's not about it's not it's not about the rise of a dictator and controlling an army. Right. And being this powerful dictator, it's about, you know what, I just want to destroy Earth so I can live in peace with my big fucking rock. Right. Mm. Yeah, dude, what, what, what about the whole scene where he was like, yeah, well, maybe this maybe this planet deserves to be destroyed. Like, he sounded no, like... Yeah, no one's hitting on my girlfriend here. <laughs> That's what I took from I just it. thought he sounded like some, like, <laughs> like college freshman who just read Fight Club for the first time. <laughs> He's like, it's oh, pretty accurate. Fuck the planet. Yeah. Well, he should have been thanking Reed for dropping him into it because he loved that goddamn planet so yeah, fucking much. Yeah, what are you much. so pissed about? Why are you pissed? <laughs> you don't have we, to. Yeah. You we, can live there forever. There you go. You're the ruler. Yeah. What were they doing climbing down mountains on their first visit anyway? <laughs> That's what, that's what I was saying. You know what? Yeah. If you're there, you planted your flag. Get out of there. Hey, look at that green substance that we know nothing about. Let's go fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go poke it with a I'm stick. Gonna touch we're it. scientists. Yeah, we're drunk. Let's go spelunking. Guys, yeah. guys, what did, okay, hold on, hold on. What did they first do before they even went there? They sent a monkey. Right. Mm-hmm. So, it makes a little bit more sense that they would have been like, okay, let's get some soil samples. Let's go back. Let's take some pictures, get some soil samples. Let's go back and we'll send a drone out there to check out this whatever. Yeah, then when, when that drone disrupted the ground and it started exploding and stuff, they'd already be back at the home base or whatever, or they could just leave. They could just get out of there. This whole movie's just juvenile and stupid. Yeah, let's walk a mile away from the fucking thing that can bring us back right, and right. climb down a fucking mountain and right. then go poke at aliens. Right. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was real fucked up. Oh, man. It was dumb. It was horrible. I can't close the door, Reed. It was, it was Dr. Damashev. Why can't you close the fucking door? Oh, I know. Why can't you close this door, man? We've done it every time. He had a, he had a flag in there before. Yeah. Like, There's lots of room. Wasn't the door shut? though at one time and it just swung open yeah he, he couldn't keep it shut am i right Did, i thought he had it shut it was totally shut and then all of a sudden he couldn't keep it shut right i thought it was weird that they like made such a big point that but sue, everyone else could that sue was developing the suits that would protect them mm-hmm. but then there was no blame to sue at all when obviously her suits totally fucked up <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, but then, they, then they revealed the suits and you're like i don't care like the the suits yeah. weren't cool yeah i didn't think the suits were cool at all i oh, no, uh, mr fantastic suits what the fuck is that on the arms? Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah no 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 dave is absolutely right he had slinkies on the arms and then and then and then johnny storms had vents on him because the fire, right. fire he needs something to turn the flame on because he can't do it himself they like knew that before they even got their powers that right. they had to design these things into the suits like, what, was that mr fantastic Fantastic uniform design from the Ultimates. Was that where that came from? No. Like, where did that come from? I dropped off the Ultimates, so I couldn't tell the you. Beautiful but, mind of Josh Drake. Why yeah. did they even do that? They never had that that kind of suit. Why does he need? What about the rumor that we were going to get proper Fantastic Four suits by the end of the film? That's what. I, that's, that's why I was waiting until the end because there was that rumor. Yeah. yeah. Okay, guys, let's talk about Max Landis, who wrote Chronicle with Trank. He says he came out and he says, "Hey, it's one a.m. You know what? 
fuck it, let's be real here. Chronicle was an incredibly rare and easy ride. I loved writing the script. I enjoyed our producer, John Davis, and our executive, Steve. I also loved collaborating with Josh, who I think is brilliant and whose ideas inspired my script. I fought hard for him to direct, but Chronicle was a complete fluke. We had so much control because the movie was, in relation to other movies that year, tiny. Some holes opened up in Fox's slate and Chronicle was cheap and unique. So they were kind of, uh, they were kind enough to make it only took six months. At the time I was like, this is fucking incredible. I can't believe this is happening. I told, I sold scripts, but it was my first green light. Josh, who'd been for hire editor and whose only experience behind the camera had been a web series was a smart, fun collaborator. During the shooting of the film, I had almost no input, but I was lucky in that the studio and Josh stuck astonishingly tight to my script. But again, even this is a fluke. It was an original idea, a dark character movie with a first time director. Fluke. Freak of nature. But I didn't know that, and I'm sure Josh didn't know that either. In the five years since I sold Chronicle, I've learned the hard way. This is nothing that we haven't heard before. I, I, there's a, he says more. I'm going to get into it. But mm. this is nothing that we ha- haven't heard before. I mean, it, you've, you've got to expect that there's going to be differences when you're going from Chronicle, which is an original story, to signing on to do a Fantastic Four movie, which is based on a property. Mm-hmm. You're going to have more studio involvement. So... You see what I mean? Oh, totally. You're gonna see. You're gonna have a lot more studio involvement, right? It's no wonder Marvel canceled the fucking comic before this piece of junk came out. Mm-hmm. Like it's also clear now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. almost making excuses for Trank. I mean, that's what it sounds like. Like he wasn't prepared because it was such a fluke the first time that he wasn't prepared to be working with multiple studio heads, which you should expect when you're dealing with Marvel or anybody else. So it just sounds like he's like, oh, he wasn't ready for it, guys. Like, he made a great film because it was a fluke and it was the right yeah, time, I, right place. Did the did the guy? I mean, did the guy get Edgar Wrighted? Did he get you know David Finchered? Did he get David Finchered? I mean, did he get Favreau? Or is he just a young guy that like he got lucky? He got lucky. It was the perfect storm. Him and Max Landis. Uh, he directed Chronicle, which was like a great found footage film. Did he just get lucky? And, like, after one movie, was it just, like, Fox is, like, trying to take a uh, – trying to take a cue from the Marvel Studios and Sony. I think Sony's doing the same thing right now with, like, John Watts. Like, right. oh, okay, these guys haven't done that much. We can kind of control them a little bit more than we can control, like, the big directors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see what happens with, like, directors once they get big. I mean, Joss Whedon, more so known for his TV work. Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody, like, really thought of him as, like, this big director until Avengers came out. And then after Avengers came out and he had a lot more power, then studios started to collide. Like, the studio and the director started to collide. Right. Same thing with, like, John Favreau. Like, I think, like, when Iron Man came out, they didn't know what they had. Mm-hmm. And they lucked into this awesome movie. And then studio involvement in Iron Man 2. And that's why we got a fucking shitstorm. Yeah. Oh, I hate Iron Man too. And so, is that what happened here with Trank? Is that what happened here with Trank? Did we? He fucking had a great experience with Fox. Him and Landis got to do their thing. Landis is saying, like, I got my Chronicle film. Like, this is my script. It barely got altered. This is my vision. And Trank put it out there. Maybe it proves that Trank may be a competent director, but not so much a competent screenwriter. Yeah. Okay. Because he, you know, well, Simon Kinberg is also involved in this. Yeah, that makes it. Did he? But 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 did Simon Kinberg get involved 
was he involved during or he was involved during? Okay, because that's that. You're right. Yeah, because we heard all the lawyer shoulder donners coming out and saying he was involved. Yeah, he was kind of like like squealing to the Star Wars people that's about right. the issues he was dealing with with Trank on set while he was making the movie and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Landis goes on and says uh, during the shooting of the film, I had almost no input. Uh, oh, hold on. He says, uh, you make huge hits in this industry creatively, but that's only after you've been given the opportunity to take huge swings, which is rare. A movie like Fantastic Four, an assignment with a lot of writing on it, was always going to have a tremendous amount of cooks in the kitchen. People <laughs> always ask – I should play too many cooks. Too many cooks. <laughs> yeah. Too many cooks. People always ask me when I'm going to write a superhero movie. I have. I've gotten those jobs. They're very intense and stressful. As a writer, I've been lucky to do work on many, many projects and seen how different and how hard each road can be for five and a half years. Josh didn't get that chance, and his second major project, after one with total freedom, was one with intense oversight. So I don't think anyone's wrong or right, necessarily, and I don't imagine anyone cares about my opinion, but I do think it's important to say that if you're not prepared going in to fight like hell, but work like hell, it's going to get ugly. No one is trying to make a bad movie. This job is only very occasionally romantic. Don't let it own you. Try not to let it hurt you, because sometimes it's so much fucking fun, but it's still a job. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah. It just what, sounds like excuses. What else did me. Max Landis do besides Chronicle, superhero wise? I don't know. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I know that he wrote like a like a script for uh, Wonder Woman that never got picked up and mm. never got optioned. Mm. So I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, in some some way, I hear excuses there, but in some way, I, I don't. Like, it's like, well, if Max Landis would have wrote the Fantastic Four movie, then maybe it would have been fucking good. Mm. That's what it kind of sounds like to me. Is like the writing took. You know that that was what took it down is mm. what he's trying to say, mm. but I don't I don't know. Hmm. I think he's trying to stick up for his friend, but at the end, he's also not trying to piss off any studios that might hire him later on. <laughs> the road. Yeah, it's a very safe like yeah. apology. Dave, you look like you're falling asleep, Chief. <laughs> you do, man. Is it sleepy time, Dave? Already? It's fucking like three forty one in the afternoon. What the fuck is going on I feel, here? I feel very safe and comforted for some reason. Is it? <laughs> don't don't bring it up okay. or you're gone what happened I'm not doing this shit of that this oh, oh, don't bring it that. up I'm not playing that fucking shit with him this is not a thing Dave <laughs> people can wonder anyway if it's making you tired take it away yeah seriously get it out of here <laughs> Jesus <laughs> yeah you're, you're you're comforted by a fucking horse's ass it's ironic yeah, <laughs> you are a horse's ass. <laughs> um, guys, uh, I'm going to read a Fantastic Four email. Could one of you get on Facebook and go to I, – I posed the question about how the Army felt about Fantastic Four on our Facebook page. And uh, I'd like to have like one of you guys read some of the responses uh, from some of our listeners. But I did get a Fantastic Four email in the meantime while you guys are looking that up that I would like to read. And it comes from our listener, Finn Dietz Creek. And uh, Finn says, hey, leftovers – dot, 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 and Frank and Dave. Frank is not here this week. I've been reading so much blatant hate for Fantastic Four, and I can understand a lot of it, but I think this goes, uh, what does he say? But I think this goes back to instant nerd hate someone brought up a while back. People see a low Rotten Tomatoes rating and automatically convince themselves to start hating the movie. Don't get me wrong, I didn't love this movie. 
I'd give it a taste in. But I also did, I also don't think the Fantastic Four is the emotionless, boring, terribly acted movie everyone says it is. I personally enjoyed this movie and would go so far to say that I liked it more than Age of Ultron. And this isn't a perfect movie, but I do think there was a lot to like from this movie. I though I thought the acting was high quality for the most part, and I really appreciated how they didn't make Invisible Woman a sex object. She looked like a normal woman. Okay, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I also been Dave Creek. Yeah. Dave, are you Finn? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I also thoroughly enjoyed Michael B. Jordan's character of Johnny Storm. He was very believable, and I enjoyed Miles Teller. I do think the Thing's character was a little, wait, a little weak, and that the dad's death was almost laughable. <laughs> Don't even get me started on a doom. I think people need to step away from Rotten Tomatoes and Facebook comments and formulate their own opinions. Side note, just because I think a lot of people who hate this movie are influenced by other people does not mean everyone is. I think there are a good amount of people who legitimate, legitimately hate this movie and can back up their opinion. Your loyal listener, Finn. Wow. Interesting. Covered so, all the bases. Finn liked it. He yeah. liked it. He enjoyed it. Wasn't a Tupperware for him, though, right? He, he tasted it. Tasted. Finn raises an interesting question that I need to ask Brian. What's that? What's worse, Age of Ultron or Fantastic Four? Oh, that's a funny question. Um, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. What's worse? Okay. Age of Ultron is like, I mean, you, you're, you're like a little, 10 films in already, mm-hmm. and Age of Ultron is like a follow-up of like all 10 films, like a cumulative 10 films, and like that's the follow-up. Age of Ultron is worse than that. This is like the beginning of a new Fantastic Four, and it flopped. I didn't have much hope going into this movie anyway. And actually, I left a little bit more entertained with this one because it was so awful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's like I watched like something really bad and it was laughable and funny and it was like, oh my god, that was horrible. But like Age of Ultron, it's worse because it, I had more expectations. It was a bigger for it. disappointment. It was for a you. bigger disappointment. This one, I was just like, they're rebooting horrible Fantastic Four movies to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the trailers looked awful. This 30 minutes in, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's living up to what I thought it was going to be. Let's just go with it, man. Trank, show me what you got. Show me all this fucked up shit. And he did. He was just like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was just like fucking crazy. It was like – I liked Age of Ultron more, but I I 100% understand where you're coming from and your reasoning for thinking the other way around. Yeah. Like it was the bigger letdown is the bigger heartbreaker. I would watch this over Age of Ultron again. Yeah. Because like Age of Ultron was like – I'm not fascinated by how stupid the movie was. Mm-hmm. This on the other, on the flip side, like I'm fascinated at how incoherent and ridiculous this movie is. It's like train wreck theater. It is. It's like I, it's like I could pause every scene and be like, "What the fuck were you thinking there with that? What are you doing there?" It's like listening to Dave review something sometimes. It's like, did you watch this? Because you are seeing this in no way. Like any other human being on the planet saw this or read this. You look, dude, you look like you are going to pass out. No, now see, now he's trying to look alert. Yeah, I, I wasn't looking. As soon as yeah, I turned, his eyes yeah, couldn't have been yeah. more open. Oh, yeah. He's like, dude, you look, oh my gosh, you are not going to last. 
I'm here, man. It's <laughs> like barely. You're hanging on by a thread. If you need to go take a nap or something. We, we've been here podcasting he's for like, like seven hours He's like now. Reed Richards. He needs a nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what that was? That's my favorite scene of the movie. We just, yeah, we just finished the Fantastic Four review. I, we did it, guys. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Finn, thank you for the email. Which one of you guys want to read some of these uh, Jay, you want to go back four? and forth on it with me? Yeah, that's cool. You start her. Uh, let's see. We've got Chris Jojola. Is that his, is that? Oh, God. We got Jay Butcher in names. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jason Reed's name. Does that seem right? Jojola? Sounds good. I mean, that sounds good. Okay. Uh, yeah, Chris. That's your name, I guess, that's now. your name now. Chris <laughs> Jojula. Greg, uh, we got Greg Caliente and Chris, <laughs> you fucking butchered my name, Jojula. I didn't do Caliente. I know. That was Jay. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jay, uh, yeah, Jay. Jake on that episode. Uh, Greg, Greg Caliente? That was hilarious. <laughs> I still call him that now because it's so funny. He calls himself Greg Caliente. I know, I know. He did in the video that he made. He's on my periscopes and he's always like, hey, it's me, Greg Caliente. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, all yeah. right. Uh, Chris Jojula, he has a two-part comment, okay? So the first is, I would like to share that this is a fantastic piece of shit! Exclamation point. The third act of the movie was so fucking rushed. Oh, look, it's Doom. Oh, look, he's dead. Roll the goddamn credits. (laughs) Fuck you, Fox, and fuck you, Trank. (laughs) Second part, and this goes to Dave. Uh, Hey, Dave. Was Sue Storm empowered enough for you, buddy? Question mark. No. I thought she was the coolest part of the movie when she was using her powers. Ugh. No, the, the holding breath thing yeah. bugged the shit out of me. I, if, I guess if Tom Cruise would have been in this movie, he would have been to hold his. He would have been able to hold his powers a lot longer. Did you hear you hear about that? Uh-uh. Tom Cruise in the mission. I'm going to talk about it when I. But he does all his own stunts and everything. Stunts. He had to hold yeah. his breath. In the movie for like six minutes. Oh damn! In See, that I'm in the camp where I've always considered Sue Storm one of the most powerful characters in the Marvel universe. Yeah, agreed. And so I want to see her portrayed as such in these movies. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see it some throwaway bullshit power. Mm-hmm. So eh. no, I mean I, I can understand like like if they would have started this out like um, with them a, a little bit older. You know what I mean? And they could have. I mean, Miles Teller in all actuality is 28. Mm-hmm. He's playing that he's 18, but he, in all actuality he's 28. They could have played them a little bit older. They could Which have played, I never bought. Right. Oh, my God. Miles Teller, when he was trying to grow that beard. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the most That was pathetic? awful. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it was what gross. What a pathetic beard. I was like, oh, my gosh. Is he going through puberty? What's going on here? They did a big close-up on that, too. They did. <laughs> Check out his facial hair. I was like, this is where high definition kind of fucks you. Because, like, this guy cannot grow a beard. Yeah. And I was like, if you can alter your face any way you want, why not fix that chin? <laughs> Something the fuck's going on yeah, there. Pasted yeah. hair. Well, he's, he's made of rubbery, malleable stuff, yet a headbutt can take him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's a very good point. Matt Allen uh, has the next comment, and he says, "I was going to watch it today, and then I didn't. I think I made the right choice." <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I also like how he got six likes for this comment. Oh, nice! Way to go, Matt. <laughs> that's, that's more likes than I've ever gotten on any post. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, next was uh, Luther Shaver. Uh, Jamie Bell was the best part of this poop sandwich. Help me. Help me. Help me. <laughs> yeah. Amazing performance. The best part. It's all in the eyes, right? Ugh. Remember the that? Eyes Remember look- that? Remember that, Jake? Yes. Remember that? Where they were, the, I made a big deal about that because, like, that's what they were saying. It's all in the eyes. It's all in the all eyes. All the acting's all in the eyes. Oh, my God. Wait until you see the fucking thing in this one. It's all in the eyes. 
Horrible eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richard uh, Kreider says, my wife asks, where's the pants? And uh, Luther comments and says, stuck to Frank's old mattress. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, Will Ross, uh, he says, as I've said before, only Helen Keller would survive this movie. Oh, deaf and blind jokes. Doing a little Helen Keller humor. All right, guys. Way to to keep it classy. (laughs) Like we give a fuck. Michael Michael Cornish. Michael Cornish says, uh, this movie wasn't as bad as a movie. Not too many holes in the story. Another terrible villain. Unexplained motives and powers. Apparently a Marvel thing. But overall, an okay movie. It is better than the other Fantastic Four movies, but this is another disappointing one, and I'm not vested in the Fantastic Four. I only know what I saw in the last two movies and Spider-Man cartoons. Maybe that's why this is just a taste-it to me. Oh, a taste-it, Michael. God. <laughs> I know, and I disagree. Michael, come on. I will take Rise of the Silver Surfer over this any day. I would, too. Oh, my God, too. this movie's awful. Yeah. <laughs> It's fun though. I mean, it's it, get fucked up and watch it. You know what I mean? When it comes out on fucking Blu-ray, I might fucking Redbox this motherfucker. I agree. I think it would be funny and be the like, second oh, time. All right, pour some drinks and let's watch Fantastic Four. <laughs> get fucked up. Yeah, Fantastic. Pour me another. Exactly. <laughs> Every time, fucking you know, Ben Grimm says, "Help me." Take a shot. That's the drinking game. The drinking game. It's gonna be fucked. Every time you don't understand something, <laughs> take a shit, shot, dude. I'm not trying to die. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning. Alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I played Brian's Fantastic Four drinking game. <laughs> I trusted him. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so we got uh, Jerry Gaffert. He writes a big, long article here. Oh, fuck. Let's skip it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Jerry Gaffert. Uh, doing his best Cameron Wilson impersonation. <laughs> Uh, he says, this movie was an absolutely toss-it, an yeah. absolutely toss-it. Mm. Um, from the very beginning, when the abusive older brother says it's clobbering time, Agreed. I knew it was going to be a pile of crap. More plot holes <laughs> than I can count. Agreed. And no resolutions to anything, all in caps. Doom, Doom was an absolute throwaway villain who they butchered. Doctor Doom is one of the biggest villains in the Marvel Universe, and not only did they kill him... But they killed him in about 30 seconds. Awful. I think the majority of the actors in the movie, but the script... Awful. I like the majority of the movie, of the actors in this movie, but this script and plot was terrible. There was no character development at all for any of the characters. The entire last one-third of the movie was completely rushed, and there was no weight to it whatsoever. This is supposed to be a potential world-ending disaster, and the only consequence is a small crater on Earth, question mark. Yeah, this movie was garbage. Toss it. Okay. All right. I'm back from a cigarette now. And so for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> next we have Ernesto, who says, The whole subject has left me my soured. If I hear any more, fuck you to Fox or Trank, it's clobbering time. What? So it sounds like Ernesto liked this movie. Ernesto, we got to have a talk, Chief. With no explanation, though. Yeah. Wow. The, the, this whole subject has left my soured. If I, <laughs> it's left him soured. Okay. If I hear any more fuck you to Fox or Trank, it's clobbering. Wow, Ernesto, what the hell? Yeah. He's, he's sticking up for it, man. Yeah. So him and Finn are in the same camp. They dug this movie. 
All right, so next we got Joshua uh, Gutierrez, and forgive me, forgive me <laughs> if Joshua I get a <laughs> Look at this name. You Mr. tell me you Mr. can pronounce it. All, right, all right, it's Joshua Gutierrez. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, next email comes from Joshua. Fuck your last name. <laughs> Gutierrez. Fuck your heritage. Fuck your heritage and fuck your last name, Joshua. I was close. I'm going to butcher this motherfucker worse than Trank did Fantastic Four. (laughs) Let's see what Joshua Gutierrez has to say. Uh, Like Josh Trank supposedly said, this isn't Earth-616. It's Earth-Fox. I'm happy this Earth-Fox does not exist in somatic canon. This shit only exists swirling around in toilet bowl... (laughs) After a night of drinking and Mexican food, toss this shit into shit. I love our listeners. I love our fucking listeners. Our listeners don't give us like these fucking, you know what I mean? Like, this movie didn't do this and this. It was okay. It was like, no, this movie shit. It should be swirling around in a toilet with fucking Mexican food that came out of your fucking ass. He tossed it into shit. I love tossed this shit into shit. He tossed it into shit. Double shit fucking sandwich for this movie. Great comment. Thank you, Joshua. Jay, uh, yeah, shit on his last name again. <laughs> Gutierrez. <Or>? Yeah. <laughs> Toss his last name into shit. Yeah. On top of the shit that is fantastic for her. <laughs> uh, Ryan Mears says... How many more fucking comments do we have from people? This is like... There's like we, fucking 20. Are you serious? Just wait oh, till you no, get no. to... Yeah, there's a lot. We have six more. Okay, thank God. Gazutites is like two paragraphs. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping Jay gets that one. I'm hoping Jay gets that one. Let me count. Jay, Jay gets that one. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck's Ryan Mears got to say? He oh, says, uh, as soon as Ben Grimm was pelted by rocks and we saw the fire enter Johnny's pod, I got up and ordered another double rum. I went back in to finish, but it was a terrible film. Michael B. Jordan did an amazing job as Johnny Storm, and the first 20 minutes was right out of Miller's Ultimate Fantastic Four. From there, it was a total toss-it. And he also asked the same question I already asked. Um, What's worse, this or Age of Ultron? Uh, and yeah. Gafford responds, and he's, he differs from you, Brian. He yeah. says, Fantastic Four. At least Age of Ultron had some fun to it. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that's and I think fine. it's appropriate that Jay gets the next one. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Jajola again. <laughs> Up in this piece, I guarantee Jay does not, all in caps, toss this movie. Did no? Did did you toss this just because of this guy? I didn't even see this shit. Okay, 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 I'm very yeah. (laughs) His comments swayed my decision. (laughs) (laughs) Oscar Murillo says, "I stayed away. I'll catch it when it runs on HBO." There you go. God damn, Gus Hoontag. You're stuck with Gus. No, Jake, you read Gus. Let so, me get a drink of water. I got you, I got you, Jake. Jake's says, losing his fucking voice over here. Gus Hoontag says, don't waste your time with HBO. You may want to wait for TBS or something because you may enjoy the commercials more than the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great comment. Or there's good movie trailers during the commercials. This was a total waste of money and time. Toss the hell out of this. Any flick that shows the movie's title at the end of the movie, what? I think they all sucked, and I totally cringed at its clobbering time. Best part of this movie was not waiting around for any credit scenes. Trent got that right. Get us out before we totally vomit in the seats. (laughs) (laughs) 
I hate that too uh, when they wait till the end of the movie to show the title. That's some super pretentious, yeah. annoying shit. Yeah. Do we? Is that is that all we got? No. Oh, they keep going. Just like emails. No. Uh, you guys want me to read? We're one? stopping it. These last three people. Fuck them. <laughs> no. They, well, okay. Let, let's go. Uh, well, uh, Jofte Lufton says fuck Tastic Four. Okay, who was that again, Jay? Jofte <laughs> Can I look at this? Lufton. <laughs> Lufton. <laughs> you fucking pronounce that shit. I will. I was like, it's Yaute Lofton. <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's, I'm guessing it's Yaute. You're Yaute. probably correct. Yaute, we want to hear about this. <laughs> um, uh, Jaute, um, Lofton. <laughs> <laughs> he says fuck Tastic Four. Who's after that? Okay, we got... Porn uh, parody. I'll, I'll read this one. Andreas Hoffer. There you go. There we go. There you go. As a Fantastic Movie, uh, Fantastic Four movie, the tone <laughs> deviates too far from the source material. Yeah, we talked Agreed. about that. But as a sci-fi film, I liked the first act. I was enjoying seeing their powers portrayed as these mutations. Reed stretched out on the table and calling out to his friends was... Especially creepy. It was creepy as fuck. I was scary. Wanted, yeah, like, out of place and weird. Yeah, I wanted to see how they overcame these obstacles and learned to utilize their abilities while working together as a team. And they build, never worked together well. And built their friendship that didn't happen. And bam, he says, bam. Who's Emerald? The the movie skips ahead a year, and they're the Fantastic Three. Reed's gone all Bruce Banner. John, Johnny's already throwing fireballs. Ben smashing tanks, and Slew sli- and <laughs> Sue, Slew, Sue slightly moved a shipping container. <laughs> no development of powers or characters, <laughs> and, and Doom, one of the most badass villains in Marvel, who withstood a punch from Thanos's Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. he says, is. An asshole shut-in that likes to play video games and goes all carry at the end. There was no chemistry between the characters and the pacing was horrendous. Toss it. Damn, dude. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, if you feel bad for Jay fucking up your names, yeah. like, you know, Joshua Gutierrez, if you feel bad, or, or Yaute Lofton. <laughs> if you feel, guys, guys, Jay can't even say, he can't even say Sue's name. I call Brian Brain he, all he the fucking time. He called her fucking Slew. <laughs> Slew Storm. Slew Storm. So don't feel bad that Jay's fucking up your name. It's, yeah, it's natural. I mean, yeah, I'm Brain, apparently. Your brain. <laughs> My friend Brain. Guys, I'm sorry. If you, if you, if you liked, if you liked uh, Fantastic Four, these opinions here on the Pop Culture Leftovers podcast are all subjective. It's yes. our opinions. We went to this movie. We thought it was a horrible Fantastic Four movie. I thought it was a fantastic B movie on the flip side that I, I cannot wait to see again. I cannot wait to make fun of. I hope the guys from Rift Tracks get a hold of this. Yeah. I mean, if they advertise it as that, I fucking Tupperware yeah, the movie. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, this is the b- most bizarre movie that's ever gotten made, in my opinion. Um, is this my last question before we end this? Is this the worst superhero movie ever? If not, name me a worst superhero movie. And I mean, we've got some contenders. Dave's already said, you know, Superman Returns. I disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you've also, you gotta look at Green Lantern. Yeah. I think that Green Lantern is better than this. I like this more than Green Lantern. Yeah. No, oh, you I like didn't. oh, uh, I liked it more. I, I think I was. Laughing I think Green, Green Lantern's Man's died, Dad, or Dad died. Oh, uh, yeah. 
Died dead. Died dead. <laughs> I love that. He gives his son the thumbs up from the plate, and then he instantly blows up. I was, like, rolling in my seat. <laughs> I would have to say Daredevil was worse than this. No, the I, director's dis- I disagree cut? with that, too. Not the director's cut, the original. I got to disagree with that, too. I disagree with that, too. I think Elektra was worse than this. I never watched Elektra. Yeah. Never oh, okay. So I, I didn't I, see that. I can't speak to it. I didn't it, see it, that. It was worse than this. Dave, Dave, Dave it doesn't even this. exist to you. It's got an empowered female, but it was still way worse. <laughs> I liked Elektra better than this. Ah, <laughs> Is that your honest opinion? Oh, absolutely. Honest? Okay. I just want to know. I like anything with the hand. I'm down. (laughs) I like Green Lantern better than this. I I I did not like Green Lantern as much as this, I guess. Or, I mean, uh, Daredevil. All right. What about, uh, let's, let's go way back. Um, the original Captain America movie. Okay. Oh, I like that better. I like Captain America better than this. Too. Okay. I'm talking about the one from like the fucking yeah, where he like comes 90s. Out of, the, of the van. <laughs> that was funny as shit. shit. Yeah, yeah. It what was... about what about Dolph Lundgren's Punisher? That's uh, worse than this. No, I like Dolph Lundgren. I, I like that. I no, it was that's worse. I'm saying it's worse. Him too. naked really? in the sewers. Him naked in never the sewer. even a remotely thing close to the costume. There's nothing close to the costume. Yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing Spidey that was samurai. He threw a knife at a character at the beginning of the movie that had a skull at the end of the knife, and that was the only thing that remotely like uh, embodied Frank Castle at all. So it was like very loosely based on, you know, yeah. the Punisher. I, I agree with Brian on this one. Yeah. So I'm saying like, I think like that's the only worst superhero movie, I think. Hmm. Yeah. I it, th- Electra and Greenland. Oh, the Nick three. Fury one starring David Hasselhoff. Was oh. Pretty, pretty, uh, that was written, hold bad. on, hold on, written by David S. Goyer. <laughs> no, 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 let me point that out. I mean, I, I know I love Man of Steel, but Dave, you're, you're speaking gospel. The fucking Nick Fury movie starring David Hasselhoff as Nick Fury, written by David S. Goyer, the Man of Steel scribe. Wow. Fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm saying that that, these are on the same level. They're on the same, because they're both cheesy as fuck. Right. I get the same kind of. I think Nick Fury's better, because even if you make them like, mm. which is the better, fun, terrible movie to watch? Okay. I think Nick Fury is a better, fun, terrible movie to watch. I don't know because this is the new toy. Like I, I can, yeah. I, you know, I've seen that one, and it's like this is the new toy. Like this is the new shitty toy that I can watch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what about? Okay, I like this movie. I'm the only person that I've ever like talked to that actually likes this movie and it's kind of sad that i, I that i kind of like this movie Uh-oh. the spirit oh this is, okay this was better Hold, than the spirit okay. was this better than the spirit to me to me oh uh, yeah better than the, <laughs> better than the spirit <laughs> dark man what about dark oh, man? i love dark yeah man. dude don't shit on oh, dark man. No, 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 no. Raimi greatness do Get not shit on her do I didn't not, shit. I just asked a question. Do not shit on Dark. I can't believe you brought it up. Dark is better than every movie we brought <laughs> Bruce up. Bruce Campbell's yes. in that movie, sir. I Bruce just asked Campbell's a question. I want the pink elephant. <laughs> Dave and I saw that in the theater together. Yep. Do you remember that? Absolutely. As children, Dave and I saw that in the theater together. Dark, Dark Man. Man is the fucking bomb diggity. Yeah. Uh, Dark Man Two. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Every movie after Dark Man, the original is garbage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agreed. All right, guys. And, and this, you know, I don't, do you have anything that you want to finish with 
Uh, Fantastic Four. Oh, God, can we be finished? We're done. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. Thank you so much for listening this week. It's episode 102. And just like all good leftovers say on their doggy bags, thank you for your patronage, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Later, y'all. See ya. Say goodbye, you inconsiderate fuck. You do this to... What? Yeah, wake up. Okay, sorry. You do this to everybody. You do this to everybody. I, 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 I'll be they say goodbye. No, 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 no. What, wait, wait, were you fucking, you know, I've heard the phrase, were you born in a barn? And, and, and usually I don't put too much stock into it. But I seriously think that you were sometimes. You have no consideration for other people. You're oblivious. I don't know if it's an act. I don't know what's real, what's not with you. These guys, I'm saying goodbye. That's my fucking exit. I'm saying goodbye. Yeah. And then Jay says goodbye. Jake says goodbye. You fucking just sit there like a dumb fuck and you don't say shit. Is it time for my comic book corner? Oh, God. (laughs) Oh god! He's not getting a comic book corner. <laughs> he just—I mean, this is the end of the episode, so he just made it so he can't have one. Since he asked if he'd yeah. had his. Oh yeah. man! Yeah. you did it to yourself. You like fucked up the time fucking stream right yep. there. I blame myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you might have had a fucking uh, yeah. comic book corner. It wouldn't make any sense if we gave. Yeah, you we one stand now. on guard. Came out this week. Oh yeah. Oh god. We, nah. I haven't read number two yet, but I'm sure it, she's dressed provocatively in this one. <laughs> She's got eight shirts on. I wish you'd stop with that, Dave. It's fucking stupid. Eight shirts. She's dressed. Don't talk about Brian K. Vaughn's work like that. Uh, Not stupid at all. I'm talking about your analysis of that book. Your review of that book is fucking bullshit. You well, are, I'm sure when you're you reading read, a completely different book than everyone else. I'm sure you, you, when you read issue two, you, you you'll oh, see. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure it explains. I'm sure it fucking explains that she's dressed provocative because she's dressed in white. Because she's dressed in white. I bet because she's dressed in white. Because she's dressed in white. Issue two. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! We need to bring her into the fold because she's dressed provocatively and enticing to this group of freedom fighters because we are enticed by women that dress in white snowsuits. <laughs> because I'm a fucking idiot! I'm a fucking moron that doesn't know how to read a fucking comic book! You're right. You're a was, fucking idiot, Dave! completely wrong, you're right. I'm sure they reference the fact that she's wearing a white snowsuit and how it blinded them. Oh, I can't believe we brought this woman into our fucking freedom fighting group because she's dressed in white. What were we thinking? We done fucked up. (laughs) We fucked up. That goddamn white snowsuit did it again. How did we fall for it again? (laughs) So hot in this cold weather. That white snowsuit got me again, Dave. That provocative white snowsuit. That enticing, appealing motherfucking white snowsuit. Big part of the goddamn story, huh, Dave? Go fuck yourself in this provocative fucking bullshit. Are you saying Princess Leia isn't beautiful? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. The slave suit on the flip side? That's a provocative dress. That is provocative. Her Hoth outfit? You know? Not so much. Someone's whacking it to Hoth costume Leia. No shit, Dave. <laughs> no, nobody was? When I was 12 years old, I was spanking it to slave Leia. <laughs> Let's get fucking real, Dave. You're a provocative dumbass. And you, you, no, no, no. What you do is you say shit 
and then you twist it and you flip it so that it makes sense to you. But everybody else is supposed to just be like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense now because, oh, uh, provocative means a strong reaction. Fuck you, Dave. When you use the word provocative, when you used it, you followed it up with she was sent there and she looked enticing to these freedom fighters. She was there to entice them. Enticing doesn't sound... And then you flipped and then you start talking about colors. Oh, she's wearing white. She's wearing all white. You're, fuck, you're out of your fucking mind. I can't you're wait to you read issue mind. two. I can't wait. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> you're going to flip... You know, no, you know, I'm not worried at all. Because when you read shit, when you read shit, you get something out of it that nobody else gets. I can't wait till he reads this shit. Okay, too. yeah. It's this, all about the white fucking snowsuit. This is the greatest ending to an episode yet. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, don't say goodbye, Dave. Okay, bye. Goodbye, Dave. <laughs> da, 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 da. Fuck you. Man. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. Already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good and toss it, good and taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it Can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party Subculture spill over like a vulture Carry over, counterculture pushovers Pop culture Leftovers And with the uncool kids What's to say's already been said Leftovers Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Podcasts that are original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Counterculture pushovers, pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said Leftover Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over, counterculture, pushovers, pop culture, leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say's already been said, leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this, pop culture, leftovers. Hello, hello. Fuck, am I loud? I'm fucking loud. It's loud. Hello, hello. <laughs> Fuck, am I Let's loud? Do- I'm fucking loud. It's loud. <laughs> Let's do.